if you if you open up the video on like your phone and just mute it, you can see it or just yeah, well, yeah, well, you have a PC, so you'll you'll be fine. Yeah, yep, and then you just mute it so we can't hear it and then uh hello friends, can you guys hear us? I can hear Matt. What about Devin? Uh, let me, uh, why does it always do this? This is that new app, and it's a little bit of a bastard. Let's try this, guys. How about this? Can you hear me? Oh, I can see the EQ moving now. How about now? I can see it moving. We'll just wait. There's a delay. We'll see if people... There it is. Yep, we're good Yay. now. Yep. Okay. We're good. Okay, guys. Sweet. I'm, this is Devin, and that's as far as I need to introduce him at this point. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. Well, you're the owner-operator of HCR, and you wire race cars, and you race your car, and you talk shit on the internet. <laughs> Hey, I don't talk shit on the internet. I do. I'm I, the uh, worst. I'm well, the worst do. out of everybody. I'll admit. I I don't anymore. I've turned a new leaf. I'm. Uh, I got away from talking shit on the internet. You're and, a reformed uh, Christian now. Yeah, I found uh, I found um, happiness in ignoring everything. Ah, uh, yes. So you know, it's a lot better that way. So I don't. Uh, I don't. I don't get sucked into some of those terrible conversations anymore. Devin, so. I plugged in my Dominator. Why isn't it fast yet? Uh, did you try turning it off and turning it back on? That's usually the fix. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I hope that this is not a um, a podcast of why doesn't this work? I need to do this or please, how do I fix that? Yeah, of course. Just, no, you know. we're going to ignore all those people. Okay. I'm good <laughs> at that. That's Laura that's walking behind me back and forth. Hi, Laura. And I and I believe that she's pacing back and forth because she knows how pissed off I am because I haven't eaten yet because <laughs> she didn't order food. Oh, no. Because she didn't order food until late. And, uh, yeah, so. That's your problem, not mine. Okay, well. He's about right. to make it anyway. everyone's problem. Yeah. So, uh, what you want to talk about? Well, I would say uh, recent events would be a good one, like the uh, sick week. Okay, cool. Um, I'll say that you won the 235 class. Yeah. Yep. Um, where do you want me to start? You want me to start from the beginning? Uh, yeah, if you want. Okay. Um, so we went to sick week in 2022 and had a... Uh, catastrophic engine failure um i really don't want to be you know i don't i'm not i'm not trying to blast anybody or anything but the old engine builder um failed to do a few things that are kind of like really important and um it blew up on one and a half passes and it was an engine that that ran fantastic uh for years and i just brought it to them and had it refreshed um they put new uh, rods, a crank, and a few other things and whatnot. And um, but anyway, 
we failed pretty miserably. So that turned into a year long bane of my existence. Uh, <laughs> Understood. It, Rightfully it so. Ate, it ate at me so bad. It pissed me off so bad that um, I said that there was no way that that's ever going to happen again. Cause that's, if anybody knows me, they know that I, you know, I, I cross my T's, I dot my eyes, I cover every base as possible, and I make sure that we don't have um, dumb stuff like that happen. And uh, and it was out of my control, but it is what it is. So I said it's not going to happen again. So um, switched engine builders. Uh, I deal with Par Racing Engines in um, Spartanburg, South Carolina. Uh, he's fantastic and very very reasonably priced. Um, he's a big block Chevrolet man, so he fixed my small block Ford. While they were fixing it, um, I got pushed into a big block Chevrolet. Um, <laughs> but I mean, it was—it wasn't like you know, it wasn't—I wasn't that mad about it, you know. It's um, what he could get you on time, right? Well, it wasn't even that because my small block Ford was done before the big block Chevrolet was built. Oh. Uh, it was kind of like a couple things kind of fell in line. Um, a couple friends were like, dude, you're racing in this drag and drive stuff. They allow big block Chevrolets in all these classes. Just, and like, like they've said, like my buddies told me, like, you don't care about any of this other shootout racing anymore with your own car. Like, so just do whatever you want. Uh, were there Ford true. only rules or something for the other things that you did? No, 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 no. It was, um, a uh, small block only. Like, oh, like, you know, okay. I got it. Yeah. 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 So like, so, you know, in, instead of just trying to, race against a bunch of big block cars with a small block. I was like, well, why don't I just kind of join them? Then one of my customers called me while they were fixing my small block forward before I decided on a big block Chevrolet called me and said, um, uh, I got a guy who wants to buy everything out of your car from the firewall forward. And I was like, well, all right, I guess that kind of just made life a little easier to pull the trigger on switching platforms. So sold it. And in fact, I still have my small block Ford sitting here. It just hasn't, you know, whatever. So, um, and then they built me a 540 cubic inch big block Chevrolet and it was a, it was a, uh, it was a good move. Um, if anybody's watching and is interested in building the same engine combo that I have, I can tell you that, um, without an intake manifold, it was right around 30 grand. Um, it's a lot of money. But when you compare it to the uh, roughly 65000 I had invested into the small block Ford, it's peanuts, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, um, but anyway, slammed it together, um, got it up and running, tested a handful of times. I don't like quarter mile racing. I think it's kind of gay, right? Uh, like, yeah, I agree anymore because it, it's running when it's going to run. It's a math situation out the back. Right. And it's just making the cars more dangerous out the back. Right. Like we've been 218 or something in the quarter with my car and it's got a cloth roof and, uh, you know what I mean? Like, so it's kind of sketchy. Yeah. Um, well, you also went like 178 in the eighth, right? Uh, yeah, we've been once, well, on 275s, we've been 180 something in the eighth, 181 maybe. Or was it 168 this year? Oh, no, no, we went 171 on 235s. Yeah, the dra- yeah, I knew it was 168 yeah. or one low 170s. Yeah, um, yeah, that was on the little 26 by 8.5. Um, so we decided... Oh, they said uh, I had an echo. I muted my other thing. Hopefully I fixed it. Sorry, guys. 
Oh, I didn't hear it. Well, I'm messing uh, with my shit again. I should. Of course it. you are. <laughs> Just leave it alone. I know. Uh, so, anyways, we got into sick week, and they announced that they were going to be doing this rowdy radio class, which is two thirty-five is an eighth mile. So I was like, "Oh, it's eighth mile." I didn't really care what the other rules were. I was just like, "Good, it's an eighth mile class," you know. Yeah. So, um, uh, we swapped over to that class on on uh, registration day. Uh, well, I sent an email first, but they said just you know do it on registration day. So we swapped over to that class, and all I cared about doing in that that event was surviving. That's all that mattered to me. That's all that was important to me. You know. I would say most um, people don't survive, so that's an excellent goal. Yeah, uh, especially with the faster stuff, you know what I mean? Like, if you take, like, a mostly stock car to that stuff, you, you got a pretty good chance of survival. At least you should, you know? Um, so when Jordan and I got down to Florida, you know, on our, on our way down there, we were talking, I said, listen, all that matters is we pull back in through the freaking gates on Friday. Like, that's it. Like, under our own power, we got to just pull back in. So um, we, on day zero, we left a soft tune-up in it and went at 469. Uh unbeknownst to me um that kind of like lit the like dragon drive community on fire i didn't know i was like man it's soft it went like 130 60 foot and just kind of cruised well i watched it like walk out like my fairmont and then it's like hits a warp drive (laughs) yeah 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 uh and and the oh the tune-up for it is so funny like it's um we leave on zero pounds of dome pressure uh, and 3,500 RPM, and we hold zero pounds of dome pressure for the first 1.2 seconds. And then we ramp to 15 pounds of dome pressure at uh, 3.0 into the run. Huh. So it's like the laziest you could make, a, you know what I mean? Like you, you can't make it any lazier. Yeah. And uh, and it'll go, you know, what? It, the only tune-up changes we made all week was like, Jordan would just occasionally just grab the scramble button, which would add five pounds. Huh. So, like, if he felt like it, it was pretty good through the 60-foot, he's like, all right, I'll grab this. And, you know, and it hits an extra five pounds of dome pressure. Yeah, not um, that, nothing crazy. Five. Nothing at all, is, right. Yeah, probably adds three nothing. pounds. Oh, no, on this combo, it adds about seven and a half, eight. So, um, but, yeah, so uh, so we made the first test hit, and I said, okay, it's good enough. Um, to be honest with you, I was kind of concerned that we were going to be able to keep up. You know what I mean? Like, because um, well, I, I wanted to play most people don't make it. So just hitting a 20-second slip at every track puts you fairly high. Right, right, right. Well, and, and like, and, and I, and Jordan and I talked about it. Like, we're both pretty competitive. And I said, listen, if we're going to survive it, we kind of, like, we probably should win it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, well, when we went at 69 on test day, um, like, everybody was just started coming over and, like, what the hell was that? I'm like, wait, what do you mean? It was just lazy, like. You know, now we went testing like a couple of weeks prior and went substantially faster on 235s. Hmm. So well, you knew what you could get away with immediately. Right. 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 So we just left the tune up alone and um, kind of smooth sailed through it. Um, I'll say I think we probably had the smoothest outing possible. Right. The only failure we had was we on day two, we probably burnt up on day one, but on day two, uh, when I went to go change the plugs on Tuesday morning, um, the spark plug wire was burnt up. One spark plug wire. So it was a pretty brutal fix, you know. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and I brought uh, 32 spares. 
So you could you burn know, them at every can, track. Yeah. Yeah. That was my plan was like, I don't care how many burn, you know, we got plenty, you know what I mean? Um, so, but yeah, no, we, um, we, I guess we dominated the entire event. Um, which is cool. That's what I, I'm not, that's not coming from me. That's been what I was told by the people that put the event on. Um, had a great time. Car ran fantastic. 165 degree coolant temp. Um, I don't know if you saw my video about the fans. Yes. Um, yeah. 19 yeah. Silverado brushless. Yep. 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 Uh, I definitely dual 16s. Yeah. Dual 16 inch. Um, unbelievably impressive fans. Probably like, like 8,000 uh, CFM, 4,000 each. Yeah, so the, well, through a radiator, they flowed like thirty two hundred. Jeez. So um, that was with me with an anemometer, like checking them. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah. So the car stayed like one sixty five coolant temp. Uh, I did learn a few things, right? Um, oil temp it gets scary, in my opinion, above two hundred. My opinion's just wrong, right? <laughs> so, uh, as dumb as that sounds, I'm two fifty is like normal. Yeah, apparently, but I'm used to race car stuff, you know? So, like, I saw 205, and I'm like, well, sell it. You know what I mean? Like, it's burnt to the ground. And uh, it wound up getting up to about 210, 215. Um, And I started talking to – well, I made a phone call to uh, the the company, the oil I run, Schaefer's, and the guy kind of laughed at me. And I was like, oh. But he's like, you know, 375, 400, be concerned. I'm like, what the hell, you know? Um, yeah, I've, I have friends who like road race C5 Corvettes, and it's like 350 the whole day. Yeah, well, I didn't know. You know what I mean? Like, because I, you know, no, I wouldn't know what's track. good or bad either unless they told me that. And even then, I'm like, isn't is that bad? I hear one eight turbo Volkswagens have like wildly high oil temp all the time. Yeah, I, I mean. I don't know. I guess just the number 200 and up, just like it, with anything with temperature, you're usually like, well, that's going to burn my well, hand. It's a good baseline. So a lot of times you right. can keep it under that. So, yeah. So we were able to keep oil temp in traffic, you know, in Daytona, it was 90 degrees out. And I sat in two hours of traffic. Uh, we were able to keep oil temp right around 210, 215, um, which apparently when I started asking around, everyone was like, how'd you get it so low? I'm like, what? What? No, like, yeah, we were 275, 290, and I'm like, God dang. All right, well, I guess we did all right. So um, overall, I think my uh, insanity of preparation is what um, paid off for us to do well. Yeah, and having the car done more than two days in advance like everybody does. Dude, these people are wild. Fix Finishing yeah, the car in the pits when they register, right? So you got to hear this shit. So uh, oh, I cursed, sorry. Um, all right. So we pull up to day zero registration day in my truck and trailer, right? And um, we had just gone through early tech. And I get in, like, I get the car back to our, like, pit area because it's day zero, so we can still use our big trailer, right? And uh, before I even get out of the car, this guy comes up to me and he says, man, I'm so glad I caught you early. And I'm like, hey, who are you? You know, so he says, uh, I was hoping that you could tune my car for me this week. <laughs> I was like, I'm not what? surprised by that. I'm not surprised. You know, and like, and, and like, I was like, what, what do you mean? He's like, well, you know, I watch all your videos and stuff. And I was really hoping that you could tune. 
um, my car for me this week. And he wasn't pitted anywhere near us, but he like chased me down apparently, you know? And I was like, man, that probably is, uh, would have been a better conversation to have like six months ago, you know? Oh no, no, no. I just got it started like two nights ago. I was like, Oh, fuck it. Right. You know what I mean? That's good enough. You know? Um, so then like he, he, I I said, man, I'm, you know, I'm here focused on doing this event. You know what I mean? I can't, I'm sorry. He's like, you can't just ride with me. Like on day one. I'm like, no, absolutely not. No. So, um, so I think like, okay, that's just an oddball anomaly. Like, you know, that, you know, that was just really weird. Uh, wrong, wrong. That happened again about 30 minutes later from somebody else. And I was like, you've got to be shitting me. Like, how are these, like, how do people not think that like, maybe they should just try to get the cars to drive pretty good before they plan on driving them a thousand miles all over Florida. You know, so it was, it's wild. Like that, that, that community is wild. It's, it's fun. I mean, it's a blast. Like we had a great time plan on doing a lot more of them, but, um, you know, and plus we have our own event, but I mean, it was just wild that how, how people were like, no, we'll just wing it. It'll be fine. No, I'm always not surprised, but almost annoyed that people don't are not ready I'm like, you guys have a year. You guys have a year. Why is it always the last 10 days? Even, I don't know well, if it's manufactured drama with, like, the YouTubers, but they're all like, hey, just got it running. I don't know what the deal is, but, like, we signed up for Sick Week in September, I think, or October, maybe, whenever registration arose, right? October is, like, a long time ago. You know, so like if you sign up and you get in and like you get the notification or email says, hey, well, you made it in the sick week and then you spend the time booking the hotels. Maybe you should be like, "Okay, I need a car that runs. So let me focus on that now. Not like "Eh, we still got three weeks to go. We'll be all right. You know, Um, but who am I to judge? There was a lot of people that finished that, like, you know, you would never think that they should. You know what I mean? Like, you'd be like, what the fuck? How'd they do that? But, you know, people pull off, uh, you know, they surprise the hell out of me. So, um, but it's awesome. If anybody that's watching hasn't done one of them, it's definitely worth doing. It's it's a really, really cool experience. I feel like uh, Cameron and I have talked about it many times. And I mm-hmm. think the first year we're going to take his completely stock crown Vic and just see what everyone has trouble with. And then hopefully by then uh, his race car will be running for like two years and that'll be easy to take. Yeah. So I definitely suggest getting like at least, you know, get like at least four five, six track outings with the car, like whatever car you're going to bring, you know what I mean? Um, and you don't have to go chasing a number. You don't have to go run a certain ET before you go. You know what I mean? That doesn't really matter, yeah. but like get that kind of like those bugs worked out. Right. Cause there's a lot of stuff that'll break on a car that won't break the first time you bring it out. It'll break like the third time you bring it out. You know what I mean? So, you know, get that four or five test sessions in and then get like a solid, you know, three to six months of driving it. And I suggest, I wasn't, I wasn't fortunate enough to be able to pull this off, but I suggest getting like a couple months of driving in the heat, like in the summertime. Cause uh, you know, the, all this road driving I did here, was in the Carolinas. And at the time it was like fifties and sixties. And I kept thinking to myself, well, what's it going to be like when it's 90 in, degrees in out? In Florida. Yeah. Right. So, heavy um, sunlight. 
makes a big difference oh yeah there. oh it's brutal um yeah. so i don't know if anybody saw any of the video or whatever that i was on or any pictures that i might have been in but i got friggin torched a lot of i mean i got, got lobstered yep yeah oh it was bad it was bad so that's uh, why when, last time so I, you, I was in florida for uh dct world cup a while ago and i bought like a giant ams rice paddy hat totally worth it yeah well you know that uh tom would sick the mag they give you a hat at registration like oh. one of those big rice paddy hats yeah i just didn't wear it i'm know? like i so. i don't like hats and i'm gonna look like a fucking idiot but i after i right. was like Enough sun. I was like, I'm going to go get one of those giant hats. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt so yeah, much was... better. <laughs> oh, dude, it was painful. Like, Laura was at, um, Laura and Jordan's wife, Alex, they were at Disney uh, during day zero and day one. Um, uh, they went to Disney to, like, you know, do whatever adult females do at Disney. I don't even know. Mug, I don't Mickey go to Disney. Mouse, that nice yeah, 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 yeah. I don't, I don't know. Whatever they were doing. Um but then, like, Laura saw me. Uh, like, they came to the racetrack, and she was like, "Oh boy, oh, oh sunscreen. boy, this Didn't is really, this sunscreen. is." She's like, "Oh, this is bad." She's like, "I'm, oh, you got to go get sunscreen." I was like, "All right," and uh, you know, and I mean, you know, you get burnt as shit, and it was just painful and tiring, you know. But um, if you're gonna do one of these things, test, 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 overpack, overprepare. Bring sunscreen uh, and um, uh, figure out. Oh, is that Laura? Uh, L. Weber, eighty-four. Yeah, that's her. Yeah, she goes, Matt. She's tell probably... Devin it's okay to have a bite of your pizza. No one's gonna be mad. I said uh, the same yeah. thing. Yeah. No, my food's sitting here next to me, and that's because <laughs> let me just vent a little bit because you could have got food a little earlier. Oh boy. Don't blame it on some delivery, bitch. Mm-hmm. Okay. She's good to you. This is... What, the delivery bitch? She's terrible, apparently. No, no, I mean Laura. Oh, is... you mean Laura. Oh, no, I don't know about that. Um, I don't know. She's she's mad as shit at me. Over I'm there. sure. She's staring at me. <laughs> um, but no, so... Uh, no, Sick Week was awesome. It was cool. Uh, I really... I would really encourage everybody to do a Dragon Drive. I'd really encourage everybody to do our Dragon Drive. Yeah, I heard that's coming up, right? Yeah, April 2nd through 7th. Um, Maybe we'll have to post uh, details for that in the yeah. description after this goes. Yeah, yeah. Um, our Dragon Drive is pretty cool. Uh, it's um, it's shorter drives than all the other ones. So you're right around 100-ish miles a day, uh, 125 miles a day. Um it's, I don't care what the route you take. So like, you don't have to follow a route. That's one thing that's kind of annoying. You're handed a route and they're like, you have to follow this exact route. Well, I, we wound up sitting in traffic in Orlando for two hours and it's because I couldn't make a left and, and, and avoid all the crap traffic and then go one block and then make a right. Like, you know what I mean? It's like you had to stay on this route. So that was lame. Um, and then of course, once we got all through the traffic, we get a group text message out that's sent out from sick, the magnet says you can avoid this traffic. I was like, well, well, you're already great. in it, right? Right. Well, we're already through it. We already uh. made it through. Yeah. Like we were one and done every day. Like, um, I had a plan that was show up 
uh, as early as possible in the morning, get the car transitioned over as fast as possible, be the first person in the lanes when they call radial tire cars, uh, which we were able to do two, no, two or three days out of five. So that was pretty good. Um, make a hit as early as possible. Take that ticket, turn it in, switch the car over as fast as possible, and hit the road as fast as possible. Yeah, I mean, My ideally, was... you would think everybody would want to do that, but yeah, I, that's why they put themselves into a masochist situation. <laughs> oh, dude, like, you would think that a lot of people want to do that, but that's not the case. Like, I mean, I see the, I saw these two guys that I know, and I'm like, y'all leaving yet? Because, like, they were already packed up, like, ready to go. And they're like, oh, no, 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 so-and-so is going to make, like, another hit. And then we're going to wait for this person and that person. I'm like, what is wrong with you people? And they're like, well, we like to travel as a group. And I'm like, you're an idiot. Like, and it wasn't, like, me being rude. It's just, like, I didn't want to travel with anybody. Yeah. Because anybody's going to slow us down from, like, for, like from, from, you know, doing what we needed to do. Um, I've, I carried enough spare parts that I was willing to change on the car. Um, and, uh, and there was nobody else on the property that knows more about that car than myself and Jordan anyway. So it's like having a helping hand probably isn't going to be that beneficial for us. Right. Yeah. And the other thing is, is that more than anything, it's just like, uh, at the dyno when people are like starting to strap down their own car, unless they've been there a few times or I know them, I'm like, you, you might as well quit because I'm going to redo it all. Right, right, right. It's like, most likely going to be unsatisfactory to me or dangerous. So, right. At least some people are like, I ask people this too. I, I'm like, I can stand around like an idiot, uh, you know, if I'm going to get in your way, or I will help if you want. But what I'm not going to do is jump in for no reason. Right, and and like, and that was my assumption that would happen with um, if we we had a problem on the road and somebody was going to help us. You know what I mean? Like, it would have just been. You know, you're babysitting other, them to do the right job. Right. When like, I know how to do the job better than they do anyway, yeah. you know? And then the other side of it is, is that like most people, if they're near my car, they're typically like, well, I'm not going to touch that thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause like, there's just too much nice shit in it. And you're like, okay, why did I wait three hours for you to go drive down the road with me? Then the other side of it is, is that I built a very reliable car. Who am I waiting for? Am I waiting for somebody who didn't build a very reliable car? Probably, right? Yeah, so now I got to like them the fix on their shit, you know? Right. So we just, we opted for the old uh, peace out, you know what I mean? Like hit the road as early as possible and do it by ourselves. And It's uh, not like you're I was leaving also, them bleeding. It's just a car right, where right. you need to win. Well, right. And like, and they had big like it's not like a, a lot of people ask if we wanted to travel with them. And I was like, nah, I don't want to be rude, but we're going to do this solo. The other side of it is, is I also didn't want to be accused of cheating. Hmm. Um, so I was like, screw it. We'll be a hundred percent by ourselves. Nobody's helping me with anything. Um, and if you can't accuse me of cheating, you know what I mean? Or you yeah. could, but you know, it wouldn't be right. So, um, but no, it was awesome. We had a blast. So when are you going to do it with, uh, when are you going to do it with Cameron's? Uh, maybe even like this, this coming year. And then he was saying, you know, if he has his, cause he always drives to the track and everything with that car. So he'll have a ton of street miles on it since then. And we talked about just running like 10 mm-hmm. like being modest. Dude, Imagine that being modest. If, 
Dude, you you don't have to be the like. No, we don't. It's have to all try about to hang attrition. Mid eight everywhere. Yeah. Mm-mm. No, like it's all about attrition. You know, if you can survive it, you've won. You don't have to get a helmet or a trophy or anything. If you survive it, you won. Like yeah. when we pulled back in on Friday in Orlando, and we pulled back through the gates. I was driving and like I, there's like speed bumps in Orlando, like through the gates. And when I went over to speed bumps, I was like, as long as I make it to a parking spot, this is a win. Like I don't care if this thing lets go on me at idle. Like and the transmission comes out and freaking you know what I mean? And like the rear end catches fire or something. Yeah, the the like the at that point I didn't drum care. Dances across the Taco Bell parking lot. You probably asked Cameron. I blew one of those up. Um at World Cup. We just exploded. Uh I exploded a $4,000 gear set. That was fun. That was a cool time. You know, I think that thing had like four passes. We called Cone. I called Cone. I said, hey, what happened to this thing, you know? And they're like, oh, we got other ones. I was like, oh, I fucking bet you do. And they're like, yeah, yeah. Do you want one? I'm like, do you want to ship it to me for free? And they're like, oh, no, 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 no. But we have them. I'm like. <laughs> to just buy, well, yeah. What? Yeah, so I was like, well, did you change anything? And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, we completely redesigned it. Okay, so I, I had like, a bad design. I was like, so you just sold this thing to me six months ago, and now it's shit, and now you redesign it? And, like, when the new one showed up, I'm like, well, this is completely different. Huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, that was a really cool thing. That's what took us out at World Cup. Literally, like, my big blocks zing to, like, 10,200 RPM. Whoops. <laughs> it was fine. You know, my employee, Justin, last all the time, he's like, man, big block Chevrolet don't care. You know, he's like, it don't <laughs> care. He's like, RPM don't matter. You know, boost don't matter. Big block Chevrolet doesn't care. That's funny so, that they can do that. Yeah, yeah. I remember way back in the day, Frank was spinning his like 9,500 through the traps. And people were like, how the hell are you doing that? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, we um, we used to spin my small block four to 90, 9,300. I'm like 52 pounds of boost, like every pass. Jeez. <laughs> um, and it was fine. It lived a great life, you know, until I had it refreshed. I should have just never had it touched. Yeah. Should have left it alone. So, but yeah, no, it's uh sick week was cool. Um, already getting ready for the next one. Um, I, um, this will sound, this will sound bad, but fuck it. Right. Uh, <laughs> The majority of people that do drag and drive that have a big name in the community are not very good racers, right? Um, there's a lot of combos and cars in the drag and drive community that should be a lot faster, right? Like a lot faster. And the Rowdy Radio class brought out people that actually know how to race, right? So, the rowdy radio class, in my opinion, disregard like how we did, like who cares, right? But it brought like guys that actually knew how to race. They were on this tiny little tire and they knew how to make the tire work and make the go down the racetrack. Um, when you look at some of the other classes, um, they have a huge tire in a friggin' pro mod with a twin turbo big block and they're barely going the sixes. That's that sucks. Brett LaSalle showed up and he's a, he knows how to race, right? Brett LaSalle showed up with that green uh, coyote car 
It's a freaking coyote with like a pair of 76s on it or something Isn't like that. Isn't that the snot rocket? Yep, yep. The real street car? Yeah. Um, we talked know what about that with Jay when he was on. Yeah, th- those guys know what they're doing, right? And they like, I think like off the trailer went like 658 or something like that. And it's like, he literally just like long dicked everybody with these big tires. You know what I mean? He just literally just showed up with a 275. was like, check this out. You know what I mean? It just long dicked them all. You He's know, like he was like, "Hold my beer." <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, well, it's it's like you see something, you know, getting you're rolling up to the starting line, and it's on like a thirty-seven by seventeen tire with like wheelie bars, and it's a twin turbo big block. Yeah, I don't like. And them you know they got either. all I just right, don't and see it's like the, you know, yeah, it's like all this paparazzi around them. There's film crews and shit. And you're like, oh, okay, cool. Let's see what this does. Like, I'm expecting it to go for like 590s. Like immediately, it should just go 590s. You know what I mean? Um, and then it goes like 712. And I'm like, what the fuck was that? That was stupid. You know what I mean? Like, like what, what was the big show for? You know what I mean? And then Brett shows up with his buddy, Jim. I think his name was Jim. And uh, two cool dudes. They were like deathly afraid of anybody blaming them for cheating. So like they made sure everybody stayed away from them. And uh, roll up to the starting line, do a friggin' normal burnout, go 658, 214, came back to the piss, and they're like, all right, we're ready to go. I guess let's pack up and leave. They didn't give a shit about any of the fandom or any of that kind of stuff. It was just, we're here to race. So I really hope that more people that know how to race get in a dragon drive to maybe drive some of these people out of their comfort zone and actually have to go faster. Because, like, most of them aren't that fast. Someone, uh... Luke Pierce here said he got protested over his front end because it hurt too many feelings. Oh, Brett. Yeah. 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 He did. Mm-hmm. That was a little weird, right? It was supposed to be like a, no one piece front end. Uh, I don't know. Oh. That's a, you know, whatever. Isn't you a pro mod a one piece car? Yeah. The class that he was in, he was supposed to have no one piece front ends, but like, uh... Brett said, like, flat out, he's like, dude, if you have a problem with this, like, my, because he was like, oh, it's it's a two-piece because my hood comes off, right? <laughs> so, like, they True. didn't specify the rules, so he's, yeah. not, he's not wrong, you know? Um, but he said, he goes, if there's a big problem with it, I'll take a Sawzall to the front end and cut the damn fender out. I'll make it out. as many pieces yeah. as you need. He's like, I don't give a shit. Like, he didn't, you know what I mean? And I, I, I kind of wanted to see him just do that anyway. You know what I mean? Just to be a dick. You like, know? let's pool together money for you to fix it and then let you just saw it apart. That would have been awesome. Oh, well, yeah, this is a good one. I've heard uh, good and bad about this. Uh, James says, is vehicle security a problem at Dragon Drives? Um, I won't discuss what I did. Cause then because then people then will know. Yeah. Right. You'll be coaching um, thieves. Right, exactly. Um, so some of the hotels had security there, like police officers, like parked in the parking lot. So that was cool. Um, the two nights we got that comfort was uh, very, very, I could sleep good those nights. You know what I mean? Because I knew there was a cop sitting out there. And then we parked directly across across from him. So he like had to stare at my car the whole night. Um and I went over and talked to him for like 10 minutes just to make sure he knew how much I appreciated him actually sitting there. You know what I mean? Um, the, 
use a car cover. Like just put a car cover over top of it, over, over the car, right? Because like that's a pretty big theft deterrent already for the car being stolen. Um, you know, lock it up and do whatever you're going to do to try to disable the car. Um, and you're in a parking, you know, you're in a parking lot for a hotel with like 30, 40, 50 other cars, just like yours, like, you know, hot rods that are, you know, I, we didn't hear of or see anything getting stolen. Like I didn't hear any stories of it. We didn't have any problems at all. I'm not saying that somebody else didn't have any problems at our event that we had in November, a guy's generator got stolen off the front of his little mini trailer, you know? So that sucks, but, um, that's not really that bad, you know? So, and if it takes a crackhead to get your generator, I'd rather the crackheads through your generator than like your wheels or like your car. You know what I mean? Cause like that dude, that crackhead is going to take that generator to like the, the pawn shop, you know, get like a hundred bucks for it and then go buy some crack and then he's going to be back in a couple nights. You know what I mean? So it is what it is. It's not like good criminals. I don't think hit these kind of things up. You know what I mean? It's just crackheads. So. Yeah, uh, in my opinion, there isn't much money to be made there. But if someone needs some crack, that that affects that decision quite a bit. Yeah, um, from what I'm told, people do a lot of shit for crack. You know what I mean? You I know, can imagine. I think stealing generators is probably pretty low on the list of shady things they've done for crack, you know? Yes, that was an easy night for that person. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't have to break into new construction. You know, they didn't have to, you know, be at a glory hole at a truck stop or nothing. You know what I mean? Like, they just, you know, smooth sailing on that, that generator. So, um, but no, the, the we didn't hear about anything being major theft problems. Um, everything went pretty smooth. Weather was killer. It was freaking hot. But, I mean, the weather, like, we didn't rain, at least. Oh, that's that nice, because Florida's, like, showers all the time. Yeah, we, like, avoided it. I don't know how, but... Huh. Um, we literally avoided it. Like it rained like two days prior to one of the tracks, the day after we left one of the tracks, like it, we, we just kind of missed it the whole way. So, which was nice because I really didn't want to have to deal with rain. Um, um, our event, we got hit with rain. Uh, we got hit with a hurricane. So if there's anybody on this, on the, on the comments that were actually in our event, um, the, uh, the rain was serious. Like we had a freaking hurricane. So, um, I was really glad that that would, that didn't happen at sick week. I know like a couple years ago, drag week was like, everyone's cars were like flooding cause it was raining so bad. Yeah. That's they, that was the year they came in the Southeast. So there, and what's funny is they're running the same route pretty much this year. Huh. So, um, well, yeah, so we're, we're going to wind up strapping three fifteens on my car and, uh, uh, I think probably just go try to run everybody over you know yes that's you know what i mean just crush as many as we can and uh you know um yeah, I don't know make fun of the people that are running around with a film crew and you know whatever just try to have fun i apologize i'm yawning like non-stop oh it's fine it's not it's an attention problem that doesn't matter to me I don't care. I'm slowly sneaking pizza over here off the, the side of the, because uh, I'm starving. Because Laura's trying to kill me. Understood. Because she won't feed. <laughs> so, but yeah, 
Dragon Drive is awesome. If you've never done one, make sure you do it. It's a lot of fun. Um, and uh, prepare for it. Don't no, just like. No kidding. Don't just show up. Man, don't just show up. And if your shit leaks oil, fix it. Like, stop it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everything's oiled down when you drive. Oh, dude, I can't stand it. And well, then they pull up to the racetrack, they pull to the starting line, and, like, everything underneath the car is just leaking. It's dripping, yeah. Yeah. You know, so. Um, yeah. Um, what else? What else we got? How you been? Good. Yeah, very good. Working on too many things at once recently. But yeah, I got I ch- I changed the turbos on my Mustang. We think that those might have been an issue, like choking it. Uh, a relatively small AR for what I have. I know I have my turbos are a little bit small, but I wanted like incredible response. And like if if it makes a thousand of one to the tire, but it lights off like a blower. It's incredible. But if that stops me from getting more up top and then what sucks is what's awesome but what sucks is i have v-band inlets like two and a quarter v-band inlets and tom i wanted it built this way it's not tom's fault but i wanted the turbos in a certain spot and to do that uh i have like tube frame like one inch tube a cody in front end and he wrapped the the up pipes around it and then the down pipes around the other side to make it look all pretty which is what Mm -hmm. i wanted and now, like, it seems like the turbo is large enough for what I should have used are T4. Oh. So I'd have to get it cut up, and I don't I don't want to. So I'll have to be stuck with what I have for a while if it doesn't make what I want. But I was disappointed how it was just, it, choked, it hits a wall hard at 800 wheel, which is just laughable for the amount of engine and cylinder head and intake it has. Because, right. I mean, I could build a 4.8 combo tomorrow that makes 8.40, and it's a dirty 4.8 and an off-shelf 78.75. Right. So that's disappointing. <laughs> well, I, I, dude, I get it. I understand. Um, you know, that uh, a good friend of mine, he, 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 always just, he always says, man, just spend it. He said, you know, he's like, anytime I'm like, and that's his line, man. No, he's got more money than I do, so it's easier for him to say. Yeah. But uh, he always just said, like, if you, if I'm ever on the fence, like, well, I don't know, maybe I should do this, but it's going to require this. He goes, man, fuck that, just spend it. You know, he's like, who cares? Just spend it. You well, know? yeah. I uh, mean, that's, that's always his line. I've built 10-second cars for 4200 bucks, so it's hard to <sighs> yeah. It's hard to get, like, a short block together for the, more than that and have it uh, underperform. Did you like throw open your mouth when I told you how much that big block Chevrolet of mine cost? You didn't tell me. I don't know. No, I no, I just said it on here. I said it was right around thirty thirty thousand. Oh, right I here. would have guessed over twenty five anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I totally uh, I missed that when you said it. No, I I figured you'd throw it up in your mouth here in that number. No, nah, I, I know what, what they you cost. get five of them. <laughs> I know what they cost. Uh, I mean, some of those people are running a fifty thousand dollar big block, so I already know that they can. I mean, I know what, like, a 400-inch LS costs long block with good heads and everything, and that's ten grand, 15000 for, like, an LSX block with some yeah. guts in it. It's fifteen. So, yeah. That's, so, that's such a low, cheap number in my world 
because I come from a lot of small block Ford stuff. I know. Yeah. I have built small you know block what I mean? Fords. Yeah. I've been there a long time ago. That's why I put I know the majority- and things. Well, I'll tell you this. I know the majority of people watching are LS people, right? And I've got this history or this, 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 uh, people think that I just hate LSs, right? And I've told this before. It's not that I hate oh, LSs. Yeah, it's, it's that I hate, you know, I, I hate that, that the stupidity that comes with it. But what I will say is that it is very, very, very hard to beat that LS for the money. Yeah, and, that's the um, only reason everybody runs them. And it seems like even if you want to go like really radical with an LS, you know, I mean, like the you know a good aftermarket or even a billet block or something, you know what I mean? Canted valve head, it's still cheaper than small block Ford. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like the manufacturers are like, ooh. Those guys with the small block Fords have been paying way too much money for a long time. Let's not give them a break. You know what <laughs> of I mean? Of course. But them LS guys, they, you know, we're going to give them a break. You know, it's so a, uh, what I call LS people is a V8 Honda crew. Man, that's pretty damn accurate, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I can. You can thank Joe Simpson for bringing that up because he's like he didn't say that exactly, but he put in the groundwork where he's like everyone's coming from turbo Hondas and they're getting into LS because you can do a terrible job and do it cheap at the same time and still make decent horsepower. Cause it's eight cylinders oh, yeah. no matter what. But yeah, I've run into the same thing. I get guys who had turbo Hondas and then they build a Fox and they accidentally make eight forty to the tire <laughs> and it has a four lady E and I'm like, I don't mean to have, I say this all the time on the show. I'm not trying to dad talk you here, but the 480, if it's in overdrive and you stuff it at 40, it's going to have a 200 mile an hour wheel speed. And when you lift, Mm -hmm. it's going to take 350 feet or more to just get enough rear tire traction to steer. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're Mm -hmm. like, oh, that sounds scary. And I'm like, yeah, having no control of your vehicle for an eighth mile should terrify (laughs) you. It should bring some concerns up in your brain. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. And then, then when I mention, like, when it makes 840, I'm like, it's going to trap, like, 164 at at a good. Mm. It's going to trap, like, 155 on a bad day. And they're like, wait, mm. 150? I'm like, yeah, 100, 150, yeah. And they're like, wow, that's – I'm like, yeah, it's fast. That's, that's – Oh, fast. yeah. Uh, well, oh, then, yeah. I'm like, it's going to go at least 120 in the eighth if it gets out of its own way. And I said the eighth mile is a city block. Yeah. So I'm like, imagine from a stoplight in town to the next stoplight going 120. Yep. And they're like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, uh, you know, I've, I've said this before. The, um, the internet has ruined the idea of hot rodding. Well, right? I, I talk shit to Kyle so many times, Kyle Loftus. Yeah. I'm like, I, I understand it's bad for your business to harass people about their horsepower numbers, but you need to start. Well, or you need to coach them because people are like, yeah, 2,400 horsepower and it goes 170. Yeah. yeah and I'm like, well, yeah. just it, reiterate that they're not running full power today. Just right, 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 right. Everyone has 3,000 horsepower and they're not running 225 in the in the quarter. Well, you know, it's funny is like, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I have a legit three thousand ish horsepower combo, right? Um, that's about what the, the combo makes. Uh, you know, turned up on kill, yada yada. Um, and uh, and and the amount of people that I see like 
they go online and they say, well, I'm building this car and it's going to make 2800 or something. And then, like, you look at what they're, like, talking about, and you're like, the fuck it is, buddy. That's no way to You know that. what I mean? Yeah. You know? But uh, but what I was going to say is, like, the reason why I think, like, the internet has really, like, ruined hot rodding. Um, so everybody thinks that they have to have a four-second street car, right? Wait, like, in the eighth, right? A four-second street car in the eighth. And, like, they talk shit to other people that don't have, a, like, if they have, like, a five-second street car or a six-second street car. And I'm here to tell you that, if you take the average person that's not into hot rods, that's not into cars, and you put them in like a brand new stock sports car, right? Anyone, doesn't matter. It can even be like the friggin' sailboat of a hog Dodge, right? Like, you They're know, not so 5,000 pounds. You put them in the passenger seat of that car, you'll get them to the point of wanting to piss themselves yeah. and yelling at you to get out. And it doesn't matter who they are, it'll happen, right? Yeah. You put them behind the wheel of one of them, and they're never—they're going to put it to the floor one time, and then get back out of it immediately. In my experience, if you data log something like that with someone who's a hard ass, we'll <clears> never <throat> get that far into the throttle. And as soon oh, as yeah. what I've seen, when boost comes up, throttle goes down. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. They're like, so it's oh like, shit, and they just back out. So like all these people that talk bad to other people about, oh, you don't have a four-second streetcar, dude, shut up. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, just let the person enjoy their freaking hot rod. And where's your four second street car? Yeah. You know? And then they go, and then, and then it, it turns into, well, we run no time. Eh, uh, my friend has one. Yeah. Well, there's, you know, there's a, there's a weird, um, there's a weird thing about no time racing, right? So, like, you've got. I'm not a fan. Well, I, I can understand, I can it. understand it, but I don't care about it. I have to deal with it in my line of work, um, yes. which is fine. And of I'm course. very, I'm very good at um, lying when people ask what the cars run or what's in them. Right. So like if I work with a nitrous car, it's a, it's a 327 with a 76 millimeter turbo every single time. Right. If it's a nitrous car, I tell them it's a 76 millimeter turbo on a 327. They go, no, it's a nitrous car. I'm like, well, then you know more about it than I do. I don't know. Um, but, uh, but the no time racing's weird, Right. So down here in the Southeast, no time racing is huge. We have a ton of it everywhere you go. Um, and the cars are fast. Like I can't express enough that they are fast, right? So the, a lot of the no time cars that are down here are very, very fast. When you look around the rest of the country and I see some of the people chime in and go, ah, oh, it's a no time car. It's a no time car. And then I watch a video of it and I see that it's like, an alcohol turbo LS, you know, with a gutted tin can getting pushed to the starting line, pushed back. You watch a video of it. It runs like five fifties. It's like, well, now I understand why it's a no time car. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you're, you don't want anybody to see that. So, uh, so there's two sides of it. You know what I mean? There's really brutally fast stuff. And I understand why they're, they're no time. Like I was at the racetrack yesterday, testing a car. That's a grudge car. Um, and you know, it's, it's, it's not the fastest car I work with or nothing, but it's in a certain category of cars that they race a lot. They race all the damn time. Um, and the faster you get, the less racing you do. So these guys have found like a perfect happy medium. You know what I mean? I can't discuss how fast the cars are, but, um, like when they're in that, 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 that area of, uh, of ET, they all have a good time and they race a lot. So, 
Yeah, I, I can, I can, I don't even race that much. So, like I always say to people, it's just my opinion. And the other reason why I used to make so many memes about these guys, they get so wound up. So it's just fun for me because I'm just like, you don't post times because they're too slow. And they're like, boom, <laughs> that's all I need to say. I'm like, yeah, you can't tell anybody because all you guys are slow and it's like a, a boys club, like, where you're, it's like boomers, where they're all like, yeah, and it's totally a lie, but they're all like, yeah, Coke cans, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man, Coke cans. And they're like, yeah, bud, Coke can't, nobody's hot. No, no. I, yeah. I always like to say, hey, I, ho I hop Coke cans too. I had a Zuzu Amigo I bought for $100, and I'd put it in four wheel drive low and gas it and gas, and it would, <laughs> it would almost flip over. I'm like, man, right, that, right, right. that thing did pass balance point wheelies, guys. And they're like, yep. What? I'm like, well, it had a big block. And, oh, oh, yeah, big block. I'm like, yeah, 220 mm -hmm. horsepower, big block, making, getting it yep. done. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> it's weird, man. It's, uh, it's, uh, the, the no time stuff's weird, especially a lot of the guys that are like just, they're really just hiding, you know? And there's no reason to even be embarrassed about it. Like, who gives a shit, you know? It's like a like, dominant male monkey thing. Yeah. It's yeah, like uh, yeah, yeah. they don't want to feel emasculated or they they seem weaker to their peers. It's a whole thing that I've never understood, but yeah. And, and you know what I've tried to explain to people is like when the boards are on, you'll actually have a better time racing. You'll enjoy racing more. Yeah. I, I deal with all these. Do. I deal with a, I deal with a lot of no time racing, right? Like a lot. That's what we do. A lot of what we do. And, um, what you'd spend, what you spend the majority of your day doing if you're in a shootout, a no time shootout is guessing at what you think the other car that you're supposed to run may run. And then when you go to no time shootouts where you don't get tickets, cause that's a thing, right? Like they don't give you a, they don't give you a need, they don't give you a, you just uh, get a, a time slip, right? Nothing else. Yeah. Well, you, yeah, but you don't even get a time slip, right? No, I get it. So yeah. So like. Now you're like, then it's like the person that owns the car is questioning me. Well, should we trust the VPS's virtual time slip? What do you think? Do you think maybe we screwed up the rollout? I don't know. I think I cut it off early, blah, blah, Did blah. And I'm like, look at the other data. guy, like, yes or no? Well, no, this is like, do you think we're going to beat the other guy the next oh, round? Oh, so much talk. And that's all it is. And it's just like, dude, just. That's like, why it bothers me too, because uh, any type of street racing video I've watched since like 2000 to up mm -hmm. is it's just a giant drama it's like a daytime soap opera for men and they won't admit oh, yeah, it yeah, yeah. like you guys mm -hmm. just love for better lack of jerking each other off uh yeah there's a lot of jacking off that happens yeah like, a lot. like just race the car maybe i don't know yeah and, and like just and just have fun yeah like, I, don't know. I, I don't know i, I mean it i won't seriously that's why you don't enjoy it yeah, um, I always say, uh, calm down. It's a joke, not a dick. Don't take it. Yeah, so hard. don't take you know it so I mean? hard. Yeah. You well, know? I got uh, one guy. Uh, the guy's username is actually Drag and Drive. That's funny. Oh, yeah. is that uh, Michael Michael Narks? Yep, that's the oh, guy okay. who. Uh, yeah, he owns. He. Um, I know. He's I think been. I know who that is. He took the photo with us when I was standing near you. Or yeah, you yeah, took yeah. The photo for him, Cameron and Ryan yeah. Jans and I. Yeah, he says your audio class? got messed up. There. I think I slapped it like an idiot. Um, <clears throat> what class is he running at Drag Week? Uh, assuming you. Um, 
I don't know. I think we fit in Pro Street and Modified, but I really would love to figure out a way to get my car into Unlimited Iron or Ultimate Iron or whatever. Strictly to run over like a handful of people. (laughs) I mean, you can go faster than them in a different class, but, um, you know, we better just run them over in our own class, so... But if we can't get an ultimate iron, um, whatever we fit in, honestly, I'm just, you know. Um, whatever we race. Um, did you hear that beep? I don't think so. Okay. Uh, good. Because people are sending me uh, tech questions that are watching this. Oh, Jesus Christ. Because <sighs> we're not answering them in the chat. Yeah, so they're sending me messages. This is a well. I'll just I'll repeat this because I have many times. Andrew here says an honest six hundred wheel is shockingly fast to ninety nine percent of people. That's why I would take people for drives in my. I say this a lot also, but I'm reiterating for everybody. Uh, my Colorado made an easy eight fifty, and I left it on that with about uh, it had a boost by a mile an hour. And a lot of people mm-hmm. knew it was capable of four digits, but I would take people for a drive with the boost controller turned off, and it made about 450. So I would turn it down to 450, take people for a drive, and they're like, wow, 800 horsepower is terrifying. And I'm like, that's 450 with a 3,800-pound truck. Yep. And they're like, they just go on tilt because they, they think I'm right. lying. Yeah. Right. And then... Uh, well, that's why I always say very commonly a fox will come in and make 600 wheel, like almost every weekend. And I'm like, this will trap 140. And again, mm-hmm. people are like, Pow. oh, yeah. I'm like, yeah, 140. No, no. Yeah. Like, depending on your 60 foot, it's going to be a 950 or a 1050, but it's going to go 140. No problem. It's like clockwork yeah. on my dyno. If it weighs. Three to thirty-three hundred, and make six hundred tire there. It's gonna go one hundred and forty. It's a drop yep. in the bucket. Yeah, so they're asking. They said my volume got worse. Really? Yeah, you slapped your microphone, and then it broke permanently. No, that sounds fun. I mean, some guy said it. Maybe he's that far delayed from when I punched it. Hmm. They're saying some other mic is picking it up. Really? Cannot hear Matt well. Why? What the hell happened? Why am I screwing this up so much, dude? I hear you fine. I sound far away. What if I... (laughs) What if I do that? Maybe maybe it's very... uh, Has a small circle. And I moved it too far. Is that better? I don't know. Is that better, kids? I don't know. To me, it's fine. If it's not happy, I'll grab the other one. I'm waiting. It's fine. I hear both, but Matt is distant. Yeah, you sound distant. Why is it being a dickhead? Excuse me, kids. (laughs) This gives me time to eat pizza. Move the mic closer. It's almost in my nose. Alright. Oh, there we go. That was it. Oh, it's something like... Is it good now? It sounds great to me. Move it back up like above your mouth. How about here? There it is. So now I sound, honestly, it's how you've sounded the whole episode. 
Oh, way better, they're saying. Okay. There it Maybe is. there's yeah. like a loose... I don't know. Who? Can, I mean... Yeah. Hey, stop moving it! Damn it, it was working good! Oh, the mic is on the, the larger face. Should oh, be so good. you spun it. I spun mm-hmm. it to the narrow edge, and it was pointing into my beard. Oh, there you go. Hit it with your purse. I did. I... Yeah. <laughs> my beard can touch it. Jeez. <laughs> I'm working on my mountain man. Oh, we should show him the Wayne static. <laughs> I listened to that after we got off earlier. I, I told, was like, dude. <laughs> dude, that was like 1995 or something like that. I had no idea. Oh man, incredible. If you guys, you guys, if you don't know what it is, you need to look up Static X is the band name and you need to listen to a song called Love Dump. (laughs) (laughs) It's It's really impressively good. It's a surprise. It's a surprise, kids. Well, my buddy Kenny was on here. Joe Simpson, speaking of dumps, that's what I'm doing. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, me and Joe. Oh, yeah. We uh we shared some funny funny things uh on that topic. <laughs> it seems like uh it seems like um I think I'm like programmed along the same lines as two people, right? Where I'm typically in the whenever I'm in the bathroom, I'm in the bathroom at the same time as two other people in the world, <laughs> right? Um and I tried this for like uh, we we did this experiment like probably six months uh, in a row where I would send my buddy a picture of me in the bathroom. Not like, like just a bathroom floor. No, you like your mean? underwear and shoes. Yeah, I have a friend that right, does right, that. Right, right, right. Yeah. And he'd be like, there's no way. And like he'd send me a Same picture thing, and he's in yeah. the bathroom. You know what I mean? Well, it's like, so then, it's like, you know, when women are all together, they all adopt the same menstrual cycle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you all adopt the same poop schedule. Well, which is strange because, like, my one friend that I did this for months with is in Bowling Green, Kentucky. He works at Holly, but, um, we, I mean, I'm telling you, it was like every single day. Middle, of, it was really funny. No, oh. man, they gave me ranch, Laura. If you can hear this, this is bullshit. Oh wait, that one might be blue cheese. Never mind, Laura. Sorry, sorry. Okay, I'm not mad anymore. All right. They just asked me for the, what's the name of that song again? So I posted the YouTube link in the chat. Mm. Oh, I have two questions that I wanted to go over. My buddy Kenny, who's Ford for Life, does a lot of stock coyote racing and some other things. Mm -hmm. He was saying, could you please explain why Ford engines are better? (laughs) Cylinder head. um, The mains in a Ford. um, Especially Cleveland mains and a Ford, um, the uh, cylinder head really—that's where all the power is. The cylinder head, cylinder head and valve train. It's the reason, like LS, like literally Chevrolet waited like, and I have a big block Chevrolet, so I don't think I'm just like blanket hating. Um, Chevrolet watched the the small block Ford be dominant for so long, and they were like, thirty years later, let's uh, or twenty years later, whatever, let's just copy what they did 20 years prior right and um so ls came out and uh, they built a cylinder head that was decent ripped off ford 
But um, the cylinder head design on a small Mark IV is substantially better than an LS. It's the same reason why everybody that actually competitively heads up races runs a Ford, you know? So, I mean, it's 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 pretty basic. Small block Ford is still the king of small blocks. Yeah, for sure. Uh, the other one is... You didn't listen to a thing I just said, Matt. You no. just said, yeah, for sure. No, because I'm I just reading said that the, the question. Small block Ford is king. I know. You I... said <laughs> they stole the cylinder head stuff, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. I know they're better, but the cost to fun ratio doesn't exist. Oh no 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 no! You'll be a miserable. I've been there. I've been there. Oh yeah. Two thousand three mm-hmm. to two thousand nine. It was just. Uh, oh, I, I remember that. Throwing I remember that it away, well. splitting five liter blocks every three months. Yeah. You're like, oh, this one's doing good. Turn it up to five hundred wheels. Snap. Mm-hmm. He actually, you were talking about breaking in the parking lot. He had it happen once, where he pulled into a parking spot. And everything was good, and he takes off his seatbelt, and he goes to shut it off, and it goes, blah, and it shuts off. <laughs> and he couldn't get it started, and he looks in the engine bay like, oh, did a contact come loose, or who the hell knows? And he looks in, and his crank pulley is like this. <laughs> it broke, like, one main in, and just shoved the crank yeah. over. But at idle. So it didn't, it's funny yeah. how it, like, didn't do that much, but it just... Yeah, yeah, not surprised. Oh, yeah, I said, I texted Devin immediately. He says, I laughed so hard when Devin lied to 1320. Cameron and I I always said that's the first thing they would do, but I doubt Kyle would approach me. (laughs) Because he just knows he's going to get like 45 minutes of trolling at 75 volume. Who, from you? Yeah, I'd be like on speed talking the most shit I can to fit it in on camera. Um, I don't even remember what I said. Uh, I just, I I told you, I thought it was funny when they came up to like get a story and you're like, yeah, we're packing our shoot, go away. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, like I said, I was there to... Yeah, you're there to to do something. You know what I mean? So like, I wasn't really... They want and the, I like the guys at thirteen twenty. I'm not. Like, yeah, I do too. Them, I know? do too. I just. Uh... I just. I can't do the. I'm not very good at being on camera. Oh, I did get. Um, <laughs> my mother, apparently, called Laura. After is that is that Dorothy? Uh, Darlene. Dar- man, I was really close for no reason. Yep. I I remembered that. So, uh, my mom called Laura after they that video right that interview where they were talking to me and calls laura and says is devin on drugs and she's like no why she was like well he was his face was twitching and my my fiance laura says his face isn't twitching his glasses were falling off of his face so i kept doing this like trying to get my glasses to go back up my face i hate wearing glasses right i hate them and i was drenched in sweat because it's hot as shit because we're in florida yeah so, Laura had to explain to my mother that no, I wasn't on drugs. <laughs> it was just glasses falling off my face. So, um, and then somebody commented on one of my YouTube videos about like, "What are you on crack?" And I'm like, "Dude, I'm 300 pounds. I'm like the worst crackhead ever." You know what I mean? <laughs> not very effective. No, I'm not a very good crackhead. And here I am eating chicken wings. You know, like it's if I smoked crack, I'd, we'd be doing this mobily. You know what I mean? I'd be running around the uh, the yard. You yeah, know? you'd be pushing the car. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, this guy, I I totally uh, agree. He says Ford sound the best. 100%. Way awesome. They sound incredible. Like, I've had some, I tuned some uh, 347 cars or 408s, oh, yeah. and man, they sound all, I'll catch myself doing, like, rev match downshifts on the dyno brake. Oh, no, yeah. No reason throwing, like, 5K downshifts. <laughs> they sound yeah. incredible. They sound so good. I will never contest that. That's why I like putting turbos on an LS because they sound terrible. Yeah, they're so. Yeah, uh, they do. They're so. Uh, what's the word? Raspy and clappy yeah. to me. They clap. Yep. They're like a bad Hemi truck with like Flowmasters. <laughs> they yeah. have that like back and forth. They they have a sound like they can't fill the exhaust tube. Yep. And it like bounces. Yeah, yeah it's like tingy. Some yeah. of them sound good. Okay, like I think. Really expensive Corsa exhausts on a Corvette usually sound pretty good, but I don't know. The, it, you you are a total, like, if you're not brand loyal, the Fords sound the best. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a yeah. Coyote. I don't really think, I think the Coyote is the new, this Andrew Wardinger said what I'm going to say, a 99Z28 with SLP loudmouth. Mm. That's what a coyote oh. sounds like now because yeah. people yeah. put a straight through exhaust on it. Yeah, they sound absolutely terrible unless they're turbocharged. Joe Simpson. I think the... LS sounds like liquid diarrhea most of the time. A hundred percent. Even yeah, mine higher RPMs coyotes sound good. I agree. They sound like they're a metal blender up top. That is a cool sound. Once they get over like sixty eight hundred, they really have a cool sound, but Below that, man, and coupled with the people just putting too loud of an exhaust on, coyote, most coyotes may even be worse on the normal street cars. I totally agree. Totally. Oh, agree. coyotes! I think that the only way that you should be able to own or modify a coyote is if you're going to turbocharge them. Oh. I think, like, if you buy a coyote car, like, it's fine to just have one. Same thing. If it sounds and, awful, it needs a turbo to mix up the awful sound. Right. Like, I, I think that you shouldn't be able, like, they should have never sold any exhaust for a Coyote car, ever. Like, that should have been banned. Yeah. It just should have been banned. I'd rather everybody have an EcoBoost if that was the case. <laughs> I was behind a Raptor EcoBoost today with pipes on it, and I was like, this guy probably makes fun of G35s. <laughs> it's like the guys with the trucks with the tires and the the oh, tow yeah. mirrors mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they're like haha stance kids yeah yeah, yeah. Like, it's like well what, what difference are you okay stance kids are the problem you're right okay we got a lot of those squatty trucks around here oh jesus yeah we got one that's local that sounds like um the exhaust sounds like it's just banging cymbals together you know what i mean it's a gas that's truck. what i've seen those videos where they're just like reaching in and Oh yeah, yeah flapping yeah, yeah, the gas yeah. pedal, and they all sound terrible. Mm-hmm. And they all wear um, like short khaki shorts, and then um, like uh, they, there's like these shirts that they all wear that uh, they got holes in the back of them. I don't know what the hell they're for. It's like a little flap. It, like it's a gay shirt. It's like they're usually like salmon color or something. And it's got like a hole in the back of it. I think it's for like boating or golfing or something to like allow airflow. Interesting. But it's like always, they're always like anytime we've ever seen them, they're always dressed the same. Like they just got out of the yacht club. And then they have these squatty trucks with 
big stickers on them that have like their YouTube or not YouTube, uh, uh, Instagram, uh, Instagram, it's all yeah, that's Instagram it, yep. now. Laura just and says like, locally hated guy. I hate that guy. Yeah, yes, there, yeah. Laura, what's hated. funny is there's one of those in everyone's area. Right, 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 right. And I think that they're they don't realize that they're actually nationally hated. You know what I mean? They should just get rid of the locally and just leave it hated because we. Yes, you're right. We hate you. Yeah. You know. Um. Uh. Yeah. I, I yelled at one of them. We went to Sonic one night. This is like a year and a half ago. We went to Sonic one night, and that's where they all hang out. And uh, we were just yeah, I, I wanted ice cream, and um, and they, they, the idiot had the music up too loud, and the freaking head like the high beams were like shining right into my fucking my right into my face. And uh, I leaned out the window. Laura's with me, and I said, "Hey." And he just like looks at me and I said, turn off your fucking headlights, idiot. And he was like, oh, because like they're, you know, I'm a, a larger guy. I hang out the window and I'm like, I'll, I'll kick your face in right here over this. You know what I mean? Like I will go to prison. Over I've seen people. it happen. You don't need to explain yeah. to me. <laughs> I think I had to tell you the story of the guy at Sheets 24 years ago. Oh, is that that one where I broke his face? Like yeah, you were on your face. booza. And I didn't yeah, even yeah, know yeah. who he was. Yeah. And he said something from 20 feet away, and he was in the passenger seat. And you were like, oh, that kid's face exploded. You were like, oh, oh, hold on. And you put your Coke bottle in the back of the booza. I always remember how big the compartment is on the back of a booza, because you had the hump on it, too. You could have put yep. like a basketball in there. Oh, yeah. And then. Uh, you walk over and you're like, oh, I missed what you said. And you had your arm on the top of the car and you were like looking in and he goes, ah, and you were like, what? <laughs> and I was like, holy shit. And you walk back over and you're like, we're going to go now. Because <laughs> there was like 15 of us, like Burian and everybody. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And the guy, what's his name? Zellner that crushed his te- testicle. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think the yeah. EMTs were with us. That those two guys that were EMTs. The one guy was huge. Yeah, I'll always yeah, remember that faces. guy. Yeah, I I didn't see it. I was like, oh, oh okay. no, when I hit him, when I hit him in the car, because like it was like his mom's car or something, right? It was like a really nice car. I don't, so, I I don't know. know who it was. I can't uh, well, remember. I, I just remember that the details for that, nothing else. And the um the. the... <laughs> Like half his face, like you know, the teeth and stuff came out, and uh, I'm sure. And there was you blood, were bigger. Like, Imagine people, oh. people. Devin was bigger then. He was even. Oh bigger. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I was like hardcore in a gym. Like I was, I was big. Uh, and when I hit him, like blood shot out. You know what I mean? Like he was knocked out. But I couldn't see you out. were. I saw your back, and then I saw. <laughs> and, then the, and, and I was then just like, off. oh yeah. And then I was like. Dude, your fist is like a fucking lead pumpkin. Like, I would not want to get... <laughs> Jesus Christ. Even yeah. a slow punch, just the amount yeah. of force. Yeah, yeah. he, uh... Well, fuck him. You know what I mean? Yep. I, I don't know what the deal face. was, but he must have pissed you off. <laughs> hey, you know, a typical dickhead, you're yelling out the car. You know what I mean? Like, Mr. Tough Guy, because he's out with his buddies. And oh, you didn't know just... him? No, no idea. Oh, that's even more hilarious. No, I don't know. Back then, I didn't... I did that a lot. You know, that wasn't really a little, uh, that wasn't really a, uh, I'm a different person now. That was right? a daily occurrence. Not daily, you know, but you know, probably weekly or so, you know. Oh, people are saying those shirts are Columbia fishing shirts. 
There you go. You said you go. it's the good ones for the... fishing or playing basketball on the beach. I don't know. I always see like a big hole in the back of them. So anytime I see the, you know, whatever it is, I think it's for air. I think it's like allowing that makes air. Sense. I don't know. So you're not ass strapping sure that, it. I'm sure that when Columbia came out with their fishing shirt, they weren't like, "Ooh, we're gonna sell this to these squatty truck kids." You know what I mean? Like I'm sure that like the squatty truck kids picked this up. Yeah, it's a from weird like their dad's fit. closet or something. I'm looking at you know them right mean? now. Yeah, and yeah. someone was saying they wear boat shoes. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all like they look like they just came out of the yacht club. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, yeah. It has like a rain jacket flap at the bottom mm-hmm. of the rib cage. That is for airflow, for sure. My rain jacket has that. Oh. Because it's like all like plasticky that'll get you hot as mm-hmm. balls, so that lets air in. Oh, I know. He says it's, it's so their boyfriend can give them a back rub. <laughs> That's true. I don't doubt it. Most of them kids are all fucking fruitcakes, you know what I mean? I just, yeah. I know I'm getting old, but I hated them yeah. when I was 20 also, so I guess not. Yeah, I, I can't really I can't really think of a time where I, like, was into something where, like, everybody should have hated me for it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. It's a personality thing. Like, it's like, uh... I don't know. You just have to follow other people. Yeah. Have to. Oh, the shoes are yeah. called Hey Dudes. Well, you know, so apparently those are really comfortable. Probably. I got a couple friends that wear them. You know what I mean? They don't drive squatted trucks. Oh, I um, see. I'm looking up Hey Dudes. I actually just saw Balagencia Crocs Madame Mules in green, and they have a high heel built in. It's like one of the first images... Oh, that I saw. I'm going to share it, guys, in the chat. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Check these oh. out. These are these are beautiful. Does the link work? The link works. Go ahead and click, kids. <laughs> <laughs> the other the other one. Someone did ask something. Joe, I think it was Joe. Fart pillows. <laughs> a V6 sound like trash. A VR6 sounds good, but that's because it's not really a V. It's a 15 degree. It's basically an inline. It has yeah. one cylinder head. But yeah, I guess it's not really a V. Someone asked something. Oh, I can't. Re- I can't find it. Uh, oh, I just did. I'm an asshole. Tell us what a reliable, affordable combo for a Ford small block is. Uh, like if you were building what I always say, ice cream and burnouts. You know, example, a 78, 75, and 600 wheel. It's like a, it's like a drop in the bucket thing for an LS. 78, 75, 550 on pump gas, very easy, into the 800s on ethanol, done. So is there something um, like that? With, with, a, with a push rod? With a push rod Ford? That's tough. That's a tough answer because they crack in half about 500. Well, no, I mean, you definitely have to go to a 351 Windsor base. Okay. You have to go to a Windsor base well, block. Well, that's what they're but, I mean, asking. Like, you can, What's the... Yeah, you can, pick up, you can pick up a reasonably cheap, you know, 351 Windsor based block and a crank and whatnot. I mean, what are you trying to make, 700? It should live there. I know Tony you know Reiner's I mean? uh, friend of mine had a Windsor 351 totally stock, and he went eights for a long time, and all he was doing is smashing C4s out of it. Right, right. Yeah, it, I mean, like, you could do a... really well. You could do a Windsor with, like, a, you know, a little bit of 
you know, a different intake manifold. And so that's where like the LS has like the real advantage when it comes to like doing it really cheap. No water jacket, it, plastic intake. Yeah. They're worth but I mean, it comes dollar. with like, they come with, they come with like a good fuel injected intake. They, you know what I mean? Like, a, you know, something that'll work. I mean, it's good enough. They come with like, the best part of an LS is the gaskets. Reuse all of them. Well, they're they're the best gaskets. They're like yep. metal with embossed rubber. I like it's, it's called like Vuitton or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a composite with leave. a with a seal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like all of their gaskets are good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oil paint, good. You know, what well, I mean? that's Valve, why you just stick good. them right back on. Right. So, like, it's kind of hard to compete. It's it, like to answer that guy's question. It's hard to say, oh, a three fifty one Windsor, you know, would be your your burnout and ice cream thing. That that's your burnout and ice cream car from 20 years ago. Yeah. It's That's tough. what it is. 351 Windsor, but from 20 years ago. Cause then you got to buy like ago, what they say, the trick flow top end that everybody does with a decent injection right. intake. And then, you know, a 90 degree throttle body that doesn't hit the distributor. And right. Right. Well, you got to think also like 20 years ago, if you made 400 horsepower, that was a lot of mind blowing. Yeah. I mean, that was just a lot of power, Yeah, you know, now today, like technology has ruined, not ruined, um, spoiled a lot of people, yeah. right? The fact that you can go get an LS out of a junkyard and um, do a few small things to it and then just go hammer it with boost. Just get fuel and make and a air thousand in that horsepower. Thing. Yeah. And make like a thousand horsepower and it live is like, it, I mean, that's unheard of. Like, that's why some of these older guys, when you tell them that, they're like, yeah, you're lying to me. I have to you know remind I mean? myself. Because... Yeah, because you can have a car like the four lady E cars. You start it, drive it, whatever, no problem. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I'm still not sold on the whole. I'll never be. We should use an electronically controlled transmission. Hmm. Like that's just not me. I'll never do it. Right. Like, like I'll never have that. Right. Um, unless I'm going to put together something where I'm just going to cruise it. You know what I mean? Like. That's, I'll put a 4L80 in something that, like, my next project that I really want to do is, um... Someone I asked want, that, like, too. I'm glad you're segueing into this. Okay. So, well, I think I saw that question, actually. That was if I were to build another race car or something, or, you know, hot rod. Um, but if I were to build, like, like my next project that I actually want to do is a uh, is an old um, Continental. I want to do a suicide door? Continental. Yeah. That's yep, like the only yep. car I would pay for someone to wash and buff for me. Yeah. Yeah. Like I really <laughs> want a, I want a white, all white, black interior, Lincoln Continental, suicide doors. I want white wall tires. I want all of it. Yep. You know what I mean? Like I want it all, you know, um, probably put it on air ride. Yeah. To be honest, the plan, if, if I ever, if the white, if my convertible ever stops hemorrhaging money from me, um, the plan with this would be, uh, and you'll probably think I'm retarded, but a Gen 3 Hemi swap with um, whatever overdrive transmission, whatever. Yeah. So a Gen 3 Hemi, that's probably what I would want to put in it because they make pretty damn good power um, and their stock components are pretty stout. Plus I can get one like with like a blower already on it and, you know what I mean? It's low profile. It'll, you know what I mean? It'll just kind of drop in there. You don't have to mess with it. So, yeah. um, and I just, I, I, I'll just probably never be the guy to put an LS in something. Understandable. Just, you know, but if I were to build another race car, 
Um, I fell in love with a red one that was done in uh, Florida in Bradenton um, a couple weeks ago, like a month ago. It's a, I think it's like a 19 Mustang S550 chassis, but with the GT500 front end. Huh. Uh, the GT500, um, like 19, you know, 2019, 2020, whatever. Yeah, the new GT500 one. front end. It's got like a huge grill. Like it's an enormous grill. Yeah. I absolutely fell in love with it. Uh, those cars are really wide. They've got like a couple inches of wheelbase on a Fox body. So that makes it, for a race car, it makes it a lot better. Um, they, uh, they're they a lot wider. It's a lot easier to fit like bigger containment seats in them. Um they're not very light, but I mean, if, if I was going to build a new hot rod, like race car, it would be brought to the extent that my convertible is like right away. So it wouldn't really, the weight doesn't really matter. It's just kind of there as a shell to, you know, like be pretty. So, yeah. um, and yes, it would be white. So, so yeah, those are my two, uh, those are my two next things, I guess. And I'm saying this and I'm, and you know, we just, we just bought a dyno, so I have a I have a feeling that um, neither of my uh, wants for projects are going to be happening anytime soon. So, <laughs> where are you going to put yeah. it at your house? That's at my shop at my house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Yep. Our shop is our shop is at my house. Um, well, no, I I, I knew know. that. I just was wondering if you like were going to put it in town with someone you knew or. No, 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 no. We're just going to put it there, and then um, uh, I'm I'm up in the air. Going to uh, build a separate building for it, like a dyno cell. No. Just shove it in behind no. you? Yeah, pretty much. Or um, put it right outside. I've got like a big covered area outside. I oh, yeah. Outside. Your weather's you know, good just, enough uh, to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I may I may just put it outside. Uh, to be 100% honest with you, um, uh, I'm, I'm a little distracted because the body style Mustang that I really like is on TV right now. Uh-huh. Um, uh, but um, to be 100% honest with you, I may uh, sell it like shortly after it arrives. Yeah, because really, you have to wait yeah. a long time for them. Yeah, I may. Well, I'm saying I may just sell it and like get rid of it because uh, if Joe's still watching, it's his fault that we bought a dyno, even though he was 100. <laughs> percent Even though we spent an hour and a half on the phone talking about it, and he was a thousand percent honest with me, and he he he. he I'm I'm kidding when I say it's his fault or it's his, he's the reason we bought it. Um, uh, I wanted. I thought I really wanted a dyno. Then the more and more I think about it, we pay for a dyno and I still have to deal with a lot of people then. Yep. And that's the gripe that I have. Yep. And then it so, doesn't make the number and you have to explain. And Oh, I see. I, I don't have to explain. I, see, I don't know what to tell you. I think what I'm going to do when the dyno does show up is the first thing I'm going to do with it. I already told Joe this and, and I, don't, you know, I just have to make sure I can do this. I'm sure I can. I'm going to manipulate the dynode on the same tune-up and the same two poles, one after the next, <laughs> to show a very large difference in horsepower. Uh, huge, so that I can kind of just put an end to that whole, uh, you know, I got a 2,500 horsepower, you know, LS or whatever, small block Ford, um, and uh, and kind of just disprove the, the, the stuff that we see with dynos. You know what I mean? So... Yeah, Chris, my buddy Chris, who tunes professionally, he says if you're not cranking out OEM ECU cars constantly with tuning, it's not worth having the dyno. Yeah, see, I mean, we we were going to just tune the cars that we wire, 
some of the customer cars that I deal with. Yeah, get uh, shakedown passes on them. Yeah, um, just make sure that they're good to go. Some of the, you know, but the way, and then I'll rent it out to some people that, like, I know that would wind up wanting to tune some stuff, you know. But um, I'm not really interested in, like, I'll never be the person that wants to deal with, like, a 300 or $500 tune. Like, I don't give a shit. Yeah, like, I'm not doing that. You know what I mean? Like, if, if I'm going to tune a car on a dyno, I'm going to have it for a day or two or something. It's probably going to cost you about two grand. You know what I mean? And then when it leaves, everything will be 100% right. And it is what it is. And if you want to bitch about how long I have the car or how much your bill is, then I'm just not for you. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. You know what I mean? <clears throat> well, uh, it's paid for. It's uh, It's in route from Australia. Um, and whenever it gets here, we'll, uh, we'll set it up and see, uh, see if we like it or not, you know? So there was a good one here. I think I already know the answer to this one. Uh, ask Devin what he thinks about donk rim racing. It's awesome. I think it's incredible. I mean, it, it, it looks, is awesome. I think it looks dumb as hell when people are driving in those, but the fact that they are going that fast on a rubber band it blows my mind. People think the 235 is incredible that you're doing. Dude. Dude. dude what does that, that have? Don't... A one-inch sidewall? A half an inch? No, not even. Um, so, Donk Racing's pretty big down here. Uh, or big. They don't call it Donk Racing. They call it Big Rim. Um, so, Big Rim Racing is, uh, is pretty popular down here. There's quite a few people that are very competitive with it. And there's a couple of guys that are very, very fast. And I will say this, people that have made fun of big rim racing, I'm not saying whoever asked this question was making fun of big rim racing. What I'm saying is that there's a lot of people that have made fun of it. You probably don't want to sit your 550 car next, anywhere near next to those, <laughs> some of those cars. I don't think, the and, way uh, this guy worded it, he, it sounds like he likes it and wants to know your Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah. I like the challenge of it. That's one of the reasons why we really like 235. That's why I like. I, mean? I was so happy when a bunch of places announced like an unlimited 235 because that's what I yeah. would always race on. I think I said to you yeah. like, "Yep." Then people are like, "Oh, it's hard to go fast on a little tire." I'm like, "I'm an idiot," and I had a completely stock Fairmont with a 235 on a stock Mustang 10 hole four lug yep. with a pump gas Fairmont, and I foot braked a, a mid nine. After I drove to the track, drove home on right. one tank of gas in 2012. Right, 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 right. And I'm like, imagine yeah. how fast you could be if you had a race car and you took it this seriously. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you're a good example of that. You were like yawning out 450s. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it was slow. Like, it was slow. Like, oh, I, you know, I know, saying... yeah. Yours is capable of really fast, but I think it's funny that a 450 you're coasting like a 701 on the one pack. yeah yeah oh yeah we i think we coast like a 720 yeah it was you know, retarded i'm like, like you uh... almost coasted a six <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. that's why yeah, you it's... say when a when a pro mod goes a six it pisses you off yeah well like especially like when it barely breaks into the sixes or it goes like seven o's or something like that it's like dude what are you 33 by just... 13 cutting a one yeah like 127 60 foot yeah, like, what are y'all doing? Get you know what I mean? Um, 
Uh, it, it, it blows my mind. I really hope that more actual racers start showing up for the drag and drive stuff. Cause I'd love to see it get fast. I'd love to see it get competitive and fast. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, Scott I Brown be... is there. He was commenting earlier. Oh, the, the Scott Brown TSB. Yeah. Oh man. So I was fortunate enough to get his autograph. Nice. Um, uh, when we were in Florida, um, I also work security for him for a little bit to keep all the paparazzi away from him. Um, <laughs> uh, me and Jordan ran a little bit of defense, a little bit of security for the Scott Brown. Now Scott's an awesome guy. He's a, he's an awesome guy. And I'm re- I was really glad that, um, I was really glad that we were able to book the same hotels as Scott a while ago because I'm like this, you know, I'm, I'm kind of new to this group, right? So I know a lot of people by, you know, maybe name or via, you know, whatever. And we had like so many people come up to us and go, man, thank you so much for, uh, for all you've done, all these videos, yada, yada, you know, and, and like, they're very grateful for it. But when it comes down to it, I don't really know a lot of people in this realm of racing. Right. Like I don't know them by face and by name. And, um, it was a great thing to have Scott, like, he helped me like, Hey, book these hotels. This is where we're staying. You know, you'll be good. Blah, blah, blah. So, okay. And it was awesome to hang out with him the whole week. And it was great. Like him and Steve uh, Hafner, the guy who's his co-pilot. Um, I hope I'm saying his last name, right. Uh, they were awesome. And they had like, they know everybody, you know what I mean? So it was like very easy for. You would call them the get... mayor in my wording. Yeah. Like, yeah whenever he's I introduce sure somebody that, uh, like working with a vendor and we mm-hmm. see somebody and I'm like, this is the mayor, you know, right, 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 right. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's very much the, uh, he is the influencer, you know, he is the influencer. Dragon drive know? said that. Yeah. Hashtag yeah, yeah. influencer when you were talking yes. about Scott Brown. Yeah. Now Scott's awesome. Uh, such a cool car. They, they, they have a great time. They, you know what I mean? I was, um, uh, I, I really, I hope he continues to do them. You know, someone, well, Dragon Drive gave me another five bucks. Incredible. You don't have to do that, but thanks. He's, uh, he's pushing his questions to be asked. Cause I always oh, yeah, yeah, immediately yeah. go to someone who paid money. Uh, was Scott or Devin the big spoon? What a way to spend five bucks, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know about that. I don't know. I, I don't know. Um, I think Scott and Steve had something going on. I don't know. They, you know, they, once the once the liquor started flowing. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. No, Scott. Scott kind of took me under his wing. You know, uh, made sure that we were good to go the whole time. Um, so it was a uh, it was a good deal. Um, uh, I, I'll tell you, Michael uh, with DragonDrive.com, he's doing a great job with uh, keeping up with everything, uh, making sure that um, you know people are kind of up to date on, on some of the events that are coming in, what's been going on. Um, I have a feeling and, and I may be wrong. I'm hopeful at least that this type of racing blows up. Like I want this to blow up. Like I want everybody to want to build cars that can drive on the road. And they don't necessarily even mean just this, just drag and drive events. I mean, although they're a blast, I want more people to get back into street cars. Like, that's what I really want. Well, yeah, I mean, if you know anything about me, that's all I want is for people to have trailering and and stupid stuff. I'm I'm not a fan of at all. 
And I'm like, if it's a, such a good car, just just drive it there. And I mean, I don't know. I don't think the trail. I'm passing it on to you. That's the worst thing about my constant yawning is everyone else is probably yawning. Well, now I'm gonna text Laura and tell her I need coffee. Oh, I um, got one. This is this is coffee. Yeah, I need one though, so I'm gonna have Laura make it for me. Um, <laughs> oh, this is a good I, I one. Uh, is yeah. is it just Devin and his girl that run HCR, or is there an employee or two? We have it's me, Laura, and uh, we have one employee, Justin. And um, Justin, we hired Justin in I want to say like August, I think, of last year. He's been awesome. Um, he has done a very good job of tolerating me um and uh and learning um quickly um and i'm tough i'm hard to tolerate i know that like i'm okay with admitting that you know what i mean um uh he's been fantastic laura on the other hand absolutely terrible i mean it's terrible i if we had the worst employee of the month It'd probably be Laura. No, I'm kidding. Uh, any of our customers that know, know that Laura's kind of in charge of everything that we do. So we get people that um, they'll message me and uh, Jamie's and ask, here. Like, Jamie just jumped in in the chat. And she goes, I love Laura. Yeah, she's she's uh, she runs our show over here. That's what she does. It's the truth. And when we get messages or calls about like, hey, I need a price on this or that or whatever. Like, I'm terrible. I'm like, dude, why are you bothering me? Like, you have to talk to send a message to my business page and people get mad when I'm like message my business page. And they're like, well, I'm just asking you. It's like, you don't want my price. Yeah. Cause I don't know what anything costs. So I'm just going to tell you it's $10,000. Well, I only wanted a fuel filter. Well, it's 10 grand. Cause I don't know what shit costs. So I'm not going to lose money on this. You know what I mean? Uh, I promise you, you'll get a better deal if you, if you talk to her. Um, so she, uh, <laughs> she, she handles all the sales, all the scheduling. Um, she handles all the billing. She handles um, coordinating, like, you know, when cars are coming, when they're getting picked up, when they're getting dropped off. And uh, she also, um, she handles payroll, even though I haven't been paid in, like, I don't know, two years or something. Um, <laughs> uh, but no, for she's, free. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've been doing that for a while. Um, <laughs> Someone just wrote uh, discount code, call Laura. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's the truth. Like. If you message me, that's the worst thing you can do if you really, like, genuinely need something. You know what I mean? Yeah, all it's like, going to um, do is provoke you in a bad way. Well, no, like, if I even see it. That's the thing is, like, You're my immediately, private, like, but... put that guy in the back, back of the list. Well, well, oh, no, you don't want to hear what I have to say sometimes. If y'all call more than one time in a row, you, I mean, if the camera was rolling here, you'd be like, oh, my God, they hate me. Don't call more than one time in a row. There's no point. Leave a message. Send a text. You know, send an email, whatever. If you call more than one time in a row, we didn't answer on the first time. That's probably because Laura's on the phone. You know what I mean? So if she's on the phone with a customer, she can only do so much. Or if I'm on the phone with a customer doing support or helping them, um, I'm not going to hang up to them on them to answer some random number that I don't know calling. You know what I mean? Like, we try to take care of our customers really well. So, Sometimes people are like, they'll call two, three, four times in a row. It's like, why'd you do that? You know? And if I get, if I wind up calling them back, my first words are like, why did you call me five times in a row? 
And then typically they're not our customer anymore because they get mad. And, yeah, were, you know. were you on fire? Or an, I'm right, not a fire right, department, so what the hell right, do you want me to do? Right. I know it's typically like, well, I have a race in like an hour and I need you to, you know, uh, no. whatever. Cameron and I always do this thing where he texts me when he's going to go to the track and he's like, I'm in the staging lanes. I need a... <laughs> It's always yeah. I'm in the staging lanes right yeah, now. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I just oh, yeah. made a pass, and I have five minutes, and you need to fix why my car yeah. went slow over a, well, you... a phone description, and then I need to fix it. So just right, get that right, together right, for right. me. Um, some people are like, "Hey, it's eleven o'clock at night, and we're about to go into the finals, and uh, I need you to figure out how to pick up two tents in the eighth mile for me." that I haven't been able to figure out for the past year and a half. And you're like, oh, is that all you need? Fuck, you just called to order your magic two tenths button? Hang on a second, buddy. You know what I mean? Like, what are you doing? Go into that section on the ECU and check. I yeah. need two tenths. I always say yeah, that to yeah, people yeah. at the at the dyno. I'm like, oh, yeah. like uh, something will happen. And I'm like, oh, I forgot to check off the, the box for that in the ECU. Oh, Chris, yeah. Chris was just saying... Uh, he goes, uh, I just DM'd you on Facebook. Let me call you three times in a row now. And then they get yeah. mad when you point out how dumb they are. Yeah. Um, I've gotten really good at, uh, um, at ignoring my, my messenger. And then like every now and then, like when I've got a minute or like if I'm in the bathroom, typically if it's when I'm in the bathroom, I'll go through my messenger and I'll start answering everybody. But then there's like, you know, like if you start getting through like the first like fifteen or twenty, I I, I kid you not, I get roughly uh, seventy five, eighty um, messages a day on my personal messenger of just from different people, like eighty eighty different people a day, just on my personal messenger. So it's like there's only so much that I can tolerate, and then the phone ring in. And then the business messenger, like, which is what's supposed to be going off, Laura handles that. So, like, if you message her, she does a lot better of a job than I do because I'm not very good at customer service. I'm good at support, tech support. I'm just not very good at customer service. So, I like what Joe Simpson just wrote. I only respond to YouTube comments from the toilet. Yes, yes, same. So same. are they getting a shitty comment then? Ha, <laughs> dad jokes. Yes, yes. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, 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 I usually just ignore the YouTube stuff, right? Because, like, there's no – like, I mean, I'll like the comments when people are, like, you know, positive about stuff. Um, and if somebody's got, like, a genuine question, like, sometimes I'll answer them or whatever. The other day, like, some dude was like – I said something about um, – like, I made, I made a video and I just said, you know, I use I use Rife sensors and I use uh, Holly sensors. I saw that in the video, of course. And I said, I haven't had any failures. Like I didn't, or I said, my exact words were, I didn't have any failures. Okay. So this is a video recapping sick week, right? Yeah. You were just saying, I have plenty of friends. Chris is one of them that are like, I will not use snake eaters. I don't want to. Right. And I say, right. okay, that's cool. Right. I'm not... And then there's like, almost like social justice warriors for me that are like, oh, oh yeah. and I'm like, shut the fuck up. They don't want to touch it. Yeah. Right. They don't want to. Just like if they say to you, I, like, I want to make 3,000 horsepower, what should I buy? And they want, like, two Chinese 76 or 78 75s. 
And you're like, yeah. no. And they're like, whoa, ugh. and you're like, okay, what you asked. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I, like this guy like jumps my ass and he's like, well, I've had multiple failures of all this stuff and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, cool. all I did was I said, like, that makes one of us. Which is a fair No implication. Assessment. Nothing. You just said None. what you use and that it had no failures. And he jumped my ass. He was like, he said, oh, dude, he just started insulting me and stuff. And I was just like, keep it up, man. Well, I don't when care. You, when you have no argument, it's personal insult straight away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, can't like, argue, and, you can't argue a fact and you can't supply evidence. So you just go, you just go right for that because you have nothing else. Well, the good news is, is that I figured out how to hit that little button that says block user from your channel. Yeah. So yep. like he can't even comment anymore. So that's eh, great. You know what I mean? Um, I view, I actually figured that out a little while ago from um, a guy that absolutely loves me. Uh, he's a huge fan of mine. Uh, he's a huge fan of yours too. This is sarcastic. Um, and he's the greatest thing since sliced bread and anything in the world. I figured it out on him when he wouldn't stop commenting. So we won't, we, I'm not going to say who it is, but uh, you know exactly who I mean. So, uh, he's the only, uh, real tuner in the world. You know what I mean? So I, I would say 80% of people know who that is. Chris, yeah. Chris was just saying, uh, the must be nice to be popular. Joe is what he's saying, because he's like, I don't know how you're supposed to keep up with 347,000 comments. And then Chris goes, must be nice to be popular. And then, uh, <laughs> and then Chris was talking about personal insults, you know, where you say that makes one of us. And he goes, okay, fat ass. And he goes, that's right. usually how it goes for him. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it was like, I mean, it was like, so retarded. I don't even remember what the guy said, but it was like such a dumb, it was like such a dumb insult. Like, then he, like you just asking in... me for advice and now I'm a fucking idiot. That, that's the thing that's like so interesting. Cause it, so then like before I like blocked him from the channel, like we, I think we ate, uh, I think we ate hot wings. So I was in the bathroom for a minute. You know what I mean? So like I had some time, you know? So, um, I'm like scrolling through and I like just started like looking for any comment from this guy. And like, he's been commenting on my stuff for like a long time and it's all been like tech related stuff. And he's always like seemed normal. You know what I mean? And then whatever the case may be, I just said, well, I guess that makes one of us. I, I don't, I really don't know. You know? Um, it was like, that's it. You know, I'm fucking going to lose my mind. I'm like, what is wrong with you people? You know, I, I don't know. Maybe you should drink more. I don't know. You know, I what my new thing. I just been trying to push people into drinking more. Like when they're out of line, you know what I mean? Just start drinking more. Maybe that'll fix you. You know, <laughs> the thing Devin is doing on the toilet while answering questions is officially called taking a Clark right now. Yes, it is. It is, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Taking a Clark, uh, that's that's the truth. Um, he, uh, he's he's a different character, man. He asked if he could be my co-pilot in uh, at Rocky Mountain Race Week. When? Yeah, when? Like a year ago? Just the, no, just the other day. You have got. He is. Oh, delusional! It's chemical. Con- it's he, it's he, chemical, he con- dude. That's why I stopped. Congr- I stopped talking to him and kicked him out of. I thought for a long time he would offer good insights and he would challenge me, which I enjoyed. But then yeah. he would do the personal insult stuff all the time. And then uh, the last time I he was on sloppy, where I kicked him off after that, is he would constantly like insult 
my ability, which I'm like, I think that's funny because I'm an IT guy that tunes for fun. And I make no, uh, I don't expand on that at all. And I don't claim I'm anybody else. And I will constantly tell you if you need somebody to call like Carl Pritz or someone who's a pro. And then, because Carl is local to me, he's in Philly, he's like 40 minutes right, south. Right, 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 right. So I'm like, call Carl. He's a professional. And then he would, uh, he'd just bring up random stuff. And then I'm like, you know what, bud? Post a car that you've tuned. Yeah, he's been, I've been one. asking for that for a couple, I've been asking for that for a couple years. I'm like, one car. One. I'm an idiot yeah. that does this for fun. And on my phone, I have like, I have at least... Uh, I do two cars on a weekend usually, so that's six cars a month. Yeah. And if you have a smartphone, you're taking pictures of one of them a month. Oh, at least you'd think. So, you know. Well, you uh, know, um, he he congratulated uh, me uh, or us uh, on a on how well we did at Sick Week, and said how he impressed he was with it. And I was like, so weird. My my response to him was like, Are you sick? No, but that was that's what I said. I said, um, I said, drop a pin with your location. I'll call an ambulance. Yeah, <laughs> like drop just drop pin. your location. Like there's got to be something wrong here. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he came back and he had a he had a rational response of like, no, man, like you you did a good job. I said, man, maybe he's I don't know, maybe maybe he's on I, meds now. I don't know. I well, wish- I was hoping. I was just really hoping that it was like, well, maybe we can get past this bullshit. Yeah. And, uh, and instead it turned into, you know, and then he like said, like, do you need a co-pilot? And I just didn't even respond. Cause like, you're like, dude, did you try man. to bury my business for the last five years? Yeah. He's been trying. I mean, thank God that nobody really respects the majority of what he has well, to say. percent, But you just don't want to hear it anymore. But I know. I mean, it's just like, I, w- I mean, he's not a dumb guy. No, he's not. no. That's what I think people misconstrue that, that I just dislike him for fun and like i said i liked when he would challenge me and he for sure knows some things but then he just goes off into that like chemical imbalance thing and then you're like dude i can't stand you stop and then he's like oh and you're like you're like a you're like an unchallenged three-year-old right now please yeah he like when he threatened me and then like was like taking shots at laura and stuff and like saying stuff to like laura i was like yeah man you know Let's just hope we don't meet in person. You know yeah, what I mean? I like remember you, you said you to know? me, like, hey, Scott, are you going to PRI? I'll get you a ham sandwich or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> we'll and, meet up and, and I'll and get he, you a, a sandwich. Yeah, and he's and then he didn't show up, you know. Okay. No uh, but, you know, it, I mean, either way, it's a shame because, like, he's not dumb. And he'd be a great resource in this in this community. And he's just, like, I don't know what it is. Like, he's just made it his, like, goal to just be a cunt just burn you know every I mean? bridge he can find yeah i don't i just don't get it like why you know what i mean i don't know yeah, I don't, jamie whatever. i mean this is funny because i'll agree too uh jamie goes he threatened you wow delusional for sure and i mean he's lucky you're not old devin not to oh be, yeah, yeah not yeah, to yeah, be yeah. that yeah. guy like yeah but whole yeah no 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 for sure that would have yeah, been yeah, a heck yeah, of a yeah. story Oh yeah, if we if, if this would have started about fifteen years ago, oh man, I'd have made some time to find him. You know what I mean? Like I used to do some stuff where I'm like, man, I ain't got shit going on. Yeah, you know what I mean? I know it. <laughs> you know, I know it. <laughs> so uh, so it's not a joke, guys. It's, it's yeah, not no, a joke. it really isn't. Uh, but 
you know, again, you get older, you get wiser, you smarten up. You know what I mean? You you, you grow up. You too, know, you, you know? can't. Yeah, it's not worth your time. That's why no, I had to no, kick no. him off stuff. I'm just like, dude. Same. So did I. So I had to do the same. I had to do the same, and it was a shame because, like, he he like. I threw him off all the Holly groups. You know what I mean? Like there's a bunch of them. I'd throw him off all of them. And it was, and it was all because like I made this rule, like you're not going to have any advertisements, like no classifieds. Right. Because like, oh, there's no yeah. point in having, <clears throat> cause you know what it turns into. You know what I mean? Like everybody's selling everything now. So, um, we have a no classified group. We have a separate so, yeah, group. Ho- yeah, exactly. I did the same thing with all the Holly stuff. And he like just kept over and over and over plugging his classes and i'm like that's not that no damn it no like yeah like do make your own page and hope five people show up like get all the customers together or like and and, and like and if you want to chime in like if somebody says like hey my car won't start right yeah and if your response is like hey did you look at this this and this by the way if you're local to wherever i'm having a class in a few weeks or a month you should come. You'll learn a lot of things. That's perfectly, like, that's the, the good response, right? That's like, that's what you should are, do. Like, if someone seems needy and people are like, take it to Matt, I'm like, no thanks. You seem, right. I have no, this is not offensive for you at all, bud, but it seems like you need someone to hold your hand. And that's not a bad thing, but I don't hold hands. Right, we're right, we're right. Like, you might need help through this. Don't take it offensively. It sounds like you need help. And I can't offer you that kind of support. You'll be pissed. Right. And I'll right. be annoyed. Right. <laughs> Literally. Yes. Uh, yeah. Oh, dude, I know. I know. And know. they get weird uh, about that, but they go away. Eventually, you know, eventually we got some that really want, want to be married. You know Jamie, what I mean? Jamie wrote old Devin is terrifying. Yeah. I wasn't a really great person, uh, <laughs> but I was a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it was fun to see stuff happen. I would never want to be. Yeah. Like, luckily, I was yeah. on another side of that. I wasn't yeah, dumb yeah, enough yeah. to like. Yeah, you were literally a silverback gorilla, and people be like, yeah. "Hey, f you!" <laughs> and you're like, Pfft. and I'm like, "Why did you? Why? Why did you do?" Were that? you there the night I grabbed that Taurus, that Ford Taurus, and picked it up? No. Oh yeah, yeah. No, that was a good one. No. Yeah, I did that at the Blue Monkey. Uh, you guys, yeah, I, I was, I never yeah. did that stuff. Maybe Jamie yeah. saw it because she used to go there. She used to bartend yeah, yeah. there. She used to bartend at like five places. Yeah, yeah, Laura did too. Yeah, easy yeah, money. Nah, I, that was an old, yeah, exactly. That's a long time ago. That's nothing to do with now, though. You know what I mean? So, thankfully, you know, I think moving to the south was one of the best things I could have done for myself. Because then you don't know anybody. Start. No, not necessarily that. It's just like uh, I, it, I kind of calmed down a lot when I moved here. I calmed down. I just like calmed down a well, lot. Well, the whole like, pace. You have the to. whole pace is more chill there. Yeah, like if you if you move like if you come to the south and like you're from like northeast, right? And you're used to like the hustle and bustle and yada yada. You come to the south when you're driving, you're like pissed off constantly. The whole time you're like, get out of the way. You're in, you know, you're in my way. I need to get somewhere. Blah blah blah. And then like after probably. I think it was probably about six months in of doing this. I was like, why am I mad? Like they got it right. You know what I mean? Like, why am I pissed? Like Uh, Cameron and I go over this frequently where we're so like, what is this person doing? And blah, blah, blah. They don't care. They don't give a shit. They don't care. We're the only people just like, rah, rah, rah. I wonder if my buddy Cody was just here 
but Cody Ace, he says he doesn't remember saying this to me, but we were drinking one night and I was complaining about like everything. <laughs> he yeah. just he just said uh blue monkey. But Cody goes, Hey Matt, you ever look around the room and wonder who the asshole is? And I'm like, Yeah, and he goes, It's you. You're the asshole. Because I'm the asshole for like trying to judge people like who's the asshole in the room. It's me. No, you know he he's yeah I, I understand exactly what he's saying because um uh that's a, it's a, it's an accurate saying you know what yeah. I mean it's uh it happens you know moving down here I'm telling you you move down here you get really really used to uh being late you know yeah <laughs> like, it's just the way yeah. it is like our like when we hired uh, Justin sorry um, I kids like, you know, we'll, I just punted it again I said we'll start at like nine. You know what I mean? We work till whenever, you know. And uh like for the first like couple of days he was like on time all the time. And like and like one day he showed up at like quarter after nine or something. He's like and he gave me like he called me like on the way to work, right? And he's like, Man, I'm running late, blah blah blah. I'm like, dude, I don't care. You know, I don't give a shit. You know, and he's like, Oh, all right. Now it's kind of the point where I'm like, man, somewhere between like nine and ten would be cool. You know what I mean? Like let's just do that, you know? Because it, we work late though. Like Justin was here until like seven forty-five. Yeah, take your time so, like, in the morning because we're gonna be. Yeah, here. yeah. I mean, yeah. You know what I mean? It's fine. So, uh, so we, um, the South has taught me a lot. You know what I mean? It calmed me down a lot. Um, I'm a lot happier here. So, plus racing here is like all the time. I was at the racetrack yesterday. Yeah, I, I know. I know that. Like, what's cool is a lot of them just have no NHRA status, and you can just go and race a damn car. That's what's terrible about up here. Uh, is always like the the very stringent tech at terrible tracks. Like, let's just make Fun Island Dragway again. I don't care about making yeah. fun of them. Right. I've had yeah, employees so, uh... of there text my friends and tell me not to say that stuff. Really? Yeah. Matt, could you chill about the track? Because I would say how I tricked them and that you should do it too and that they don't they, <laughs> they don't look at what they need to. They look for obvious things that people always fail and scumbag people on it disrespectfully. Yeah. Like the battery shutoff switch. No one tells them that like the alternator is going to keep the car running. Oh, yeah. And they have to do stuff. They have to do certain things. So I thought it was funny. I, I put one on my car because they said I needed it at that point. So I ran the ground wire for a 20-gauge ground wire for the relay that turned on my fuel injection panel. Mm-hmm. And they, the guy was like, battery disconnect, huh? And he goes, dink, and the car shuts off dead. And he goes, wow, you actually wired that right. Dude, it is a fucking human hair wire that goes... Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. great job. You didn't even look at the battery cables. Right. You know, I just want to... Well, down here, we don't have... We don't have uh, tech like we don't have tech. That's what I mean. It's relaxed. We don't. We don't have tech. And it's eighth mile. Kinda, they just yeah. We try to keep uh, down here. It seems like uh, uh, thank you, Laura. Uh, Is that your coffee? That, yeah, 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 yeah. She finally showed up with it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> You're gonna so, take it out of her uh, paycheck because it was so late. If I knew how to write a paycheck. Yeah, she's the one the handle. She the writes money. the paycheck, so you know what I mean? So I don't She'll give herself extra money for dealing with it. Probably. What's funny is uh, I always have to ask her. I'm like, hey, are we broke? And she's like, no. And I'm like, oh, okay. Because I don't even know how much money we make. I'm going to order. <laughs> I don't know shit about uh, it. Cody, uh, 
Cody was actually in the car with me. He filmed. I forget. Didn't Devin have the green Fast Eva, or was it Dan Cray? That was me. It was absolutely Devin, and I had it for like a day or two. Yeah, you took it when I went to Vegas. I took it. I put it on the dyno. Cody and I uh, just drove it around and spun them off and laughed like little girls. That was one of the funnest cars I've ever had. We bought one. Did I tell you? No. Jamie bought a 91 or a 93, I can't remember, a Festiva. Really? And it actually has, we bought it from Justin Kramer, and it has power steering, air conditioning, and a sunroof. Oh, that's fancy. It's like the Mercedes of Festiva. <laughs> Festiva. I'm like, I didn't even know they came with this stuff. It's that Festiva S class. It's a Festiva, <laughs> uh, yeah, C or no, C is the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone had told me once. I asked my one friend Sarah Liming. I'm like, because she had all Mercedes and stuff. I'm like, what does a C mean? And she's like, crap. <laughs> it's like the poor versions of a Mercedes. Yeah. I just laughed. I knew exactly what she meant. That's funny. That's funny. We ripped yeah, up an um, old Italian warehouse by XPO behind BJ's, and it was like Porsche Turbo Dangerous. <laughs> I remember the clutch Man, was the size of a triple plate, but only one. Yep. yep. <laughs> yeah, it was like a six-inch yep. or an eight-inch yep. clutch disc. Yeah, that man, that car was so much fun, though. That was that was so much. I fun. I was dying house. at how simple. I kept asking you twenty questions. And it was like on a vein meter with the flapper. Yeah. And yep. it was just like, uh, I was like, how did you tune it? You're like, I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, okay. Yeah, I, was yeah, like, I think we turned fuel pressure up and was like, yeah, we're good. Yeah, you like, you just, you did like one thing that made the air fuel good and boost and called it a day. Yeah, and it ran good. It made, it uh, I think it was only like six pounds, and I have the dyno things. I think it made 189 horsepower, but like 215 foot-pounds everywhere. Yeah. Dude, and, and it was so tiny. And it had, like, dude, ours has like a 12-inch wheel, and it has 13-millimeter lugs. Lug, yep, uh, yep, yep, yep. Yeah, 13. Oh, wow. So they were, they're pretty big. <laughs> I was That's like a, a big lug for them, you know? He used an old 12-to-1 FPR, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, – I don't remember exactly what was all in that thing, but, man, it was uh, – that was a lot of fun. FMU is good. what you want to say, Cody. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, probably the old Vortec ones. We had one on Ryan's Mustang. Yeah, yeah, that old Vortec I know all unit. about it, yep. Yep. When you talk about yep. that, that's how you know immediately someone's, like, middle school – stuff mm-hmm. like because you're like oh yeah fmu swapping out the discs after yeah, that yep, we yep. realized they sold ones with like a pin an adjustment pin yeah and you could just turn it up that. until it was good yeah, yeah i didn't we have that swapping the discs all the time yep. like idiots yep. yep yeah that uh those were fun days though you know what i mean those were those are that was a good time it was cool because it like it is what it, like it just you just did what you could and let it go yep and that's kind of like where you're at too, which is awesome. Because like what I have and like what I deal with and what I do, dude, it's a fucking job. Oh yeah, that's you know why I mean? people like, all the time are like, "You should quit your hospital IT job and build and tune cars for people." And I'm like, "No, okay, worst idea ever." Are you, you know? kidding? Yeah, just give up my yeah, hospital there ain't no benefits money and yeah, just, all of that is just 
I should definitely bolt together cars for people that don't have money to build them. No offense to you guys. Uh, the people I interact you know with are people that actually finish the car. You know, the the that, that brings me to a topic. People need to, um, uh, I hope they can, uh, be more realistic with their expectations, you know? So there's a lot of people, there's a lot of people that build... They get, um, like, like, so we're usually the last people that, that somebody brings their car to, right? Like, I'm the last person they see, right? So if you're building a whole brand new car, you know, you buy your engine, you buy your transmission, it goes to a chassis shop, because fabrication, paint, yada, yada, you put it all together, you plumb it, and you're like, okay, I got all the electronics, I need somebody to hook this all up and make it work, so I got to bring it to the wiring guy. So what happens is, one, they run out of money before they get to us, right? Because... They built too expensive of a car for their budget, which is fine as long as you're patient, right? So, like, if you're if you're way over budget, but you're willing to wait another six months, that's fine. Yes, yeah, you know what some, I mean. Save some expendable cash and only spend that. Right. Imagine teaching economics to people that need to. Well, like uh, I've said this before about I got to get my buddy Ryan Gary on. He owns a Subaru shop. And mm-hmm. he said, and I have said, we have said this together, that the build, the cost to build some cars should include a $1,500 D-Series 92 Civic. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. these guys yeah, don't so, have a car, and they drop off their Subaru for an engine build, and, and he already has 45 cars lined up for that. So, you guys coming back in eight months, or, I need my car. I, well, you should have two, jerk. Like. Right, right, right. Yeah, the um, so like what happened when people get to us? They usually are like, you know, they've spent way too much money, and then I got to hear the song and dance about, man, I've spent fifty thousand on an engine and five thousand dollars on wheels, and I got twenty thousand dollars in electronics. Like, can you think you can help me out? And it's like, man, I am helping you out. I'm already helping you out. You know what I mean? Like, I'm booked for nine months. They have the fifty thousand dollar engine, the twenty five thousand dollar engine. No problem. $5,000 turbo? No problem. $1,000 for engine management? No fucking way. $1,000, they want to spend $1,000 on a trans and converter, and they want to spend $500 on an ECU, but they want it to do what a Dominator does. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's wild. It's, you know, I mean, it is what it is. You know, hopefully more and more people start, like, realizing, like, you know, if you, if you have a hundred thousand dollar budget, don't spend ninety nine thousand dollars on everything but getting the car to run. You know what I mean, Joe? Yeah, buy that first and put a stock six liter in the car. Chill out. Right. Uh, right. <laughs> Joe Simpson, of course. Uh, don't forget the wrapped golf cart with a thirty k stereo and twenty two inch wheels. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Gotta have it. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, if you don't have that, like, who the fuck are you? You know what I mean? Like, you're not shit if you don't have that. So, um, I, some things that I've learned is that when somebody says, um, when, when we have customers that have said, man, money is no issue, I'm immediately like, all right, money's going to be a problem, right? Like, no matter what, because, just because I said it. Or take your time. Yeah. He calls at the end of the week. Yeah, um, I'll be honest, dude. Our fucking uh, pardon my French, but our schedules here have been either like faster than anticipated, or like way longer. 
right? And it's because like dumb stuff comes up. You know what I mean? And probably some parts cars, supply last two years also. A lot of it's been really hard to like. I'm still waiting since last third November or last October. Or I think like that. I sent you a picture of the Dominators that took basically a year. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm still waiting from like last November for blue wire, <laughs> blue wire, like size 18 blue. It's hard Maybe to you get. Can get it from Jacob. Now, if he's not sold out, no, I use Tevzel, you know, in house. That's what we use. So, but no, it's like, it's just crazy. Like to get your, you know, to get certain materials, like there was like a crisis where like DTM six way connectors were like nowhere in the country. So I had like 30 of them here and like, I felt like the, the, the little Hobbit guy from Lord of the Rings. You know what I mean? Smeagol. Like just crowded. My yeah, she, that's it. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, oh, yeah, I can't let these go. These are mine. You're holding you know? them in the corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And You're then we like sitting in a puddle with a loincloth on, staring. Yeah, at yeah, yeah. And then like. We could all visualize started... that for a second. That'd be great. <laughs> we started selling like wiring kits and like DTM six ways going the wiring kits. And I was like, ooh, ooh. Metropack. Maybe we send them some DTM eight ways. No, no, no. no. I, would, I, I mean, I'd give them more expensive shit, but I was just like, I don't want to give up these six ways because, like, you can't get them, you know? Like, then there was a bout where, like, we couldn't get heat shrink anywhere. Like, how do you, you know what I mean? Like, I can't get heat shrink anywhere. So, and then there's probably people in there like, yeah, you can get heat shrink from Harbor Freight. It's like, no, it's not what we do. You know what I mean? People are paying for not Harbor Freight shrink wrap. They're, right, they're, right. They're, they're only calling me. Because they don't want Harbor Freight shrink right, wrap. Right, 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 So, but yeah, like, I was like, I was fortunate that we were stocked up for probably four or five months worth of material. But like, that dude, getting stuff has been like crazy. So I think sometimes our schedules just kind of get blown out of proportion. And I'll be honest with you, sometimes you just get like beat by a car, right? I know you just all get, about it. I would and, say like, most I hope, of us do. I say it eats your lunch. Yeah, like, I really hope that, like, everybody that's watching kind of understands this, and it's an, I'm not talking about anybody in particular or anything like that, but you've probably gotten your ass kicked by your own car already. Just think about it as, like, from a business standpoint, like, if you work on How many a lot you're of cars, dealing with, and, you know, if five out of ten are just crushing you, what that does yeah. to your timeline. Oh, it's it's it just kills you, you know what I mean? Like, you wake up in the morning, and you're just like, I don't want to do it effing thing because this car has literally just been killing me you know what i mean so like you you know and then like there's there's plenty of times like when we're wiring cars and whatnot and it's gotten it's gotten a little bit better now that justin's here because like i have to you know what i mean like like he's got to be working like we have to be working together like we have to be you know churning out work because like what am i going to do pay him to sit here and like twiddle this you know what i mean so um there's a little bit more um, Send memes on the toilet. Right, right. Uh, but like, there's sometimes where I'm just like, dude, I don't want to do a fucking thing. You know what I mean? Like, I just don't want to do shit today. Uh, because I know that once I start working on this thing, it's gonna whip my ass. You know what I mean? So, like, there's a dragster. Uh, I've, well, whatever. It's dark. There's a dragster here. It's like a twin turbo dragster. And uh, um, shit. We finished up a car. The other day, and like unbeknownst to me, I don't deal with a lot of drive-by-wire stuff. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I don't do any of this stuff. I don't deal with drive-by-wire. So, um, and and honestly, this is kind of like my own fault. This car got dropped off a little while ago, and I've had like three other cars 
since this car has been dropped off that like, I just absolutely had to get done. They were on my schedule and I just kind of screwed up. You know what I mean? So it is what it is. So this one's been here for a little bit. It's drive by wire. It's got a Nick Williams throttle body on it. And, um, I looked at the throttle body and me and Justin looked at the throttle body and we're like, Oh, it uses that connector, whatever brand it was like Yaziki or something. It's like a new style, like Ford, right? Oh, that's weird. So they bought a Ford throttle instead of like a six pin GM. No, they actually bought, it's the same connector as a Coyote drive-by-wire throttle body. Yeah, totally. I mean, the GM stuff is like the standard. It's like installing, it's like having your type of build and putting oddball Ford Fox sensors on it. Well, no, what what this is, is this is an LT drive-by-wire throttle body. Yeah, it has a different connector, yeah. Yeah, that doesn't work. No. It will not work, because it needs a uh, some little thing. I talked to Ryan about it uh, at Holly, and um, he's Witty. like, yeah, you're not going to be able to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell him he's to like, get you're not that Terminator V3 out, Lion SOB. What are you talking about? They, uh, they have a Terminator version 3 that has expanded options for DI and some other stuff added to it for regular folk. And they did a video with Mike Finnegan where he has the LT4 six-speed powered truck. And he shows up and he says, we're putting our new firmware on to try to fix a bunch of your issues. And then they both say, by the time this video comes out, version 3 will be on the website for Terminator for you guys to consume. And that was like a month ago. So I harass all the Holly guys I know and I text them. I'm like, yo, I got that V3. Um, I don't know what you're talking about, oh, yeah. Matt. And I even messaged Finnegan, and I'm like, did they give you the software? Is it on your laptop? And I'm like, I'm going to steal it. Oh, man. Um, I can touch on, I can say this. I've been beta testing it for the past. I know, you're always, I wish they would yeah, do that yeah, to yeah. me, but they can't trust me. I'll give everything away. I understand. Yeah, you'll give it away. Yeah, <laughs> You'll be I'll like on here it. doing a podcast, like, check out this. this oh, is here's sweet. a link to my Dropbox. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Don't yeah, tell okay. anybody, guys. Yeah. yeah, and then you'll tag them, like, look at what I did, you know? Yeah, I'll be like, um, at whoever, at right. Keith, yeah. at, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, uh, uh, I mean, I've been beta testing it for a while, and there's a lot of really cool stuff in it. So yeah, that's all I can really stuff. say. I know, I know it's fairly big update, so. Yeah, it's actually a huge update, and it's actually um, it's actually a little bit of a bummer for me because V3 is going to come out for the Terminator X before the new update for uh, Dominators. Uh, are they going to go right to 7, or? I, 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 it I don't seems know. like they skip middle versions for big revisions. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know what they'll call this. I, I don't really know. Um, uh, I made a video and somebody saw on my my desktop the Terminator X V3 logo, you know, and um, and they were like, "What is that? The Terminator X V3? Like, what? Show us that, you know?" And I was like, "Oh no, no, no that's just I just made that icon." And they're like, no, you didn't. I'm like, yeah, I did. So, like, the next video I made, I changed the name of the file to Terminator X not V3. <laughs> he's like, he's like, you son of a bitch. You know, I was like, dude, I can't, you know. That was like, uh, I, I hex edited my DinoJet software, mm-hmm. and I did that internet 1320, pad my numbers $20. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did that whole drop down. 
Yeah, I edited the actual software. It's not a Photoshop. Oh, okay. And then I well, was I dumb, so I like I modified. I didn't back up the executable, so I like had mm-hmm. to reinstall it to fix that. Because I'd be at the <laughs> dyno, and I'm like, I don't know which one's real. I have no, I have no clue. Like which one's good, internet? But I don't know. I don't know what they are yeah. anymore. That's funny. Now, um, now I've, but again, I've been, I've been using it for a while. We all had, you know, I, I mean, I did it a while ago, but about an NDA, so I can't really talk about anything that's in it. But I will say that um, it should make a lot of people very happy. Good. It should. Maybe it, should. it has a regular closed loop boost control that chases the map instead of dome control for an entry level user. I don't know. Because I've been asking that since they launched it. I don't know. It'll be something that you'll have, that we'll all find out. Tell them uh, to or, speed uh, the F up. <laughs> um, I'll say that I have been, um, I promise you guys with Terminator X's, I have been so hard on this one for a long time uh, on your behalf, right? Oh, good. So I've been trying. I've I been remember trying. when they were launching it and the software didn't come out for like two or three months. <laughs> you could only do the handheld. And then when it came out, they were asking me, like, oh, could you put together, like, a list of wants or things you find? And I had, like, a thing of 50 things. And I think they were like, man, we just thought this guy would be happy to be involved. We didn't think he would actually. I remember I set that whole deal up. Yeah, yeah. I set that whole deal up, and then you were like, yeah, I want all this stuff. And And then, like, I get a phone call. You're missing all this stuff. And they're like, damn it, shut up. I and got then a I phone post call. on the I was posting on the Holly pages. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like Holly, please implement uh map based closed loop boost control because dome yeah. is dumb as shit. Why'd you take the time to put a dominator dome control feature in a terminator? And they're like, uh, shut shut the fuck up. People don't yeah. even know they wanted that until you opened your mouth. You know, there's there's some stuff that people have been asking for that um that is is kind of dumb in my opinion. You know what I mean? But it is what it is. You know, there's some stuff. You know, like if they if there's enough people that want the same thing, I guess it's not dumb because I just look at it different. You know what I mean? Like a lot of people get like hung up on like output testing. Yeah. Like how many times you got to like how many times you got to click that injector? Yeah, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like why is that important? I know it would be but, nice, but. Whatever. For initial install only. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know. It is what it is. But no, there's a lot of really cool stuff in it. Um, like, I, I had be, a uh, lot of things I wanted, but I didn't expect them to implement them all in 30 days. Well, that, you know, that's probably the way they took it. Uh, but I will say that um, I think that when this is released... Um, when this uh, when this firmware version is released, I think that you, most people's want lists are going to be either dramatically different with some random shit that they just pulled out of their ass that they think they want, or very 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 small. That's nice. what I think. I'm looking That's forward to it. But then again, you give can somebody. I, can I sign that paperwork to get it early? I obviously, if if they tell me, I not have no to, idea. That's not. That's not my, you know, I mean, I, I don't do Tell that, me later know. who I talk to. Uh, I was just approached and, uh, but I was approached a long time ago. So yeah, like, you I've always beta for, everything. Yeah, 
Yeah, but like and I know uh, they did beta testing with like uh, Blake Hughes back in the day a lot because he would say he was. Yeah, I don't know about that. I don't know. I don't know about that. I don't know if that's uh, I, you know. I mean, maybe I have no idea. Um, but uh, I, I will say that um, the team over at Holly, uh, as much shit as everybody gives them, because like if you think about it. In the EFI world, Holly catches the most shit. And it's because they're the largest market share. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. I so know. I do the same thing, but uh, you know, like I said I said the one time, uh I harass people about stuff, but I understand they're they are way ahead on stuff that I haven't even asked about and they're they're ironing that and they don't have time for stupid things. They don't. So like the the guys over there, like or every, the guys and girls over at Holly, they catch a lot of shit. Um, you know, according to social media and whatnot, but the thing that I will give them is there's other EFI companies out there that will release some shit that doesn't work and it don't fucking work right. Or it, uh, or there's a problem or there's a bug and they know about it. Right. And they're hoping that they, that, that the end user will be in a test for it and then they'll just figure out what the problem just, is. You know, they're just happy to get updates whether they work right. or not. And and Holly is very good about making sure that they proof everything out. So, um, right when right when I started on uh, V three uh, with them, I um I played with it for a while. And you know, so like I'm calling like you know the people that I know. You know what I mean? Like, hey, is this supposed to do this like this? Because like there's no documentation when you get like beta stuff. You know what I mean? It's just like here. That's why you are being asked to pilot. Right, right, right. So like, you can figure like, it out. Yeah, they're like, here's like what we did. You know, here's like some notes jotted down about like what we changed. See if you can figure them out. You know what I mean? And like, there was a few things that like when if like when we first started this, that I was just like, that's the way it's supposed to work. And and all it is is just a disconnect between engineer and and user. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, I I gave them my input, and then they're like, oh. So all we need to do is just move a little checkbox. And I'm like, yeah, because the jargon that you used is harder to understand than just like, just move the box, you know? And, uh, and they were like, Oh, easy enough. So like, it's been like over the years, like everything I've beta tested with him over the years, it's always been like pretty awesome. It's like very, um, I make a suggestion and obviously like if I make a suggestion or anybody that beta test stuff makes a suggestion, none of us really ever expect them to be like, yes, we'll do exactly as you say. My hope is that like, I say what I have to say about it. And then like, maybe they can figure out a good way to implement what I said. Yeah. I mean, I do uh, technology software and hardware and I understand to change some things is like a core change that will affect everything. And then you have to do everything and there's some ways they can do it without that and obviously one's easier than the other one the juice worth the squeeze kind of thing right right, right. i gotta use a little boys room you, you talk amongst yourselves but uh well how do we how, where, where's our questions what do i do there? look in the chat uh one johnny trans just says devin what's the biggest dominator feature update that you use i think he means from five to six. Oh, um uh okay i got that I see it. I see the and chat. Then, uh, answer my buddy Will Bevan here on Click Fifth. What? His username's Click Fifth. Is he like? Do I scroll up for that? He's at the bottom. Oh, I see his. Uh... Oh, He's there we go. Okay. About, yeah, yeah. 
Has anybody tried doing flex fuel timing and fuel multiplier or fuel PSI compensation in the individual cylinder tables to save advanced tables? Actually, yeah, I've done that. Not with flex. Um, I've done it with EGTs. Um, yep, I've done it with EGTs in, in, in the individual cylinder um, correction tables. Uh, I've also done it with... Um, not with fuel PSI because I just do a blanket one for that, you know, because the fuel pressure is down, it's down for all eight of them. Um, yeah, I've done a bunch of stuff like that in there. Yeah. And let me see, where was that other guy? Somebody asked me something here. Uh, let me melt my injector and start a fire. All right. Have fun. Um, Johnny Trans test mode. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I don't know about test mode. Um, Uptick and wiring job requests and sys. Oh, uh, yeah. So, Matt, if you're going to if you're going to the bathroom, I'll just scroll through these and ask them and answer them. Can anybody hear me? Okay. Oh fuck! I see what I did. I'm an idiot. Okay. What happened? Yeah, I'm, I had. I know what I did. I screwed up. Am I echoey? I don't hear echo. Okay. Here's a good one then. I'll say it out loud so people can uh, remind us, but a history of your convertible would be cool. I don't know. Sure. Yeah, I can do that. Um, so my convertible I bought uh, in 2010-ish, somewhere around there, and... 2000, no, 2008, maybe. And uh, it was just like a drive around car. Um, had a 347 small block Ford in it with a Vortec blower. Uh, blew that up. Um, broke the block. You know, typical A2 deck, you know, uh, two piece block mod. And then um, put a 408 in it. And. Um, Tried it with a blow-through carburetor for a block, and then got rid of that immediately and put a, uh, uh, what did I put on that? Fast, classic fast. Yeah, classic fast EFI. Single 88 millimeter uh, C4 trans, blew the C4 up. Did you ever run the XFI injector driver burner? No, yeah, 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 yeah. Frank had yeah. those back in the day, and he'd keep like a spare or two. Oh, for sure. Yeah, he has just... to. Mm-hmm. It would be, you'd make a pass, and it'd be like, on its way back, yep. and he's like, get the other box. Yep, 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 get the other box, throw it in there, she's good, you know, yeah. Um, and then um, then I switched over to uh, an XFI in it, and then a Big Stuff 3, and then I was about to buy an XFI 2.0 for it, or not an XFI, I went from a, uh Excel Gen 7, then a... Um, Classic fast, then a big stuff. Then I was about to buy an XFI for the car, and uh, Holly was coming out with a uh, fuel injection system. So I was like, oh, they probably won't screw this up. So I bought that, and uh, I pre-ordered it, and um, you know, I've been working with Holly ever since. As far as the way the car's gone, um, started off with like a pretty mild like six-point cage and like just something I just used to drive around and have fun with. Um we exceeded the capabilities of a six point. I put a 10 point in the car and immediately regretted that. So we turned it into a 25, five. It was all mild steel, 25, five. 
um, with like square tube floors. And um, we exceeded that pretty rapidly. Uh, but we still raced it that way. Um, and then cut everything out of it from the firewall to the rear bumper, rocker panels and all. Um, and uh, Performance Fab built a 25.3 in the car, 25.2, 25.3 dual cert chassis in the car. Um, still stock suspension. Um, it started off with a street car and it's never really left being a street car. It's just got more radical over the years. You know what I mean? So it's, that's really all that's ever changed is just how much more bullshit I was willing to deal with to drive the car and like enjoy the car. So now the level of bullshit that you have to deal with is very high, but after sick week, um, you're numb to it. Right. So like, if you think about it this way, when you first, get in a relationship or you get married, um, like all the little things, like when you get to get away from the, the significant other, all the little things like you're bitching about, you're like, ah, oh, she's fucking nagging me about this, that, and the other. Right. So like, that's when you first start with like a highly modified street car, right. That's like giving up air conditioning and, uh, and power steering. Right. And then, um, and then as you progress, and you put like a 25-3 chassis in the car and everything's solid mounted and you're huffing fumes down the road and you know what I mean? Like the seats suck or whatever. You know what I mean? Like it's just a miserable, terrible thing to be in. That's like the 10-year mark of marriage where you're like, it doesn't really matter because just it's all miserable anyway. Yeah, well, that's the people that I learned. Like I, I saw that coming straight into it. Like all those guys that had something they couldn't even drive. And I'm like, I got a bench seat Fairmont that makes half of that, but it's fun as shit. And I drove it up yeah. there and I'll drive it home. Yeah. Like, like literally the thing, like the progression with my car has been like, how much more shit am I willing to deal with? You know what I mean? And, um, in the quest of trying to have a retarded, fast, streetable car, I've learned to tolerate a lot of shit. So, um, it's got exponentially, you know, faster and, uh, advanced more and more and more, made more power and, you know, whatever. But, um, it's, uh, it's, it's always a trade-off. It's never like, like the only people that get to have like everything, like get their cake and eat it too. The only people like in the, in the, the high power hot rod world, I guess you would call, are like the guys who think the Audi R8s and like the Lambos, you know, like those are the only guys that get to keep it all. They're not like, they're like, yeah, we make 2,500 horsepower with like massaging seats. And you're like, oh. That's cool. Yeah, hundred percent. Those like UGR and R8 cars are just disgusting. Those are the only yeah. But then like when we go to the racetrack, like we ran against one of them at uh, Darlington for streetcar takeover, and it was an absolute like shit fest of a pass. Like we were slow, and like we put like three FEMA trailers on it. <laughs> you know what I mean? And he was like, "God dang, I can't believe they don't you know, think the No, that but, I mean we didn't either, but. But like they still don't run out the back hard either. You know what I mean? Yeah. He went like a hundred and I think he went like a hundred and eighty-two, and we went like two hundred and fourteen, <laughs> and in the in the quarter. And he was like, "I can't believe that fox body." And I'm like, "Yeah, just this peasant fox body." You know what I mean? That's like, what I like about foxes. You never know if it's going to go a fifteen or a five. <laughs> right, right, right. It's right. so yeah, hard it's to tell because yeah. people will have a clean one that makes two hundred horsepower with a three fifteen on it. Yep. Yep. And then yeah, you'll just have because they one, like the deep dish rim or something, and that's yeah. cool. But you can't, yeah, oh yeah, you can't tell. Just like yours, if you rolled up with a two thirty five. 
and a convertible, yeah, we... people are like, eh, and then, yeah. Yeah, they, we got some pretty funny looks about it on the 235. It was, it was, it was rather It's only a 26. Yeah, yeah, 26.85, and I wedged it on a 12-inch rim. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, so it's it's really like a 25 and a quarter. So you did uh, uh, Volkswagen kid stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. I had to stretch them over to double bead locks, yeah. Um, I actually used two ratchet straps around the tire. Uh, to compress actually, the top to blow it out? Yeah, like we so say, you squeeze it in the middle to hopefully that it would, like, make the tire wider. You know, like the yeah, mounting the surface out. of the water. Yeah. yeah. So it took uh, me and Justin, um, I think it took us about 45 minutes uh, to do both of them, which, like, people say, oh, that's not that bad. But, like, I can do, like, 275s on my B-Luck rims in, like, eight minutes a piece if, I really, if I'm really hustling. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, but, uh, yeah, I think uh, we're going to go to a – we're going to put a bigger tire on it. We're going to put a 315 on it now. Um and then see if we can't go like six thirties in the quarter. So I'm pretty confident we can go like six twenty, six thirties without hurting anything. So um I think that'd be a good shot, you know. And if Michael's still listening, I don't know if he is, but if Michael's still listening, um you can you can don't don't go spreading that. You know what I mean? Don't go saying, Oh, we're gonna that's what we're gonna do. I don't think I didn't say that's what we're gonna do. Uh but I'm saying that that's what the goal is gonna be. So uh, what do we got for questions here? Uh, hold on. So, so where was that? Uh, there, there was somebody is, that asked about. There is uh, the one about cylinder pressure testing using spark plug transducers. Nope, never did. Yeah, I don't. No. That's another one where Scott Clark tried to put me down. Something about yeah. cylinder. I'm like, bro, you don't have cylinder pressure things. And then what's funny is how he used to always jump on me about not verifying timing. Yeah. And I'm like, it makes what it makes. But here's the thing. If timing is off that much, why do the last 12 cars in a row on ethanol take the same amount of spark to make maximum power? Right. And then also, uh, I've I've had a bunch of people come in for tuning that said they went to the classes. And I said, hey, did Scott show you how to verify timing on a car before they dynoed it? And they said no. Well, why would they? Why just, would he? I just, he you know, I, I just like to bring that up. Yeah, it's no, it's uh, it's it's true. Um, he's a douche. But I want to see is. Devin absolutely bury YouTubers on Dragon Drive. <laughs> yeah, well, that was kind of funny. Um, it's kind of funny that uh, that that people are like more and more. Uh, people have been saying that or, or commenting that and, and sending me that in messages. Um, I think, you, you know, I don't want to see anybody do bad. I want to see everybody do really, really good. Um, but uh, the, 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 the thought process that, that, that some of these YouTube people have a, a fan base that is oblivious to reality. Right. And they'll like fight to the death over, um, like you talking bad about them or like, or whatever, like if, if you ever showed them anything in negative light, you know, um, but most of them are slow and that's the problem, right? Like I'm not talking bad about them. I mean, it is what it is. It's just like, they're way better at making money on YouTube than I am. Right. Uh, this is my shameless plug. We recently hit 20,000 subscribers on YouTube. I know. Watch out. Right. And, uh, and I just saw the thing come across my phone. Better than none. It is. It is. Um, 
And uh, and just for reference, my projected income for the month is two hundred and thirty dollars. Estimated income for the month from YouTube is two hundred and thirty dollars. So if anybody was wondering, uh, we don't make crap on YouTube, but I do the YouTube so that y'all can maybe learn something from it. Yeah, I posted so. on Sloppy Public about what I made for the year, and it was like fifty two hundred bucks, and that's yeah. that's before taxes. And uh, after all that, it, they take away about thirty eight percent. So yep. Uh, and that's I mean I bought twenty thousand dollars worth of stuff for my Mustang, uh, not right. even counting anything else I've purchased. So right. yeah, mm-hmm. YouTube money. Yeah, well, I mean, no, I'll, I'll tell you this. There's plenty of people out there that, like, I I don't watch many people on YouTube. I don't watch anything on YouTube, really, uh, unless, like, I need to know how to fix something stupid or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, or something. Um, the only person I watch, and it's just because I can't get enough of him, I think he's, like, the best dude on YouTube, is that Whistling Diesel. That kid is freaking genius, right? He just did that video on the Ferrari. Yeah, I don't, I can't stand it because of the, I just don't like that. But I understand totally why people love him. I get it. I just don't like it. I just like when he says something really dumb and makes a really blank stare into the camera. Yeah, he just, he just trolls everybody and I can appreciate it. Yeah, I I really just love the trolling. Like with the, I I thought it was hysterical when he decided he had to test camshafts for R34s by breaking them. Like, and not, not even in an environment where they would run, he's beating them off of a table. I'm like, huh, yeah, yeah, I, I like this. He's like, I can't believe this was this much money, and he beats it off of a table. Yeah. It's just really dumb, and I, that's why I like it, I guess. Sometimes. That's also why I watch South Park, too. Sometimes, yeah, you have a difficult and thought-consuming day, and you just want to watch something like stuff. that. I watch stuff on YouTube at night of people, like, restoring hardware and tools and stuff like that. Yeah. And I watch an Australian guy called Cutting Edge Engineering, and he does heavy equipment repair. Mm-hmm. And it's just satisfying to see someone make and fix things who isn't an asshole. Right, right, right. Well, my uh, my employee, Justin, is big into uh, – um, he's, like, obsessed with, like, uh, uh, Gordon Murray. He's, like uh, – I don't think I know who he- that is. He's the um, he's like a Formula One guy who uh, he's like one of the crew chiefs or whatever. He left and now he's creating like a new car. I don't even know what the car's called, but it's like some ridiculous. It's, it's amazing. Like the car is amazing. He's like a Formula One engineer who is now building a car and like they've tested it like at the Arctic Circle and like in the Sahara. Like it's an amazing car. I don't remember what the car is called. Somebody that's in the comments will probably know what I'm talking about, right? But um. Like, he tested, like, where to place the engine cooling fan to get the most amount of thrust from the car and, like, like all this crazy shit, right? So, it's unbelievably intelligent video, right? And I can't do it. Because, like, if I'm thinking all day about something, I want to watch some dumb kid throw wrenches at a Yeah, story. mindless activity. Like I you was know what saying, I mean? It's a... It just uh, gets your mind off of all the serious, complicated stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like Justin is like all about it, and, and I'll be honest. Like I've watched like quite a few of these, of the of the uh, videos like that these that these guys put on, and I'm like, shit, he's 
this thing is amazing. Like, I want to be more into this, but like the other side of me is like, eh, dumb throw wrenches on a Ferrari. That's funny. You know what I mean? So, um, I see somebody asked, have you seen an uptick in wiring job requests in sick week? I don't know. That'd be a question for Laura. I don't answer the phone. Um, <laughs> What's that discount code? Ask Laura. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Which yeah, one yeah. was it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I think so. I don't know. Um, uh, I don't know. What that... I mean, you already oh, booked Paul, for like a year or two. I remember when Cameron got on your schedule, and we kind of laughed how long it would be, and then all of a sudden, like it's there and done. Yeah, yeah. Um, Discount yeah, we code were, call uh, Laura. Yeah, yeah, there you go. I don't know what it's worth, but I mean, you know. You should I don't make know it zero cost. percentage just to troll people. Yeah. <laughs> it, it says discount accepted and it has no change on price. Here's a good one. This is from Joe Simpson. He said, people need to understand the Terminator X is not an inexpensive Dominator. That is the truth. That is really, really, really the truth. Uh, that's, uh, that's the best way to say it. You know what I mean? <laughs> One per kill switch says it should be ten percent additional. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> and it'd be funny if you type that in and hit discount code, and it you couldn't relower it. Like it would remember. Right. <laughs> Here, here's here's one that says uh, it's from Johnny Tran. This is the one I saw before. What's the biggest dominator feature you use? Um, honestly, I use a lot of outputs. Or if you're talking about software. Um, I use a lot in the racing trans ICF. Um, I'm big in that because um, I was part of the development of that. So like that was exciting for me, but it is actually um, very useful. So I use a lot of stuff in the race trans uh, ICF. Um, There was a good one about uh, is swapping to methanol worth it? Like what horsepower level? Cause they were saying for a thousand horsepower LS build, is there an advantage? I mean, other than obvious, ditching your intercooler and stuff like that, but uh, is there a certain point where someone should cross over, or when would you make that decision to cross the threshold to methanol? Um, if you can't, uh, if you can't find ethanol everywhere, then I think that um, it's worthwhile. If you don't want to spend a lot of, like, you have to make the decision before you build the car. Because otherwise you're, like, spending way too much money, right? Yeah, so, you're like, replacing. So that's why I like the camera did dual right away. Right, like, you have to make the decision right away. Like, if, you're, if you've got a car that you really like and it makes 1,200 horsepower and it's on E85 and you really enjoy the car... Do not change it to methanol. Like there's not, it's not worthwhile to change to methanol, right? Um, if you have a, uh, if you've got a car that um, makes, you know, two thousand horsepower on race gas, and you're sick and tired of spending the money on race gas, well, um, you know, you could probably sell off the majority, of, like your intercooler and all that kind of stuff, and make up for it and make it uh, a lot easier to race a lot cheaper to race and a little bit lighter than it's worthwhile doing. Um, if you're going to build a new car and then you plan on making, I always tell people like in our classes, like when people say like, Oh, well, you know, I'm only going to run 30 pounds of boost. We talk about scale and sensors. I'm like, okay, scale it to 50. Because what happens is like you make 30 pounds of boost and you're like, Oh, that wasn't shit. We got to turn it up. Okay. Well, I don't want to go through this all over again. You know, um, 
So it's the same way when you talk about like what kind of power you plan on making. What, you know, that's one of the things that like I've always found interesting when people are like, well, I'm building a car and it should make like 1500 horsepower. Well, why should it make 1500 horsepower? Well, you know, Joe Bob or whoever the fuck had one and it made 1500 horsepower. Do you need a 1500 horsepower car? Do you plan on racing a 1500 horsepower car? Where do you plan on racing a 1500 horsepower car? Do you plan on racing a 1500 horsepower car a lot? Because if you plan on racing it a lot, put it on methanol. That's my answer. It comes back full circle where we always say this, but goals and having realistic expectations. Those are like number one. They share the number one spot for first thing you do with a car. What are you mm-hmm. going to do with it? And yeah, because people call somebody for a converter. I need a 2,000 horsepower converter. And then it sucks when they make 800. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all of yeah. the above. They're just not realistic with themselves. And then when people give them a realistic answer, they don't like it and just forget it. Oh, yeah. Like I've gotten bad mouth. Like we're, we're, I'm very, very, uh, you talk about converters. I'm very loyal to the company that builds my torque converters and like the people that I use for torque converters and transmissions, I'm very loyal to them. Um, and that's Cameron's torque converter services in Columbia, South Carolina. And, um, and I will always use them. And I don't care if somebody comes out with some magic fucking whatever the hell you're going to have to show me first. Right. But, um, we built the converter like they were not, I shouldn't say we, I didn't build shit. Uh, they built the converter, uh, for my car. And, um, all I had to do was just call Byron and say, Hey, you know what the deal is? You know, I need a converter. He's like, okay. So this thing will hold, you know, it, it, this thing locks up in high gear, like very, very tight. Right. Um, and, uh, for 3000, like for 3000 horsepower, 3,200 pounds. And, um, uh, we, uh, we would go out on the, on the, uh, two thirty fives. Right. And this is what it's like. Like when you said, like, Hey, I need a torque converter for 2000 horsepower and you only make 800. Like this is, it reminded me of this. Right. So we got on two thirty fives and we got no power in it and you let go of the button and the engine's like, ur, 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 ur. so I was like, well, I'm going to leave these two huge dump valves. I have wide open, you know, and we'll just try to get the engine to flash, like, like let the torque converter roll a little bit. And it's like, you know, so it's just like holding it by the nuts. You it's know like I mean? a water break on the damn yeah, oh, thing, it's right? so bad. Like the, the, the engine is just like, what are you doing to me, you dick? You know what I mean? Like, it's like, just, it's like my rods, my rods. Yeah. 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 Chill. Uh, and, uh, and then like, once it gets a little bit of RPM and some boost in it, the, the, the converter is like, it, it, it literally is just like the, the curve is like, you know what I mean? Like once it gets power, get some RPM in it, it'll let the converter flash a little bit and then the converter grabs it again. Um, but it's, uh, when people, there's, there's, there's a few people that you should never lie to when you're building a car, right? Uh, your, your camshaft guy, your converter guy and your tuner, you know, um, you probably need to lie to your wife. Uh, you know, it probably wouldn't hurt to lie to your paint guy and let him know that you need to have this car back in a week. Uh, cause he's probably going to have it for six months anyway. Um, and, uh, you know, but the, the converter, the camshaft and the, uh, and the tuner are the three that you probably shouldn't lie to. You know what I mean? I see so many people that are like, well, I need this. Like you deal with the, the roller, the hydraulic roller cams a lot more and whatnot. Um, basically only. 
Right, right. Like all all I typically see is like solid roller stuff and you know and um and I don't even know anything about hydraulic roller, but or like, you know, cam specs on a hydraulic roller. I'm not a cam guy either, you know. But um we fire up cars and like they're sitting there idling and I'm like, Yeah, this thing ain't gonna spool worth a shit. You know what I mean? Like you can tell, like I'm immediately like, This is gonna suck, you know? And um because the camshaft's just it's insanely rowdy, you know? Um, and then, you know, you bring it up to them and they're like, well, I told the guy that I needed to make 3000 horsepower with this small block. And I'm like, no wonder this fucking cam is so rad. Like this thing wants to spend like 11,500 RPM. That's when it's going to wake up, you know? So don't lie to your camshaft guy. Don't lie to your torque converter and transmission guy. And don't lie to your tuner. So we've dealt with cars that I've tuned that are like, they won't even tell me the cubic inch of the motor. So that's fun. You know what I mean? It's a secret. Yeah. Like a um, carburetor. Cover it uh, yeah, 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 in between yeah. rounds. Yeah. Yeah, Put the we'll sheet up when you're up. under the hood. I've seen that stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, are Holly ECs going to be back in stock? Yes. You they just came when. in on like the 16th. You didn't ask when. You just asked, are they? Yeah. So yes. My, these dominators I got today were labeled on 216 and then I got them on the 24th. Yeah. And they were supposed to come in like 523 and prior to that they were supposed to come in in August. Prior to that they were supposed to be here in like June. But yeah, it's been I have to check when I ordered, but almost a year. And part of me is like I'd love to put it in my car. I waited this long. And the other part of me is like, man, I should gouge people because I have it right now. Um, I really was, uh, honestly, we have a customer that's been waiting for a lightweight dominator for a very long time. Mm. And I was going to ask you if I could buy one for you, if, from you and then replace it mm. when his comes in. Mm. So, uh, maybe I'll bother you about that. tomorrow. Yeah. Because I was just going to shelf it. Yeah. Yeah. I may be, I may borrow you, bar, uh, bother you about that tomorrow. Yeah. So. Similarly, you, you gave me connectors when I couldn't find them. So I'll just give you a $2,700 dominator. No, problem. no, I don't want you to give me anything. <laughs> I want to pay for it. I want to pay for it. And then, uh, or, 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 or get you another, whatever, whatever you want to do. You know what I mean? Um, we've got a, we, we've got one on order for them, but it's like, that's why I actually wanted to shelf it in case I needed it or someone I know. Yeah, directly yeah, yeah. was again Cameron in the staging lanes. I'm in the staging lanes. I'm like, give me airdrop yeah. me a red box real quick. Right, 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 right. Um, somebody asked what my fastest piss ever was. Um, oh, because I was fast- out and back. Yeah. Oh, oh, is that what he meant? Okay. Yeah, they were okay. like, I remember seeing someone because I put my headset on and looked at the chat, and they were like, fastest piss ever. Oh. I'm like, really? I, I probably could have done better let me hit the staging lights and everything else like <laughs> uh, i'll see. piss on my way in splash the toilet and come back out and sit down pissing and <laughs> that'll be pretty fast is that enough for yeah. people man my my headset is killing my yeah I'm it looks like you got a nice right one, here they are nice, but I don't think they're meant for people with glasses because it's pushing on my glasses. Oh, I got you. It's hurting me. Luke, Luke Beers, Devin, how many times should I two-step test while attending a Dragon Drive? So that's a funny one, right? Um, and I may catch a little shit for this, right? But um, 
if you have a car that you did that you that you towed to the racetrack, there's a good chance you didn't get enough heat in the transmission to get that thing to actually like you know warm up and function correctly. So I wind up warming the cars up in the in the pits, and then I wind up putting them on the brake, and I wind up making them bump in the pits, and then it's good for the rest of the day. Drag and drive events are a little different because you drove that thing through the gate to get there, right? So there's already some heat in it. But man, will these dudes do some two-step testing? Uh, I we we only did this I think once or twice uh, throughout the entire event, and it was strictly because and this is going to be a dickhead thing to say. But um, it was strictly because some of our neighbors were shooting, like, YouTube videos, and I wanted to ruin them. So, that's what we did. You know what I mean? So, we ruined it for them. That's it. Um, So, that's my answer, Luke. Uh, Jeremy Talcock, for my street strip car that I'm putting together, I bought a Terminator X Max. Should I spend the money and go to the Dominator? Uh, I'm the last person that you want to ask. My answer is get a Dominator. Um, will your LS harness work with work LV1, LV3, V6? It's not using the last injectors. What are LV1? Oh, like level. Oh, this, is that a uh, Buick Grand National stuff? Matt, do you know? I'm sorry. I was making fun of Haltech real quick. Um <laughs> Right here it says, uh, "Will work with, with will our harness work with an LV one, LV three, V six? Is that what that is?" I don't know exactly what that is. They're gonna have to, yeah, I don't know, what, be uh... more specific or, yeah. I was just posting like because people were like, "Would you get a Dominator or a Terminator?" And I said, "Well, the nice thing is, is if you start with a Terminator, you can go straight to a Dominator. They have the same connectors." But yep. if you want any I.O. at all, you should just make the jump. Because once you connect three sensors, you're like, man, I want to know dumb shit. My diff temperature, yep. ambient temperature. Oh, Jesus. And if you yeah. want to grow in, the, uh, if, you ha- if your demands are like simple things, forever, Terminator is best option, period. But if you want, you know, something. Cr- I think a lot of people don't realize there's like 40 inputs and 50 outputs it blows their mind because the other thing uh, when you show people like mine has dual drive by wire and transmission and engine, and then it has two connectors yet that are unpopulated for what's that JB one and two. And then it was, uh, J- it was, yeah, it was funny. A, my Australian friend is like, why the hell are there six connectors on that? And I'm and like, like, because it does everything because it's a dominator and they're used to hall tech in Australia. Everything is, they have two connectors. Yep, yep. The only thing they have now is the R5, or it has four, I think. Yeah. It's, you know, uh, it's funny because, like, the Dominator EC came out, like, a while ago, I right? was just going to ask. What's hilarious is there has been no hardware change for, like, 12 years. Correct. It was um, that much hardware then, and no one has and, competed with it. Right, right. And I'll say this, um, and I'm... I'm Obviously, so like maybe this might stir a of little course. stuff, and and I don't think that the, I don't think that I'm going, I don't think that um, I'll say that I know that I'm not breaking my NDA, right? Um, what I will say is, next generation Holly hardware is going to do what first generation Holly hardware did twelve years ago. 
and it's going, but now we have social media and all this other shit and you'll actually be able to tell 12 years ago, it wasn't nearly as prominent on social media. So you couldn't, uh, tell what it did to the hot rod community 12 years ago, as much as you will be able to now, you see yeah. what I'm saying? Yep. So next generation hardware and software, um, uh, is, is really going to change a lot for EFI. And the beauty of it is, is that, um, as far as I can tell, I believe that everything is still going to be able to plug in. So you shouldn't have to rewire whole cars. That'll be awesome. Yeah, I can't wait for their new stuff. Obviously, like I've said that before, I'm like the reason why they don't care about my Terminator requests is because I'm sure they're elbows deep in new stuff that hasn't been talked about. I'm sure. Well, so um, my guess, and again, this is a guess. It's a pretty good guess. But um, if it were me and I was a big company, right, um, what I would do is I would try to constantly improve what I have that's out, you know what I mean? Um, and make my products that I already have on the, um, you know, out in the field better and more people wanting to buy them while secretly working on my next generation of hardware. You know what I mean? Or not secretly, but like off in the background, like we're working on next generation of hardware so that when it's uh, time to drop it, um, we've kind of exceeded our, capability or not exceeded but we've reached the end of our capabilities of the current hardware and now we're on to the next level so that would be my assumption as to what's happening the uh it's probably a pretty good assumption uh someone was saying there's a CAN bus expansion yeah there is but if you plan to use that it's tough for me to say that's worth it because you start spending money on expansion and some other stuff and then you're still limited. And then after a point of growing, you're probably going to go to a dominator anyway. But you, what I would do is the same thing I tell people with 4L60, 4L80 e-swaps is sell the one and buy the other. Yeah. Because people yeah. with 60 E's, like, they don't do it much anymore, but I'd toss them on the dyno. And I'm like, we're going to break high gear in a couple hits. It's it's yep. It's, it's going to fail. And we're going to stop so you have first gear to drive on your trailer because I'm not pushing this thing. Right. And they're like, well, you know, we'll just just blow up the 60E and then I'll put an 80E in. And I'm like, well, you're taking something worth money, making it worthless. And if you break that 60E, you can break your diff and your engine and your wiring harness. And the I always tell a story about a blazer that broke end to end. The only thing it didn't do is pop the tires and blow the windshield. Yep. But his drive shaft came apart and it baseball batted everything. It hit the floor so hard it broke the transmission. It split it end to end and it split so hard it split the block along the oil galley. The oil galley sprayed the turbo kit, set the engine bay on fire, and the battery was in the trunk, the the bed, and it hit the battery so hard we found a terminal on the mezzanine above the staircase at deal. Oof. Oh so yeah. <laughs> there was shit up there, there was shit everywhere. The drive shaft was bent into a triangle so hard the rear tires weren't touching the ground. Oh uh, yeah, shit. and I'm like just just waste your 60E. That sounds like a good idea, but once I tell people that story, they're kind of like they're hesitant all of a sudden. Mhm. Yeah. 
it's uh you know it's uh it, when people man you can cheap out on something and be like man you know i don't need to spend the extra couple hundred dollars or whatever it is on that right and then when it costs you like 10 grand what do you do? Do you go, man, I really wish I would have spent a couple extra hundred bucks on that, you know? It's tough. So People like, have to hear about it, and even then, uh, they don't want to admit to that. The same thing about being realistic, you know? Yep, yep. Unless oh, yeah, you're yeah, someone yeah. that can mess with it all the time, like I did with my Colorado and my Fairmont back in the day. Yeah. Because everyone on LS1 Tech was saying I'm wrong and dumb, so I did what I called Internet Week for a couple months. Mm-hmm. Internet Week ended up being a long time. But they were like, nope, you're doing this wrong, do this. And I torch a cylinder head off. And I'm like, hey, that didn't work. And then they're like, do this. And I'm like, that doesn't work. And that, you know, and I'm like, well, all of you are wrong. So is this, ex- <laughs> is this experience or just acting like a know-it-all? Because I'm doing this and it's not, I'm doing exactly what you say. But, uh, but yeah. Oh, I wanted to talk about the Canvas thing. I, I'm starting to make a plug-and-play Canvas box that's not Holly. Uh my buddy Pete makes the Canvas box. I think I've sent it to you or showed you. Yes. You and then have, the big thing there I'm very is, interested in it. if you buy the Holly box, it's just the box. I have one here. You still have to do everything. So yep. what I do with my harness is I pre-terminate it for the most popular things people I tune for, and what it does is alleviates all your onboard stuff for high right, speed. Right, right. So you would yep. do like vehicle speed sensors into the ECU input. You would do, you know, solenoids and stuff, boost control on the stock directly from the ECU. But then right. it has it has built-in stuff to smooth flex fuel and the dial and other stuff. And then it has two additional sensors and it has outputs. So you can do things like turn on transmission fans and turn on your actual fans and offload all of that garbage that does simple shit from your onboard I.O. Which is a is a, a brilliant thing, I think. I, I really like that idea. Um, and it's plug and play, so it's all terminated. Right. So you just right. boop. Um, I really want a CAN bus keypad. He makes those too, but uh, they're they're latching only. You can't do right. No, nothing momentary. It's a Chinese thing for those fuse uh, panels. Yep. yep. And yeah, I've can, looked at them. Yeah. On their stuff, you can program it to be momentary and whatnot, but it okay. won't work with the CAM bus. So he found out that, like, the green key... One of the keypads has, like, a 3-volt logic, and he can directly shove that into the CAM bus board, because all those integrated circuits are 3-volt. Yeah. So it's funny, for some reason, the one control panel does 3-volt, none of the others do. Huh. But the way he had to make it work was latching. That's and sucks. it works great. I have it on my. Did I? Ever oh, show yeah. You I mean, it sucks that you just don't have the option. You know yeah, I, mean? I wanted to be able to bump with the keypad, and I can, but it gets mad. Oh yeah, yeah, because it's latching. Yeah. It gets mad, and then I wanted to set up a button for manual shift mode, like paddle. Right. And that gets totally pissed too, because it's expecting a very quick press. Right, right, and right. right. Yeah, not... like a momentary, like just a momentary trigger, right? Yeah, I've tried like spamming it, and there's it will not operate faster than the slow amount. But it's there. It's cool as hell. Oh, yeah, yeah. To use the outputs. And what it does is he designed it in a way that it's using the dash inputs. 
Oh, okay. So you can, it makes a pin, and so say you do anti-lag and transbrake, and you drag them over keypad 7. Yep. In the dash, and then you're like, dink, and I have transbrake and anti-lag all together. Hmm. Totally on the keypad button, though, so it's actually a physical pin event. So that's all That's cool. kind of sweet. Yeah. That's pretty sweet, yeah. It's, mu- it's much cheaper to just do all of the, uh, do it other ways, but if you want to, it's so cool to have the the keypad. It definitely I've never is. been the one to do something cheap anyway, so you yeah. know what I mean? Like, Obviously, um, PDM stuff is way better, but that's a oh, cool yeah, yeah, solution yeah. for... Well, I, what I mean is, like, I wanted a CAN bus keypad, like, from Holly, or that would work with Holly, that would communicate I have two, yeah. It's... With with Holly, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm going to grab um, uh, some stuff. Let me... I'm going to answer some questions I saw. Yeah. Uh, Michael Manuel, when you go to a 315, what ring gear, size, and ratio are you going to pick? What RPM are you expecting out the back door? So there's a 340 rear gear in the car now. Uh, we went 206 mile an hour in the 26-inch tall tire. Um, I'm probably When we put a 315 on it, I've got another center section with a 350 rear gear. But honestly, I'm probably going to leave it. I'm probably going to leave a 340 in it and, um, you know, see if it'll go like 225, 227, something like that. So that's that. Um, do, do, do. I don't know anything about gold box. I don't do any of that. Um, Those are more than likely directed to me. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. said the LV1 and LV3 are the new direct injected V6s. No. I, well, I'm not going to say no. I shouldn't say no. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if our harness will work with it. I, don't, I just don't know. You know what I mean? Um, it's not like it's a very common thing for me to run across. I would say that's tough because you need the DI box and everything. Oh, Uh, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, with DI, it definitely isn't going to work. What would be more useful is, like, you do what the L83 guys do, and you convert it to port injection, and then you could easily run the Holly. Yeah. You'd have to do some things unless you make... You'd have to do some stuff, yeah. Unless you make... Because his harness is wired for V8, blah, blah, blah. I would say make your own because you're going to be cutting up Devin's harness, which is the opposite of why you purchased it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly right. Hey, thank you. Gordon Murray designed the McLaren F1. Yes, that's it. And the new car he's designing is freaking amazing. Um, And it's very interesting to watch. So, yeah. Um, I was just scrolling through some of these comments here. Still on V1, but I need to upgrade the Holly. Should I wait for V3? No, put on V2 first. Put that 280 in, and also what I've learned: uh, do not carry over a V1 tune. Use the Wizard or get somebody's 280 tune, because what I've noticed uh, is upgrading people significantly causes problems. Like shit carries over from 121 that was a problem. Oh. I get weird That's stuff. I get weird stuff sometimes making a big jump because it it updates uh, a software firmware version that's so old, and uh, when it carries stuff over, see you can go in, you can use the file comparison, and you can mm-hmm. take a 121 file and open it and save it as a 280, and make a new file and save it as a 280. So they should be both completely compatible 280s. If you right. do comparison, you see differences that shouldn't be differences. Oh, no shit. I've never done that. Yeah, huh. because I've had situations, and then uh, I've bold, I've had so much issues with certain cars, 
and I bulldozed mm-hmm. it. And I redid firmware, and I loaded one of my 280s that I know works, and I just changed what we needed to change for the person. No problem. Huh. Stuff like oh, the dumb shit. shit, like the the boost control stuff doesn't work sometimes, the IETs, the, all that old stuff that was an issue with release creeps up for no reason. And I'm sure it's just stuck in the back somewhere. Right, 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 right. Which is above my pay grade. You know what I so mean? So that's why I'm telling people don't. 121 to 280 is too big. And I can only assume that going that far into 3.0, because 3.0 is going to have so many different things, uh, you're almost better. Don't wait on version 3, let me tell you what. Don't. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just go to it now, if, just, it, were, if it were me. Yeah, rebuild a 2.8 file and move your shit over. Start over. Uh, I say it's not that bad, but I do this a lot. So I updated unfair. two cars today on uh, to V6 build 220. Do you I mean, have I'm the so dash? Sick. Do you have the dash? I don't use the dash to update. The dash it, no. is three thirty times faster. Well, the V6 build 220 is very fast. Yeah, but dude, the dash will flash firmware in like thirty seconds. Yeah, I mean that's what that's what happens with a laptop, dude. It takes about a minute. You know, really, man, it. it takes like yeah. three and a half, at least for me. The old stuff used to take 30 minutes. Oh, dude, the old stuff was like, it was bad. If you're you know using, I mean? even if you, yeah, because the USB port is significantly cut on speed. Yeah. And I wish they would let you do a bunch of other stuff back and forth. But yeah, Joe just said 220 is faster. But man, firmware on a Terminator is 30 seconds versus a long time to do the PC. No, I, uh, I I don't use the handhelds because um, that's not really. Ever I get it. Yeah, on. and every you now and I mean? then we'll have trouble with one like, and I have a bench yeah. harness, and then that obviously bench harnesses are incredible because there's no interference. I built one. I don't know. And then I, I built all this my is stuff the Holly I O box, and it comes with a you can get flying lead for it. You can't get plug and play anything. So you have to do everything, including splitting. If you have a bunch of sensors, you have to split the 5-volt to all those sensors. Blah, blah, blah. So this is uh, the early renditions of... So that's the Can.io box, and then I've been putting them into a 20-pin Molex, because on the other side of that 20-pin, I make a completely terminated harness, and it has two pressure sensors, a flex fuel, and a connector for my Dial-A-Boost, and then it has uh, four outputs you can trigger also. So you plug this stuff in, plug in your sensors, and uh, I even have pre-configured I.O., uh, ICFs, and whatnot, and you just load that and it all works. So That's, that's a slick piece. I, like I think that. there's a big value there because you have to do everything with this. That's a, that's a slick piece. You know, you, know where, you know where he could improve that thing? And I'll say it in uh, packaging. Show that thing again? He is. He's working on it, yeah. He has another version. Uh... It fell. He has another version that is simpler than this. It's ugly, but it's a homemade circuit board. Yeah, so like if he had done that and like just put it in like a fancy case. I said the same. He needs to build a Tyco connector on this and pot it. And it'll be worth more. You oh, don't have sure. to make it cheap. Just do this. Put it yep. in a case with a Tyco. That's all you got to do. 
That's all you gotta do. Yeah, because it has Molex. I mean, he made it as cheap as possible to do a proof of concept and make it cheap enough for people to do themselves. But I for understand. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to do this, and I know how. Right. So right, I know right, right, people right. want to buy it with a plug-in on it, so right. I do it. Yep. Any any time I want to make stuff like this, I think I don't want to do this, and I know people right. want. I know people will buy it. Right. Um, so I'm still working it. on these. I don't have them on the website or anything. I make like one or two at a time, and then I find someone I know or know of that isn't uh, handicapped because it's not easy right now, or it's in some sort of testing right now. But right. Uh, they work great. Uh, yeah, let me know if someone wants to buy this one. I got to make another one, but this one's I bench tested it. Everything works. It has two pressure style transducers and all the good stuff and CAN bus connector. Blah 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 blah. Um, I just saw another question here. What's the secret to making a smooth pump with a trans brake? Is it all in the tube? Oh, well, you have that Are PWM brand... input. Yeah. Um, and and then there's there's some style trans brakes better than others at bumping. Um, yeah, so four LEDs and that kind of stuff suck to bump. Uh, but they you don't can like to bump. Get them. Yeah, they they just they suck to get them to be really smooth. Yeah, um, I have one. It's yeah, I don't plan on bumping at all with it. But the, the key to making it, the key to make it consistent and smooth and always be right. Um, do it at the same uh, trans temp. Like over and over again until you. Yeah, Cameron and I were going to build a bias table. Yep. But yeah, that's a pain in the ass. It is, but four hundreds are so great. easy. Like oh yeah yeah yeah. Point oh two five start, done. Yep yep. Oh, they I don't all... use that. I use I use my. Yeah, you I use it, a totally yeah. different. That's what I people were talking about it, and I said Devin uses a custom twenty volt table that has been around forever, and he likes that. I use built in stage control. Well, the reason I use the table that I use the way I do it is because um, when you manipulate power on the starting line dramatically, um, bump changes dramatically, right? So, yeah, like, I don't, I don't you, do that, so that's why. Yeah, yeah, we wind up changing power on on the starting line all the time, like all the time. So, um, the kill switch asked. Hopefully, the new Dominator will have a PDM built in. It will never have a PDM built in. I'm just going to tell you that. I don't think that that's a very smart idea. Mike from EFI Source, I said, hey, did you see this? And he goes, the electrical interference you're sharing on a circuit board is a terrible idea. That's cool, and people might think it's cool, but having that much high current shit on the other side of a motherboard is asking for trouble. Absolutely. Interference and just, just, yeah, just voltage, like the, the dumping when it's turning stuff on and off. Or on oh, and off. Yeah. That's what I've learned from Mike is like uh, people with trans brake with a bad ground are throwing 400 volts at parts of oh, the yeah. car. And I yep. never knew that. And it's so short of an event. That's why people were blowing injector drivers and stuff because it's throwing in a, in the smallest. It's like a USEC. It throws 400 volts at the car. Yep. Same with the starter. That that will unload a massive amount of current when you go on and off of it. Oh yeah. Yeah. I've um, heard that too. Someone just said I've heard of R5s overheating. I've heard that too. I think that's a cool product, uh but uh I would love for that to happen, but 
a guy that designs integrated circuits for a living says that's a bad idea. Mike from EFI Source. Yeah, I'm I'm not crazy about the idea just because like I know what happens when you switch on a relay. You know what I mean? For something too like, much. like an electric motor. It's just too much shit and you know what I mean? Too much like noise. here's the way I here's the way I look at it, right? Like I have a uh this is my cell phone, right? And this thing started off as just making phone calls, right? So like some of you are old enough, obviously, to remember when these things first came out and we were able to put something in our pocket that can make a phone call. And at first they sucked, but eventually they got really good at making that phone call, right? And then they got text message, right? So that was fun because you'd have to press like eight twice and then this and then five. and then So like when you could only use numbers, right, like a long time ago, it's a text message. It was a pain in the ass. And then they became smartphones and they put all this shit into these phones, right? And this is a Galaxy S22 or something. I don't know, whatever. Like the, it's a fucking expensive. Your your microphone's not on. Um, I said it's a double platinum 40 revision two. Right, yeah, whatever the hell it is, right? So, um, what I'm getting at is that if you don't turn this thing on and off at least like every other day, it turns into shit. After about six months, the battery's worth of shit. It's it's useless, right? The battery totally sucks. I don't. I my iPhone doesn't have those problems. <laughs> Lie again. Lie yeah. again, and you nope. know it. Look at this. Uh-huh. I I still have a. I still have all these other generations because they, they still work today. No problem. No, you you have all those other generations because you need all of them. No. <laughs> because that 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 POS iPhone is probably going to fucking fail you. No, what I mean mine's at, been on for like months. No big deal. What I'm get what I'm getting at is that the more and more stuff that you pack into this phone, of course, the worse it gets at making phone calls, right? Yeah. So it starts dropping calls, and there's other reasons behind why it drops calls and whatnot. Or you doesn't get text messages, or it won't send a picture, or it won't do this or that, right? Um, uh, I think, in my, in my opinion, maybe I'm just a dumbass. I don't know. But when you put um, high power event control in with very smart processors that have to control a lot of uh, critical functions and you jam them all into the same little package, you are asking for trouble. That's my thought. So I'm not a big uh, I'm not a big fan of it, and uh, and and I believe that Holly is uh, uh, in agreement with me. You know what I mean? So. Um, yes. Uh, does Devin have any cars blowing up stories like Matt? Um, the only one that I've ever blown up was, uh, or that even Festiva. seeing one. I don't think people mean you in particular. I blew up that but... Festiva. Do you oh, know, yeah. You know, I threw a brick on the gas pedal and then drank like a 30 pack of Paps. And surprisingly, oh, the damn man. thing. The damn thing ran like on the limiter for like 20 minutes, dude. It was just, it was like steamrolling oil out of the top of it. It's like, it just wouldn't stop. I was like, God dang it. It just doesn't quit. Um, and then I shot the radiator, you know, the rifle, uh, and through the block. And then we finally pulled the one three out of it. Uh, oh, this is a good question. This is a great question. And it's really, really easy to answer. Kelvin Green asks, any thoughts on the FuelTech 600? Uh, no. There we go. That's Never it. used it. I can't. Uh, I, can't I, I mean, I've I've not. I mean, I've played with their software and stuff. I got enough friends that have tried. Uh, to, I know Frank to, likes it. Yeah, 
Um, but that was early on. Enough. That was like two years ago. So yeah, it, it doesn't do enough. Um, I don't think so either. It's like a Honda yeah. S three hundred, in my opinion. Yeah, it's you need, it's, made... it's like Haltech. You need seventy five cam boxes. Right, right, right. I love. And... I give Troy so much shit when he posts a Haltech car. Oh yeah, because it's the Haltech, and then it's like wide band box, wide band box, IO box, IO box. Like I'm like, bro, a Dominator uh, has even. Yeah. It has more, and it's cheaper. So, and then you're not uh, getting like speed limits over the can. Like I can't imagine the refresh rate is worth it over that. The can must be so no, overloaded not. that 20 hertz is over the speed of the can bus. I can't. I can't right. imagine it. So, so here's the thing. This is what I tell people when they're like, "Well, why is Holly better than FuelTech?" Go on to FuelTech software. Okay, this is the simplest thing that I can prove to you that why I'll never touch FuelTech. Um, and go in there. This is so dumb, too. Most cars have a cooling fan, right? You agree? Uh, of course. Okay. So when do you want that cooling fan to run? When do you want it X, to? At, at over X temperature and over, say, 500 RPM, right? Because we don't want to sit there, key on engine off, and let the cooling fan run, right? Yeah, that's what, I mean, the, if you choose the box stock version of the fan control, it does that, and I wish I've said before they should change that to running RPM. So I make a custom output and I give it to everybody. Well, right, right, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm getting at is you have the ability to turn that thing on over 500 RPM with a Holly. Yeah, you can turn it on over say 500 RPM and 160. You can give degrees, it five right? qualifiers. Right, right, right. Plus multiple switches. Yeah. You know, if you had virtual switch one on, we'll run that thing or over this. If you actually you, want it to be running key on, you have the choice. Right. You cannot do that with fuel tech. Wow. Okay. So the way that that's accomplished with fuel tech is you use two of their outputs and you send off one output to a relay and another output to a relay. And both outputs have to be active in order to turn the relay on. Yep. That's how you do it with fuel tech. Interesting. You lost me. You can't turn on a fucking fan. You know what I mean? Yeah, so imagine how like many other things are asshole pigeonholed. Right, right, exactly. Because so, a fan is uh, simple. It's simple to do that. So if there's yeah, complex yeah, yeah. things you want to operate. Yeah, it, it, it can't do it. You know what I mean? Uh, click fifth asks if I ever use weather stations and compensated for things like DA and grains. Yeah, with uh, nitrous cars for sure. Yep, I sure have. Don't they have those weather stations that you can install? Yep. Cameron was talking yep. about it, like an input weather station. Yeah, I haven't. Uh, I'm not. I'm not really 100 percent sold on them. I don't really know uh, anybody using it. That's why I'm asking. Yeah, um, it's. Uh, it is. I, I just don't. I don't trust them like I do my. You know what I mean? Yeah. My actual weather station. There, um, Calvin's asking about Max EC. Oh, Calvin isn't someone saying that. I'm going to use the little boys' room again. I'm going to go for 15 minutes so people don't say that I went too fast. So you're going to shit up in the top of the toilet? Yeah, and the bottom and on the lid and then close it. And then I'm going to take off my shoe and go in that, put my foot back in. Anyway. Yeah. (laughs) Talk. um, Uh, Do you guys guys know old uh, Saturday Night Live clips? I'm becoming the clemp. Talk the monk yourself. Oh, yeah. Here's Here's the subject. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I did. I, unfortunately, I know it all too well. I, uh, I thought I was the only one. I thought I was the only one. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, 
Al Bundy against 20 goats. Who will win? <laughs> Mike Ditka. Oh, that's funny. So Luke Pierce asked me, do I know of any, uh, yeah, so we're doing a, we're doing an event. It's called, uh, Southeast Street Neat. It's a, it's a, uh, drag and drive event. It starts in, uh, Shelby, North Carolina at Shadyside Dragway and then finishes there. Um, do we know of any, uh, tracks having test days prior to the event, preferably weeks ahead of time? Uh, just let me know. We can, I mean, Typically, all I got to do in order to get a, uh, a, a you know, a, a track rental is just make a phone call. Uh, we get a couple people together and, you know, we can get shady side for the day whenever we want for like a thousand bucks. You know, we get four people together. Some of those 250 ahead and you got yourself a private track rental. Um, if you look, if you if. If you see me post anything about a track rental, it's because I'm looking for somebody to get in with me. Uh, I don't know how much more testing I really need to do with my own car, but um, if you make a post about it, I'm sure I can scoop somebody up. There are some people up to uh, to fill up a, a rental. That's the beauty of uh, being where I'm at. Uh, there's a there's a uh, there's a place to rent every corner. You know what I mean? So um, yeah, Turbo Jicks are tuning. Here comes the iPhones, guys. You're right. It's terrible. Uh, they're almost as bad as LS guys. Uh, let me see here. Oh, I'm wondering the proper way to run Holly main power wires with a battery disconnect race car and boats. Run it right to the battery. There you go. Done. Uh, peak of automotive wiring and you still have a flip phone, Android. Um, I do not, uh, buy phones from a company that had to install suicide nets around their building to keep their workers alive. Uh, interested in half mile racing? No, I like eighth mile and I don't even like quarter mile because quarter mile is too long. Uh, so no, I'm not really interested in it. I mean, it's interesting to see and watch and whatnot, but like I'd have to be involved in it with a slower car cause it's just too much already. You know what I mean? Um, Max ECU, so I've got some buddies that are local that run Max ECU on their drag bikes, um, and uh, and it's pretty big in the bike world. Um, uh, BJ Humphreys is the guy who tunes them all. He's local. Uh, Chris Moore, if you follow uh, drag bikes, they got the fastest whatever bike in the world. I don't know, whatever it is. It's like a non-nitro bike. But they that? run Max ECU. Uh, Chris Moore. Oh, with, yeah, they were um, the first ones in the fives. You know what? Yep. I watch a little bit of his videos. I can't stand him. Again, it's one of those people. Uh, mm-hmm. It's not my fault. You guys shouldn't dismiss him because I don't enjoy it. But every now and then I like to uh, – a lot of people were like, that guy's a joke. He doesn't go fast at all. And then like a month after that, the guy goes fives. And I'm like, oh, there's a discrepancy here, people, uh, between who's bullshitting who. And the guy went fives. So yeah. don't know what yeah. to tell you. He's like the only non-nitro bike that's ever gone fives. Um, yeah. They use Max ECU. He really likes it for that. Um, I've played with their software. It's pretty slick. Uh, their software is pretty sweet. Um, at the time, the amount of effort I put into it um, and the, some of the people that I talked to about it, it just didn't do enough for me. Um, but I'm, tough I'm pretty... Once you've used like the Dominator, it's yeah. tough to want to do... I have... T- I have 24 sequentially injected or sequentially controlled injectors. 
24. Yeah, it's... I don't think people... You know what I mean? Like, I'm part, like when I was at PRI, like, we stopped by the Mtron booth, and Mtron makes some really nice stuff, and Mtron has got probably one of the most interesting software logic, you, you know, like, the way they control things, in my opinion, right? They do some really, really cool stuff. I spent about an hour talking to the guy from Mtron. He tried giving me two of everything that they had, and I was like, no. Um... <laughs> Because it still doesn't do enough. I mean, now the things that it does, it does really well. You know what I mean? I think for but, a use case scenario, because like Calvin is saying here, it has like an integrated CAN bus read and write, and it has a CAN 1 and 2, and you can literally like be running a car with that CAN running into it, and you can define things, and then you can say like, so say you have a BMW that runs electric fan, and now you want to run it. You can tell the Max ECU to look at the coolant temp from the can and mm-hmm. produce functions from that, and it can shoot code too. Yep. So that's something I would love to play with. So you can imagine on like an integrated car, very useful. Oh, for sure. Because it has all that stuff built in, but people don't really use it, don't know how to use it, don't want to use it. And then as I've heard from Calvin and that, they're Swedish, or they're over there, I think they're Swedish, or Poland or something. Uh, ECU Masters is made in Poland. But yeah, he said it's tough, the language barrier is tough, and then it's tough. They take it as an insult when you ask or say that it should do something. And then he, like he said in the last radio show we did, you almost have to present it as if it was their idea for them to accept it. Oh, so they're like on, they're on board with corporate America. It's like they're my five-year-old <laughs> and he doesn't want to do something. So you have to say it in a way that sounds like he's coming up with it and then he's all for it. Right, right. So um, the the same similar scenario happened like when we were talking to the guys at Mtron and I asked them, you know, like, well, will it do something, whatever it was? And he's like, well, why would you want to ever do that? And I'm like, well, that's, we do that all the time. Well, I'm asking. You know what I mean? And he's like, well, you know, they do like a lot of the um, time attack cars and stuff like Mtron does. And I was like, well, that's cool. But like, I deal with like three and 4,000 horsepower shit. You know what I mean? Like, how's your injector drivers? And they're like, oh, they're great. And I'm like, well, what's great? And we, you know, like, we started talking about it. And I'm like, the injector I want to drive is like, needs to get hit with a lot of power. Oh, well, you'd probably not want to use our injector drivers. I'm like, oh, convenient. So, like, I really like the way you do some stuff uh, in your software, but, like, the rest of it is just, like, dog shit for me. For me. Yeah, physical implementation is not there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but, like, I know it's, like, some other people that have ran Mtron and been successful with it in the drag race community, but I don't know... I hear it as a road racing thing, just like Max ECU and uh, yep. Link. Yeah. It's more yeah. of what I would say road race guys have it, but drag guys I've, I mean, don't. I've heard of about drag guys using it, but, like, I don't know what else they had to do to make it work the way they wanted it to. You know what I mean? Like, I just don't have the ins and outs of it, so. Yeah. Um, Same with Max ECU. I'd love to put it on something I'm messing with, but I don't want to. Everything I have, like, I bought that dominator like a year ago just to shelf it and i have so much stuff like that that i can just and they're all ls based so i'm just like i don't want to mess around i don't have the time to do the r and d maybe i will again but i just want to plug it all in and use it yeah yeah um 
I don't know. I mean, I mean, I've been a Holly guy for a really long time, and I'm, I'm not, I don't foresee myself changing uh, anytime soon. You know what I mean? Um, not unless, uh, not unless somebody comes out with something that does exactly what I wanted to do. Yeah, with like a hundred and fifty IO that's cheaper than everything else. It has better soft. <laughs> they have to hit a lot of marks. Like my buddy Calvin said here, Holly is so easy. And yep. yeah, like uh, what's funny is I remember when Terminator came out and they have the wizard and everything. People are like, well, that's dumb. It's too easy. And I'm like, why? Why shouldn't it be that easy? And people are like, well, new guys can just do that. They haven't learned. Why should they have to? It's yep. like a new car. You don't have to hand crank it. You don't have to know how to do like a valve lash for a Model T. Like you buy right, a Toyota. Right, right. You buy a Toyota to be a washing machine with wheels. Yep. Like, let's go and let's go. Right. Like, you don't have to be. You don't have to learn to be such a damn mastermind. Like, just people want to drive their cars. Is that a crime? No, not at all. And that's where I think a lot of people like try to. You know, there's there's like the super genius complex amongst people. You know what I mean? Where they like have to make something so fucking complex that nobody will ever. Do and that's it. what I my yeah. biggest gripe is with like when people bring it up is the Megasquirt stuff. The software is in Java, first of all. Mm-hmm. That's a huge crime. And then it's so convoluted, and then like it's hard to load a file. It's it's difficult to learn. There's too many options that do very little or too much. Uh, if you give someone a tune file, they're like, what do I do with this? Right. Because it's an MSQ or it's a project file. or And then the dialogue that comes up that says, you know, a comparison, like what's on your ECU is different from your tune file. What do you want to do? And it's convoluted. Like you're like, right. which, which one do I do? It, it, right. They don't make it easy. Because uh, Holly thing says literally like get from ECU or send to ECU. And, you know, that was, that came out right away, right? And you know where that's from? That's because of Big Stuff 3. That's because of... Uh, Were they garbage uh, also? Or it would never oh, even ask shit. you? Holy shit, yeah. And, like, half the time with Big Stuff 3, you didn't even know if it went in or not. Could you pull the tune from a Big Stuff, or did you always have to write one? You, oh, shit. I I used a, uh, I tuned a... I don't a... remember. I tuned an old fast or an old big stuff for somebody with a turbo small block. And I was able to, he was some like a friend of a friend. And I was like, I'll try. And it wasn't bad because it's so simple. Right. The closed loop fueling was actually really good on it. I was you impressed. must have had it. You sure it wasn't an XFI? It, I can't remember, but it was old. It looked like DOS when you used everything. Yeah, yeah. It, it was probably it was probably XFI because the, the closed loop fueling in Big Stuff Three was dog shit. Okay. Um, yeah, this yeah, was actually was good. Yeah, it was absolutely terrible in Big Stuff Three. Um, and uh, well, you know, that's the thing. Like, I, like I got some some friends that like use Motec, and and they said, man, the the closed loop fueling in Holly is like better than anything we got it's, from Motec. Yeah, like I always say to people the biggest thing about firing a turbo LS car is getting the fueling right. Yep. And then what's crazy is it's that it's so fast and so good. And then you have a damn wizard. Like I call it a game boy tune. Mm-hmm. You go people, 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 and the car starts and runs and then you have closed loop fuel on. And I, even as an experiment, I built a 2,500 truck that I did an integrated yeah. Holly on 
and your like drive-by wire, map sensor, injectors, 4L80E, gear ratio, and I fired it and drove it out of my garage and up and down the street. And I'm like, man, that is really challenging with like HP tuners or something like that. It just you can't do it. And then and people, how long people are it, done. How long did it take you to do it? What's that? How long did it take you to do it? Like just twelve minutes. Two. Right, 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 right. Two. And then there's still people that are online bitching about their wizard. And then, and then what I do uh, on the dyno is if I make multiple tunes for people. Uh, and I put them all in the dash, and they load the damn tune in three seconds and restart the car. Yeah. So people, a lot of people buy, like, my Dial-A-Boost. Ironically, they buy my stuff, and then they come to the dyno, and everything works. Uh, not a shameless plug, but they just want stuff that works. But if yep. they don't have the dial that I usually set up to adjust, most popularly it's called Dial-A-Boost. Obviously, you can use that dial to offset whatever you want, but what people are looking for is, is they might be, no offense, a boomer, and they mm-hmm. now they have a car that's capable of 400 to 800. And they're like, this is all fantastic, but how do I adjust that power output? Right, right. And I made the plug-and-play dial, and I'm like, you turn this fucking dial. What dial do you use? The AEM trim pod? The AEM, but dude, their quality has gone to hell, and it takes me, like, months to get it. So I think I have to stop offering it. Lately, I've been getting more and more bad ones per batch, and they can only sell me, like, 20 at a shot. Really? And uh, it's getting frustrating, and ECU Masters has really picked up for me. So I, I get they, ECU Masters. I've never used the ECU Master dial. The they're nice. incredible, but they're uglier than an AEM. Oh. Like, they have a square circuit board on the back that's mm-hmm. just open. And but they they work incredible and they uh they have like an eight position click and the nice thing about the AEM is it has like a twelve but right. honestly it, that it doesn't matter it. like the no. eight gets it done and you can actually get those and the quality is better they're just not as attractive but people are just gonna have to live with it yeah there's the e- a pl- ECU master's pl- incredible I've been talking to the owners for a while now and they are awesome he literally just sent me. Like a race car that's like a IS, what the fuck is it? Sorry. He said he's like talk me out of buying this. <laughs> this is the for sale ad. It's a 2018 Lexus LC 500 coupe, and it's like 25.5 and it has a Rossler and carbon fiber. Oh, is it that white one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I saw that one. He's yeah. like talk me out of this. <laughs> yeah, I saw that car. That was a nice car. I'd have been telling him to buy it. I'm not sure if I hate money enough to build it and chuck it down a drag strip. It's what he said. <laughs> Zach um, Denny, yeah, that's Zach. Yep. Um, I'll I'll tell you that the there's a company I can't remember the name of it. I I, I ordered some. They'll probably be here in a month because they come from uh, Poland or something. But um, I ordered some dials. I'll let you know how they turn out. Um, they're all built aluminum. They were not cheap. I think they were like ninety bucks a piece. But um, it cuts into my yeah, not exactly your demographic, share. right, right, right. But they were like eighty or ninety dollars a piece, and they're like a billet deal. Very nice looking, like real high quality. Came with a couple different colored like dial, like the actual knobs. You know what I mean? Um, was that the ECU Master deal? 
Uh, no, this is the AEM one. Yeah, I got a bunch of them. Yeah, and it's nice. I mean, it's like completely sealed in the right. wires, and and I've been buying like uh, I've been testing out cheaper Amazon ones, and they do work. They just don't look pretty. Um, right. It's tough to ask people. What I like is the click. Yep. So the e- ECU master has the detents because you don't even have to look. It can be under your dash, and you go and all you the way left, click, and then click, you go. Click three you go dink 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 yep it's very nice uh honestly the 12 pin is a little too much it's cool because it goes to 11 uh you do have to solder the wires to the ecu master but we're doing that for you in the kit and they also have a dtm connector that disconnects it like a foot out uh Mm -hmm. yeah it has to he just wrote clicky boy it has to be clicky boy it feels (laughs) you don't know really what's happening with the uh let me see. I'm getting like you, bud. I got oh, this This fancy. whole white thing is wiring and crimpers now. Heck yeah. So that's an Amazon one with like, yep. and this is like a volume knob. Mm-hmm. And it just, oh, spins, yeah, yeah. just and then it has, here. it has the leads here, Yep. which I bend and I put shrink wrap over it and it looks great. But uh, this is just a smooth boy. It works, but. A majority, it's not attractive to a majority of people, and I don't like right. it either. And I don't people, like it with it. If, it. if it isn't gonna click, I don't like it. Yeah, the ECU master at least detents, and I they're in stock when I order them. Yeah. Because at one point I ordered like eighty AEM dials because Summit had them in stock. Well, yeah. it was like six different warehouses, and all of them had a quarter of that. Oh, shit. So I am waiting. I have completely wired stuff from Jacob, and I have no dials, and I can't sell them. Damn. And it took like four months. That was previously. Now I stop. I buy an order of AEMs, and I don't wait. I just order ECU Master. Right. And then when AEMs come in, I just use them. I don't – I stopped. I used to segment them on the website, but now I just wrote with a clicky dial. You're going to get one or the other. They're the same cost – and also, here, this is cool as hell. You guys want to know what's cool about ECU Masters even more? Their guy made these for me, and they fit the ECU Master dials. You're going to shit your pants, excuse me. So they made this sticker to go behind oh, the dial. Sweet. And then here, here's the here's the good part. Here's the good one. It's a raccoon with a pointer. <laughs> and he goes on the knob face, see, and then he points at the number that's associated here. That's pretty funny. And I got these I got these not that long ago, so they didn't go with the old ones, but all of the Jacob is doing a hundred percent of the things now. And they yeah. all go. I sent Jacob like half of the they sent me like five hundred. They're maniacs. But they they're such a cool company, they made these and sent them to me for nothing. And they didn't even ask you if no. like you wanted them. No, that's pretty awesome. They're just like, here's a million stickers designed with your stuff. Love you, bye. That's pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They just did that's it to be cool. funny. Hey, I just uh, I just remembered. Um, you commented on my video, and I think it was like the video where like I did like some in car footage from the car when we were at Sick Week. Okay. Uh, do you, you commented about the cranking speed? 
Well, I, I saw that you were commenting early about people asking about it, but I always yeah. laugh when I hear it because it sounds like a, I had a ZX6R and I had a 636. I don't know if you were around. Yeah, that. yeah, I remember. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Same sound. Like 340 yeah. RPM on the start. Yeah, yeah, it cranks so freaking fast. Yeah, we had a lot of comments about that. I had a lot of comments. It sounds like, insane. It sounds like you're on 20 volts with like a yeah. truck battery. Nope, 16 volts. Uh, yeah, the couple right times starter. you're in the staging lanes and it's just like, da, da, da. oh yeah, their Pro 16 came out uh, today, but he's been telling me about. I think he told me in December, but they had supply chain issues. He was he was it was supposed to be out before that, but yeah, What's they have a they have a big boy one now that can do dual throttle by wire and everything. I think it has the Pro 16 has eight EGT inputs built in. What's the Pro 16 from Mtron? No, no, uh, ECU Master came out with a new oh, ECU. Oh, okay, they okay. released it today. Huh. Yep. Uh, Johnny Trend, yeah, that's a House of Pain starter. It's a 139-tooth Mazir billet flex plate and a House of Pain starter. We wired uh, Mark Payne's car, and that's actually how I learned about him uh, and, the, and the starters and alternators and stuff that he builds. And then um, uh, we're used in our... Uh, well, it's not ours. I didn't build the battery. Full spectrum powers, uh, P motive, like P2000 battery, 16 volt. And then um, I had a, uh, uh, I had Power Master build us an alternator. Um, well, I shouldn't, I guess, redo an alternator the way I wanted them done. And um, that combo did all of Sick Week right at 17 volts the entire time. Um, you know, idle, you know, going down the racetrack, the whole nine yards, uh, it stayed right at rock solid at 17 volts. I never put a battery charger on it. Nothing like it was like a, it was perfect. You know what I mean? Like it was that whole combo was like absolutely perfect. Like never a cold start problem. Cause it cranks so damn fast. It doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Like it's, it always starts really good. So. Oh, can you hear me? Yeah, you Dude, like the ear, I'm being a little bitch. I haven't worn my headphones in like a year, and they're killing me. Oh. I'm being a little girl. They're wearing me out, hurting my head. Uh, it cranks right around 300 RPM. John, Johnny Trans. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I'm just putting these damn things away. For 16 volt, we do a lot of 16 volt. For 16 volt, I highly recommend just buying the alternator that we sell from Power Master. Um, there's not a part number that's like readily available for it. But, you know, um, uh, am I quiet? Yeah, I got to change my uh, stuff because I. Oh look at whatever you did, you killed. Uh, you killed my sound. How about now? When I switched Whoa. it over to audio, I have to switch the stupid Matt. audio on this, too. I can't hear you, Matt. Oh, you just have to. Nope. I muted myself in the damn There app. you are. What happened was when I changed all my audio, I had to change my OBS stuff, too. Does everyone like my Static X? Yes, that's great. <laughs> Apparently, you killed my audio, too. Yeah, I, I did oh, all of it at once. I should have told everybody to wait, but it wasn't that oh, bad. Oh, I got you. It's a good thing uh, I'm not a moron. There's a lot of dumb shit going on. 
Uh, you see all my audio devices? <laughs> like, if you watch the stream, I have like 20. No wonder it's a pain in the ass. I have like 15 things to choose from. And then when I change that, I have to change it over in my broadcast software. That is oh, really God. big. I look like a douche. <laughs> uh, oh, to the side. Anyway, sorry, uh, Power Master. Yeah, uh, so like, I, I, if it's sixteen volt, I use Power Master. Uh, you know, we sell a, a badass one. Uh, MacMan makes a really good alternator for twelve volt stuff. They make a really nice alternator. Um, uh, somebody asked, "What's my favorite PDM for a drag and drive application?" I like a smart wire. Uh, I like it over everything else. It's got the um, the it has the most outputs that are the easiest to configure. It's the most robust. It's been rock solid. It hasn't given me any problems. It's the only problems that I've ever had with them is they're brand new when this problem happens. Is a little dongle for the keypad. They show up not programmed. And it has been a total nightmare. So, but that's like not a problem with the actual unit. It's just that like it got shipped out without programming for the keypad. But I believe they've got, hopefully they've got that taken care of now. So Um, that's my biggest gripe. So, um, hey, look at that. Luke just just said the same thing. SmartWire is awesome. He he said the exact same thing. Yeah, Luke, did you get the dongle taken care of? Hopefully. I wish they never called it that word. It's such a weird yeah, it's name. it's a really stupid name. I call it? it a dangle. Yeah, I call it a piece of shit. Um, That's a good question by Will. Where's Click this? Fifth. What's the Where? most important sensor for getting down the racetrack? Other than obvious ones to make. You could be a jerk and be like, a map sensor. Um, a G meter. Hmm. Yep. I guess you can see how hard the car is accelerating. Yeah, G meter. That's the most important. Um. Okay, good. Donnie took care of you. Uh. Good. Very good. Okay, good. Um. Yeah. So I like to use the VPS. Um. What's a V alternative for a PLEB? What is that? Well, he means what's a VPS alternative for a pleb, meaning a poor person. Like, what could he use instead of a VPS? Are there other um, options? A VPS, and then uh, or a. Uh, I mean, you could use a cheaper G meter that just measures like uh, x-axis. You know, because x-axis is like the first thing you look at, right? So. Um, I like a VPS because like if you buy a VPS for, I think they're eight or 900 bucks, you, um, uh, you, uh, you have a, um, you have X and Y axis plus you have Z axis plus you have pitch roll and yaw. And then you've got limit settings that you can set to trigger things inside of the ECU. There's a lot that it can do. It also gives you virtual time slips. Um, so like if you go to like a clocks off race or a street race or something, you have like a virtual time slip from it. Um, uh, but if you, if you don't want all that extra shit and all you care about is an X axis or whatever G meter, um, there's, there's just like that guy said, turbo jigs tuning. There's a lot of three axes that are cheaper. 
So. Oh, my mic is on. My mechanical keyboard. Did you hear me? Yeah. A thousand volume. Uh, do you do any... ClickFifth asks, do you do any wheelie control or shoot triggering with VPS? Yes, that's exactly what I use it for. Mm-hmm. All the cool I mean, stuff. I use... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, like, you could do a lot with it. You know what I mean? You know what I always wanted to try is Haltech sells a GPS sensor, GPS speed mm-hmm. sensor. Like, you can wire it into the ECU and use that for speed instead of, like, front wheel or whatever. Oh, I highly doubt it's fast enough. Yeah, same, it's a can. Well, no, it's a, it's a 0 to 5 volt or something or a frequency input. But yeah, it's a it's a standalone. I, someone was asking about budget traction management, and I said two wheel speed sensors, driven and undriven wheel, and set up. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Seventy it's ways to do it. That's one of my gripes with the Dominator software that has traction management. It's all like drive shaft speed. That's the way I do it. For, well, race cars, but I wish it yeah, just yeah. had a slip angle for rear and front wheel. I made my own tables that show a slip amount, and then I made another table that can pull timing based on slip amount. Yeah. It's not terrible, but I wish for the extra amount you spend, it just had a speed table. But I also understand that 1% of people might want to use it the way I do. Wait till you see what's in V3. Uh, yeah. Well, is Terminator have that? Traction control strategies? <clears throat> so, uh Wait. Johnny Tran asked, is there any electrical components that don't work as good with 16-volt systems? Uh, you saw what I did there, Matt, right? Ah, uh, yes. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, there's a couple of things that don't really work too well with 16-volt systems. Crappy light bulbs, uh, especially <laughs> with an alternator. Crappy light bulbs, once they get up to like uh, like 17.5 volts, they usually pop. Um, I put LEDs in, in all the 16-volt cars with an alternator. Um Spall fans will shut off at like 17.0 volts or 17.2 volts, like the brushless fans from Spall. Um, And uh, that's about it. So. um, I don't know why everybody wants to. What's clacking away? Yeah. Um. I don't know why so many people are so interested in using the GPS for for traction control. I don't know. I don't know. To me, I've put a $38 Hall effect sensor on a knuckle and pointed it at the back of wheel studs and it works. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like VR sensor. Most recently, I used a two wire $28 VR and that worked too. It wasn't great. Like you needed to average over a lot of steps. Sure. But as soon as it got to a worthwhile mile an hour where you would use it anyway, mint. Hmm. It was it was averaging so many steps that under like 25, it was moving a lot. Yep. But man, like 40 miles an hour and up, clear as a bell. Huh. Just pointed at the studs, nothing special. I took the stock ABS ring wiring and threw it right into the Dominator on my new edge. Works amazing. Um, GPS still reads when the front tire's in the air. The front tire shouldn't be in the air. Yeah. Like I always say, disable it till they're on the ground. Yeah, well, I mean, they shouldn't be in the air. Yeah, effectively, you shouldn't be wheeling far. 
No. And if you're ever going to do front versus rear wheel speed, always put the, the, the front wheel speed sensor on the uh, passenger front. Because, yeah, they pick up a right a lot. Yep. Yeah, they'll always pick up the driver front first. You know what I mean? They usually always tote that driver front tire first. So, um, you know, you put them in the, uh, on the passenger side. And, uh, well, like Frank used to say, I don't know if he still believes in this, but he's like, track control slows you down. That's a double, yes and no. But that was you old. I mean? Like, that was, you know what I mean? Yeah, that was oh, 10 yeah, years yeah, ago. yeah. Because oh, he would yeah. be like, it's on, it's, it's going to make a pass. And you, if you, if traction control has to come on, you're, you're going to lose. But obviously <sighs> the strategies are probably really good now compared to. Well, them. so here's the thing. Traction control doesn't have to slow you down. Traction control can actually speed you up, but it depends on where you're at with your tune up. Right. So if you're a conservative tuner and you know, you're going to go down, traction control can speed you up. If you are a, um, if you're a wild man of a tuner, traction control can only slow you down. So, like, I call people um, season MVPs versus home run derby champs. You know what I mean? That's the way you, that's the way you look at tuners. I know who I am because I'm a hammer. But realistically, uh, I'm not a, a kill-it person. I drive to the track and go home. Yeah. Um, the... The guys that are home run derby champions, they typically lose, but they set records, right? Um, yeah, Chris Ortiz knows all about that. Guys that they run the fastest, and then they're like, "Bam, we're the best." They can't yep. keep a car together one weekend, but they're the best. Right, and they've never won a single race in their lives, but like they've got a they got a record. You know what I mean? Um, I'm not saying that about everybody who's got a record. I'm just saying like there's two different types of of, of tuning thought process there. So with those two different types of tuning thought process, if you're a home run derby champion, then traction control is only going to slow you down. And that's because it has to slow you down because you were about to knock the tires off. You know what I mean? Um, the conservative tuners, it can actually make you faster because you can play it safe this is a long-winded conversation. We don't need to get into this shit. But with a profiler, it can make you faster. So, I just did an hour and a half long video on a fucking profiler the other night. And you know what? When we got all done, I started uploading it, and my audio was gone. Oh, yeah. But Shannon's audio was there. So, huh. like, we did, like, a team viewer, like, you know, you know what I mean? Like, a screen-captured team viewer. And, um... Uh, my audio was gone. Shannon's audio was there. The good news is, is that Shannon does most of the talking. Anytime you talk to Shannon, uh, no matter what, Shannon's doing most of the talking. Um, so I had to rewatch this hour and twenty minute long video, and um, you and like I had to, like dub what I was saying in over top of it. You know what I mean? So I was like trying to remember what the hell I was even saying. So like, it took hours. I was so fucking mad, but. Uh, but if anybody's interested in a profiler or traction control at that level, just go on to my YouTube channel and watch that video I just posted. It should teach you a lot about profiler. So there's a wealth of information in it. Um, hey, does anybody got any? Uh, what I was going to ask is, does anybody got any video questions? Like video um, uh, 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 suggestions? I need some v topics for videos. Ah, uh, yes. 
So, like, if you don't mind, like, you know, post them up here or, like, send them to me in, like, Facebook Messenger or something or whatever. How much value do you think there is in monitoring PanVac? On a nitrous combo, it's all in the PanVac. On a turbo combo, um, it's, uh, you know, I don't know. It's, in a turbo combo, you just don't want to see too much pressure. You know what I mean? (laughs) So... Uh, but no, but Panvac's a, you, Panvac's definitely a useful one. Um, what was another one? Oh, he said my do's and don't videos are good. I was a little leery about doing that because I didn't want to come across pompous. I don't know if you watched that. Well, someone else asked earlier, and I think in the YouTube comments for, to do more etiquette, like drag strip etiquette. I know we went over that, but I think we get into other subjects deeper like you and i think we said the same thing but uh once we reiterate we say different things yep because we can fill the dots but a lot of people don't know because i'll do that too and i'll do three videos about something and i think i'm talking about the same subject and everyone's like i learned something every video keep rambling right 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 why is double bulbing bad? Oh, man, that's just discourteous. It's like slamming a door in someone's face. Um, yeah, that's really what it is. Like, you know, it's just, it's called courtesy staging for a reason. That's all it really is. Um, you know, some tracks will wave you off. You know what I mean? You go to a grudge track and you double bulb somebody. Oh, it's just not you know, allowed. Well, it's not that it's not allowed because if the other guy may just go in, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, Oof. Uh, for streetcar guys not using 30 amp Bosch relays, not a smart wire. Can you give a general list of what you consider clean and what you consider noisy? Um, uh, fuck, that's a long one. That's well, a clean and noisy to me is clean as a battery ground and dirty as a chassis ground. Yeah, but I'm, I think he means like by device, right? It's like what kind of device would be a considered anything with a motor. Uh, is is not using 30 amp relays and not a smart wire. Can you give a general list of what you consider? Yeah. See, like, that's what, that's what I mean. Like, I don't really know. Not using either one. How are you powering it? Right. uh, right, Wireless Tesla power. Right. Nikolai Tesla. Um, He needs to rephrase that. I'm sure there's a mistake there. Oh, he meant using Bosch relays. And oh, not like a, a regular five-pole mechanical? Is that what you're asking? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it doesn't really matter how you're powering something. Typically, what, what powering something isn't really the problem. It's where it gets grounded. Because all power has to come from ground. Yeah, so like anything with throwing it, the, the, the poles, right. the switch can be dirty as hell. Yeah, and it doesn't you're really, throwing it doesn't really power matter. to the device, but the ground of that device is depending is on important. what gets clean or not. Right. So, like, anything with a motor is what I always tell people. Like, the easiest way to go about this is, like, anything with a motor, ground it to the chassis. You know what I mean? Fuel pump, so, fan, blah, blah, fuel blah. Fuel pump, fan, water pump, uh, you know, starter motor, they you don't know, care. Like any of that kind of stuff, you know. Also, they're going to dump inductive loads. Correct. Yep. Like we were talking about, it can it can flash in high and low, like weird-ass voltages. Yep. Yep. 
You obviously don't tie a trans brake to a big relay sensor ground. Yeah. Right, 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 right. We talked about it earlier, but we could probably say it 10 more times because people, you'll blow the injector drivers off a board or worse. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Literally, like, Um, Mike showed me, like, we did a thing and he showed me a 400 volt spike on a a scope. And I was like, wow. It's insane when you see it. Oh, for sure. Because you're like, ah, oh, whatever. Just, and then you're like, wow, 400 volts. Yep. He Johnny Tran said, uh, I like your how to pick a tuner video. Man, that was a tough one to make. I don't like being on camera at oh. all. I hate being on camera. I don't know why. It's just always been it's like true, though. There. It's, again, being truthful with yourself and realistic <laughs> and expectations. Mm-hmm. Like that guy, like I said, uh he seemed like he needed a lot of attention and I'm like that. I'm not your guy. I can't hold right. your hand. I can't. Right, right, right. But someone um, will, someone will, and you're um, going to pay for it. But that, that video that I made of how to pick a tuner was difficult to make because like, I didn't want it to come across. Like I was trying to like sell myself as a service. Cause I'm not like, I don't need any work. Um, but, and I also didn't want to come across as if like trying to bad mouth anybody or anybody at all. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't want anybody to think that, but I've gotten a lot of messages from people that were like, man, that how to pick a tuner video is actually really good. I never thought about things that way. And then, and I, so I guess it was helpful, you know? Same thing with like the etiquette things we go over or yep. expectation things. People, yep. there's a disconnect. And then when you talk about it realistically, and then like I always bring up, there's an issue when people call a shop. And then when someone says no, they immediately want to go to the internet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. They just don't do it. Just don't. Yeah. And it's tough for them to answer. They don't. They want to dance around answering you because they don't want you to be a five-year-old on the internet. Right. 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 It's a tough situation. It's like yeah. uh, I brought up my buddy Ryan Gary that owns thirteen twenty, the Subaru shop, and i've i've said you know like people are like oh why can't they just do a sloppy build and i'm like he has employees he has a building he has a reputation his workload stuff will come back i don't i think you guys you're dumb to not realize that i'll say it out loud but here's your i will fill this in as a summary for you it's easy to understand yeah um there's two questions right here, basically about injectors, like one up there. No, you weren't. Oh, you weren't for me. Oh, well, that was dumb. Uh, well, there's two questions here that says, like, what's your opinion on Bosch 210s versus DECA 220s uh, versus Holly 220s? So that's easy. Holly and DECA 220s are the exact same thing. Um, so they're the exact same injectors. Just Holly is buying them from Siemens DECA. A uh, little birdie told me that those injectors are going to be coming back onto the market. Uh, so if you are in the market for Siemens Deca 220s, I, a little birdie told me that they're going to be coming back on the market probably in the next month or so. Um, what is my opinion of them? They're a superior injector. They're all stainless. Uh, they work better. They pulled up better. They're just a better injector all over. They're also a low impedance injector. So... Um, where a Bosch G10 is a high impedance injector. Eric Miller said, with the drag and drive things taking off, is anybody doing injector end angle tuning with how much I can clean up at idle and low RPM exhaust stink? I would think that might be popular. So 
in the Dragon Drive community, it is very strange because most people are not very good at tuning anything. It's <laughs> rather interesting. Yeah. Um, they, yeah. So there's uh, like, so I saw quite a few cars there that have the same intake manifold that I do or similar intake manifold that I do. And um, my intake manifold has got three sets of injectors per hole. And one set of the injectors is underneath of the intake manifold. And it's pointing up towards the root, like away from the port, right? Like, so it's like the worst direction that you could point an injector at because like, it's, it's not pointing towards the valve, but the injector literally points towards the roof of the port. Not even the roof of the port, like the top of the runner. You know what I mean? So it's just a bad deal. Anyway, the only way that you can get that, that engine to run uh, on those bottom um, injectors is with 290 negative 290 degrees of injector end angle. And most people haven't figured that out. So I, when I was walking around, I see the same people or see people with the same intake manifold. Um, there's one guy, Clark uh, Rosengill, who's got like a fifth gen Camaro. He's like, yeah, those injectors underneath the intake manifold, they don't work. That, that company's a piece of shit. I'm like, no, that company's not a piece of shit. What are you talking about? And like, people just like get blown away. Like, they don't understand that they, you have to actually do something with it. You know what I mean? So, to answer your question, do I think it can clean up at idle and low RPM exhaust stink? And you know, would it be, uh, would it be useful and popular? It would be if a lot of the people that did drag and drive stuff actually paid attention to that kind of stuff. So, is anybody doing injector end angle tuning? Yes, I am. I'm sure there's a couple others too. So. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I mess with it when the car is under half or 60% duty because uh, Kenny has explained it and other people have explained it to me. You need the window, so you need a larger injector to get the window. Yep. Or else it, the timing event becomes more than the window and then yep. it goes away. Yeah, like with injector end angle, you learn that, like, especially at idle, it's easiest to screw with that, with that idle. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's a pretty constant thing. Um, if you want to learn about injector end angle, the best way to do it is, in my opinion, is switch the car over to alpha N. Um, so that there's no deviation on how many pounds per hour of fuel that it's going to be flowing. And um, turn off idle control. Right, unplug an IAC and uh, make the car run, and then start playing with idle or with uh, injector end angle and how and see how lean you can actually get it to run. That's the best way to learn about injector end angle, in my opinion. So, you ever done that? I haven't done it specifically like that. I've heard of all sorts of ways. Uh, honestly, I don't know enough about it. And I don't know enough of it in practice. I'd like to try more of that with like my Fairmont or maybe my Mustang again. But realistically, I enter the calculator and I run the math. And then uh, you can tell right away the idle and drivability is better on a giant injector. And then a bunch of times I've had cars pick up like like 500 to 800 horsepower cars pick up 40 to 60 rear wheel. Mm -hmm. Just with phasing. It'd be cool to do on motor, but I just assume that percentage is lower. It is. Um, but cruise, really... startup, idle, yeah. much better. Well, that's the hardest stuff to tune. Yes. Cruise, startup, idle, you know. Did I send cool. you my startup video for my Mustang? 
No. I fired it the other day on like a 46 degree coolant temp with 66% alcohol. Mm-hmm. And it has a dual four inch throttle bodies and it just fires and idles like a stock Silverado. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. Very nice. Um... It's funny to hear because people can't make cars start. So I have like a fairly weird complex setup like that and it's poof. Yeah. Did Cameron send you, do you see Cameron's car start on methanol? Yeah, a little while ago, right? Yeah, like stock. Yeah. Yep. He's reaching yeah, and hit the starter and it, it runs. Pretty awesome, right? Yep. Um, click fifth. When setting up an LS or other drop-down option in Holly, do you think there's much benefit to setting up custom ignition with a dual table for stock coils for a methanol car? Well, for sure you need, I would, I mean, I'd be running the dual up, especially if I was going to be using stock coils on a methanol car. That's more up your alley there. Yeah, I mean, uh, the the coil, the dwell times are fine stock. I mean, you could modify those. Uh, they're basically, you're going to want to go in between two and a half and three and a half and see which one makes more power. Sometimes dwelling them too long makes less. Uh, they have the internal cutoff sometimes if they think they're pulling too much amperage and everything else. Uh, yeah, I've had cars where on like Mega Squirt they would misfire like crazy, and I'd have to enter a custom dwell, and then it would go away. But I've never run into that with anything else. I don't know. I guess their ignition strategy is different, or I don't know. You only really want a long dwell when you're like starting, in my opinion. Well, we use a good bit of dwell when you're on methanol. But you have IGN one A's. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I don't see any difference usually. What would be a good test is if you're on meth and it seems like it's breaking up, like add and remove dwell. Well, the thing that that typically gets most people is that um, uh, the Holly is targeting thirteen point eight volts in the background. So if you are lower than 13.8 volts... It modifies uh, it. I've noticed that too. Even if you lock it, the dwell amount changes. Because it's always looking for voltage. It's always looking for that 13.8. It has a hidden table that adjusts the dwell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all in the background. Yeah. Uh, If you pull it up in the the log, it's called uh, voltage compensated ignition dwell. Um, And like with the 16-volt stuff, when you're up to 17 volts... You've got a call for like eight-ish uh, milliseconds to dwell hmm. in order to get like the six and a half that you're after. You know what Interesting. I mean? Yeah, I don't run into, I don't do any of that at all, so I have not a good opinion. Oh yeah. Unless it's stock coils and everything. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I would. You'd have to wait till you have a misfire situation and then see if increasing the charge time helps. Yeah. But then, I mean, if you have if you have heat sink coils, you could pop your you could just dust a piston with a long dwell oh, time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. they auto fire. Yeah. That's what eights for eight did. I I dusted the number one piston twice in a row. Really? It turned it into sand. Mm. And I'm like, why? It was like 700 horsepower on E85. Yeah. And it would vaporize number one. And I I changed injectors. I had them. Fl- I did all sorts of shit. And then we were like, man, you hear about this stuff with the coils? And I swapped the coils, and we went eights. Mm. 
It was literally the number one coil on the one rack. Um, what would you jump from IGN-1As to a Pro 600? Uh, four horsepower per cubic inch is usually where I start. Hmm. LS3 yep. coils do not auto-fire. Oh, the only coils that auto-fire have the heat sink on top, like the barrel. They're called a 585. Yeah, but they also have a higher... You can run those a little bit higher as well, can't you? That's when they auto-fire. No, but I mean, like, can't you run those at, like, say, 3.5 milliseconds where the rest of them are kind of stuck around 2.5? That's a bad area with a 585. Oh, okay. See, what happens is, I'm assuming an engineer at GM was like, man, I made a coil that can protect itself. It's so smart. And what happens is, if it thinks... When they get older, the logic kind of goes away. So if, sure. it, if it thinks it's drawing more amperage than it needs to, it fires. If it huh. thinks it's overheating, it fires. So to, it, to protect itself, it discharges the coil. Oh. And that can happen at positive 30 degrees, negative right. 30 degrees. Right, 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 it's right. going. So if you have, uh, one guy did the math on sloppy when this was happening at the RPM, at whatever. And so if it, if you're giving it, so say you're giving it three milliseconds of dwell and it fires in one mm-hmm. at a certain RPM, that is so early that it oh, is yeah. so advanced because I'm like, I've never turned a piston into dust. What the right. hell? People are like, oh, you suck. And I'm like, guys, it's dust. <laughs> like it's 700 right, wheel. Right, 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 right. 700 wheel. It's like a, it's a joke anymore. And this bitch turned into dust twice. Mm. Yeah. Hey, I'll be right back. Let me go grab someone to drink here. Please. Yeah. You saw uh, me grab my. Yeah, hang on. Coke. Yeah, LS3 coils will not auto fire. All the newer coils will not. It's basically only the heatsink ones. I've heard of guys have better luck with. Yes, of course. LS3s are newer and a better design. 585s. Like, unless you have an all motor car that's not very serious, you kind of got a time bomb there. I have 210 pounds of compression in all eight. What would cause my high compression on a lower end? That's called dynamic compression, usually modified with a cam. But that seems, yeah, Johnny's like maybe a faulty tester. Faulty tester. Did you see the compression amount one? He's saying his compression. Yeah, is 210. What's wrong with that? I mean, if you have a flat bottom end piston. Oh, it's, oh so it's not. Okay. I'm, like, man, I'm sorry. I, I apologize. Head, the compression is going to be through the roof. I apologize. I don't know about that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know about the stock stuff. Yeah. You'll easily get 210 if you mismatch the high, the small, the no dish, and the small cylinder head. Uh, you can also get 210 if you put the wrong camshaft in it. I said to him the cam events can change dynamic compression. Well, it absolutely will, for for sure. Devin's voice is muffled. You sound fine to me. Yeah, I thought so. I had a car where I thought it was bad and my compression tester was bad, for sure. I had that issue also. Make sure the the Schrader valve screwed all the way in it, too. (laughs) Yep. I've had that. And that your rubber gasket isn't ripped out. Yep. Are you going to do six summer? So uh, I'm on the wait list for six summer. Hmm. Um, I didn't want to sign up for it because I, uh, 
well, I'll be honest, I was a little gun shy um, to make sure that we actually made it through the uh, the sick week, right? Um, so I'm on the wait list, and I'm going to call Tom, I think, next week and uh, and be like, hey, man, how about you uh, – how about you let me in that six summer shit? Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? With someone that's not going to finish or break first day. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he we'll should see. let you I'm... in as an extra because so many people drop out on the first day. Yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. You know what I mean? Um, that's actually a really good. This one's a really good question. Yeah, if, uh, if any, if any, what were the major concessions on your combination to be able to drag and drive events versus purely trailer to the track race car? tons of a lot of concessions like lots and lots of concessions that you have to make so uh i deal with mostly race cars and um when you actually want to drive them um <laughs> and using case and insult <laughs> <laughs> i was just reading that too i didn't want to be so sorry. That's, that's good that's funny um so if you're actually going to drive them so there's like there was a, there's a difference there's a difference between making um making a car uh, a, a Facebook street car and making it like a real street car, right? Um, a street outlaw street. I don't watch that, but I know it's ridiculous. I don't I, I don't have cable. Um I don't either. <laughs> yeah. So but there's a huge difference between the two. So some of the things that you wind up giving up, right? Um camshaft for sure. Uh, compression for sure. So like my 540 is only nine and a half to one compression or 9.8 to one compression. If it was a race motor, it'd be 11 and a half to one compression. Um, 11 and a half, 12 to one. You know what I mean? Um, if it was a race motor, the camshaft would be a lot different. Um, if it was a race car, I could ditch the cooling system. Uh, the cooling system's a big one. Like you really have to do a very good job, like especially if you've got like a really radical combination. And I'll just say that I feel as if my combination is pretty radical for a streetable car. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, it, a big block and a beach ball sized turbo next to your radiator and your engine bay is has a lot of yeah. BTUs to scrub for sure. Oh, absolutely, yeah. So, so like I have a pretty radical combination to keep cold or keep cool. And, um, and it takes an unbelievable, uh, uh, amount of cooling system to make that happen. Um, some of the other things like, so there's like little things too, to make it, uh, drivable. I have a nine inch, like I have a floater nine inch in my car. Right. So like, if you, if you don't know what a floater is, it's like, it's got spindles on the, on the end of the rear axle, as opposed to just like a flanged axle that goes in. You know it's what I mean? It's like a three quarter ton truck style. You can, well, one ton, you can pull the axle out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, and then also, it's not a sinker. Oh, it's <laughs> it's a floater, guys. Um. So, uh, so, but the thing about it is, like, the floater isn't a necessity to be a drag and drive car, but you can pop an axle out, and now you got an open diff. So that's kind of nice, like when you're driving it, right? Um, the other the thing, the change that you have to make in the rear end housing, though, is. Everybody with a nine inch wants to run like a strange ultra case, right? Like you, you, you ever seen those? You know what I'm talking about? I, I actually don't. Okay. So it's like a, it's, if it's not it's a nine inch case. I don't, I don't know what it is. Well, it's a nine inch like center section. Um, you know, the, 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 
but the ultra case is like the highest end one that they make, right? It's like all ball bearing. It's like really high end shit, right? You can't run that in a car that you want to drive on the road because it doesn't oil the pinion enough. So you use the pro HD, which is actually like not rated for as much power or whatever. Right. And don't think that I'm like some rear end gear guy. You know what I mean? Like I'm not, I'm just telling you what, what I had to talk to strange about this, you know? Um, so that was something that was another concession. Um, transmission cooler. Like if you think you have the right transmission cooler, it's big enough. You probably don't, um, you know, go bigger. And, um, let's see other concessions. Um, transmission was a lot more money than it probably should have been, but, uh, but I'm okay with it because it works perfect. You know what I mean? So, um, but other than that, you know, if you, if you don't go wild with it, like it's, it's a heck of a lot easier, you know, uh, if you're good with it, if you've got enough, like if you can make enough power where like you can still use a four L80, you'd probably be way better off. Does that make sense? That's my jam. Um, so yeah, that's kind of it. Yeah, I do have a solid roller in my motor. Um, we used a 937 DLC-coated BAM lifters. Um, so they're enormous, and, like, they have, they don't have needle bearings in them. Um, that's another thing you got to do, like, when it comes to building a car for, like, drag and drive, is, like, you, you want to spend some extra money um, the uh, uh, on the valve train. Because that shit gets beat up. I guess if you have a hydraulic roller, it doesn't. But, I mean, solid roller gets beat up. So. Hmm. Um, no, I don't have coolant bypassing the head to the block. It's a big block Chevrolet. It doesn't care. You just hit it with water just like normal. Justin and yeah. I were able to run 75. Yeah, I can drive 100 miles an hour in my Mustang on the highway doing like 3,000. Um... So ADE life. Um, we were going fifty-eight to sixty-two. Not terrible at all. Um, there's a couple reasons. My trailer weighed eighteen hundred and fifty pounds. Yeah, you don't want that swinging around. That's for sure. So when you're in a thirty-two hundred pound car with a driver, and then you add another driver at two hundred seventy-five pounds, and you're, you know, it's called thirty-six hundred pounds. And you're pulling half of the weight of the car in a trailer, in a car that's not made to really pull a trailer, it gets a little sketchy. You know what I mean? So, uh, we got, um, it, somebody asked about uh, fuel economy. Um, if pulling the trailer on nothing but highway, we got 13.8, I think it was. And, um, Driving the, the or, and uh, pulling the trailer like with a mix of in town and some like back road slash highway type stuff, we got like eleven nine to like twelve o. So, wasn't terrible. No, not no, pulling not a trailer. terrible at all. If you have a Silverado, you're getting thirteen. You're getting eight towing. Right, right. So the fact that you're in a methanol. Like no, that. no, no. That that was on pump gas. No, I mean just like you have like a crazy setup, and you're getting eleven towing a trailer with no lockup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's also like there's no lockup. Uh, eleven uh, is incredible for that setup. Yeah, I hope people realize that. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, it did it did pretty good. Um, uh, Mark says that's better than my UConn. He gets twelve five average. That's what I was just yep. saying. Yep. Yeah, Luke. Um, you had a three twenty five gear in it, um, and your sixty foot told me that. <laughs> well, he said he's uh, going to a three seventy here. I know, I know, I know. I'm just poking. I'm poking. That's the only uh, thing you have to overcome with a four lady E. It's a long first, but that's easily fixed with uh, since you have fourth, and then also uh, a pro- appropriate converter. I've foot braked one four fives with an eighty E. That's pretty damn good. Yeah, like foot brake with a garbage yeah. Fairmont or a pickup truck. Yeah. Um. Uh, what was I going to say? Um. With uh, with the the transmission that I have in mind, um, we we were one seventy first, one forty second. You have a close ratio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, uh, what do you think the or major contributions to your car working so well in so many different settings seems to do well? Eighth quarter, two thirty fives, three fifteens. Well, we've never ran the car on 315s. We've always ran the car on uh, 275s. Um, I got a lot of adjustment in the chassis. I just have a lot of adjustment in the chassis. And um, I, the, the close ratio three-speed uh, does uh, does help a lot when it comes to leaving. And I leave a long gear in it. It's got a 340, uh, uh, it's got a 340 rear gear in it, you know. So when it comes to drag racing, most people don't have a 340 gear in it. Um, but being able to manipulate power in such huge swings, right? So like when you're in a 340 gear with a 26-inch tall tire, um, it's uh, it needs very little power. When you are on a um, 340 rear gear with a 275, it could take a lot more power. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I guess it's just uh, it's just uh, years of doing it and kind of knowing what the car was going to want. You know what I mean? Um, we have a tune-up for on 275 that goes like 108, 60 foot, 109, 60 foot, like everywhere you go. You know what I mean? Then when we put 235s on, I was like, well, I don't want to. We went we went like 112, no, 118, like right first hit. Well, after we changed some rear suspension around, we went 118 first hit. Um and then we wound up going a little bit faster, but then I settled on running a 130, 60 foot the entire event. So, you know, it's just, you have to be really good at, at moving power around. Um, Adrian, last name, you're real good at doing stuff. Uh, I may be uh, shortly because we are going to be doing more classes and we're going to do a round of classes up at Pete's place. So uh, be on the lookout for that. That should be good. Um I also will say something about the gear vendor. <laughs> uh, Matt, you're right. Uh, if you breathe on those things, it seems like they break. So much them. money. And people think uh, the ADE is incapable, but they'll bust the gear vendor all day and, and just blow them and tell you how good they are. Yep. It, yep. it makes no sense to me. They're like, this is so great. And then like they've swapped two. Yeah, like, and that's the thing that's weird is, like, I called to buy one, like, before I knew about, like, all the failures, which is weird because, like, I think gear vendor people are, like, Fight Club. You know what I mean? They're, yeah, like, the first a lot of things gear like vendor. That, right? And that's why people listen to you and I, because we're, like, 
That's dumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, like there's so many people that are like, uh, they Man, buy something. I gotta something get a gear they... vendor. I gotta get a gear vendor. Yeah, like, and and everybody thinks that they're the greatest thing, and then like all these people are sitting around I with said, gear it's vendors. Like a, like, it like, it barely any ratio, and it's not lockable. So most of the time, right. it's like a 200 RPM drop when you're on flat land. Yep. As soon yep. as you hit a hill, it's back up over the converter. Yeah. Um, Dumb as hell. Yeah, it's... it's uh, Oh, every YouTuber is replacing one. You are 100% correct with that statement except for that last word. And it wasn't one. It was a lot. You know? Yeah. Well, that's why Clint yeah. went to a lock-up M&M because he was popping gear vendors like three times an event. Yeah, well, and then like... Uh, I don't think he, he doesn't need a lock up in that thing, but it is what it is. That's fine. Um, but it got, it got what they, the funny thing about like somebody earlier said like, you know, uh, what love him or hate him, but Cletus is doing like a really good job for the community. And I won't argue with that. Right. Absolutely. I don't, I don't argue with that at all. I think that Cletus is, uh, I think Garrett is very good for cars. Yes. You know what I mean? I think he's very good for cars. Do I think he's kind of a goofball? Yeah, but um, you know what? Admittedly, like, admittedly, he's but, like. But he's okay with being a goofball. Yeah. And you know what? He's a hell of a lot smarter than I am. I make fucking instructional videos on fucking YouTube. Yeah. That you know what you know what it does? It pays me that whopping two. Oh, I'm I'm on track to make that killer two hundred thirty five dollars. Hopefully, you'll make two hundred bucks this month. Right. And you know what else it gets me? A fucking inbox full of questions. Yeah. Do you know what he does? He fucking has fun. He blows shit up, doesn't give a shit, right? Yeah. He's 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 having a blast and he's making tens, twenties, fifties, thousands of dollars a month. Just living life. And then everybody wants to buy his fucking t shirts after he blows some shit up. He'll make a new t shirt because he blew some shit up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um living the dream. The, dude, he really is. You know, so like anybody who talks bad about him. Um, or like, you know, bad mouth, like, cause I was like, I'll be honest. I'm not a fan of that type of entertainment. You know what I mean? Yes. Like just dumb. Just like I can't stand that Derek guy, uh, vice grip garage. I've never watched that. I bet the guy, he was, he was at sick week and a lot of people were like, all like, Oh man, so-and-so is here from vice grip garage. And I was like, well, what? What do they have? They they want to lock in for a couple of dollars on two thirty fives or what? <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Uh, uh, yeah. I don't know. It's uh, I was told by uh, like I was talking to Pete about it, um, about the Cletus thing because Pete cleans Harold, Pete Harold, yeah, yeah, Pete Harold, yeah. And he tunes for Cletus, yep. And uh, and I had said to him like, you know, um, I'm just gonna be honest. I don't know how you do it. And he says, well, what do you mean? I said, how do you tune for him? And he's like, well, you know, it's it's a little tough because they have so many irons in the fire, which that's that's what I was really asking. It was like, how do you how do you tune for somebody who wants to win with this car, then wants to win with that car, and then also needs to be doing 50 other things? Like, how do you, you know what I mean? Like, how do you navigate that, right? Yeah. And he's like, man, I, I just do what I was supposed to do with that one car. I don't give a shit about anything else. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, Global Media Incorporated. He tuned for Lyle as well. Yeah, I've I've known Pete for a long time. Um, I've known Lyle for a while too. All them guys, they're not far from me at all. Uh, we raced with all of them for years. But anyway, so I was talking to him. I said, I said, uh, is it because they just got done hurting the motor? Because like, uh, Cletus forgot to put oil in it and fired it up. He said yeah. he's done it. He admittedly said he's done it like three times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, which is that like per, that particular motor. Yeah. So like when he stated that, like, oh no, I forgot to do that like a handful of times. That's no big deal. Um, I actually, uh, I actually respected him. Oh yeah, my my favorite thing about that dude is his humility. Mm-hmm. Because nobody has that. And then what I really like is. He started the game where he's like, we broke this. Guys, this is not anyone's fault. I was an idiot. I broke right. this. Failures happen. I, Who cares? Let's keep racing. He's like, it's not about right. breaking these people down. They're all helpful if you're not a jackass. Right. And so well, I think he... that's an important thing he passed on to everybody. The, um, so I was talking to Pete, I said, you know, how, man, that's tough. You know, he forgets to freaking put oil in the thing and it, and it hurts the motor. And he's like, they don't care. I said, what do you mean? He goes, um, he goes, it doesn't matter. He goes, it, if you're racing and you win, it's content. It's good content. If it blows up, it's good content. Arguably better. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Arguably Most people better. will admit it that, uh, uh, the drama, you know, that's why I didn't like him for a while. And I gave him a lot of shit. Uh, where I was like, yep. this is dumb and you're dumb and blah, blah, blah. But then he started going fast with the stick shift car. And I'm like, well, you know, you can drive and everything else. And then he started saying the things like positive about shops and everything else. And I'm like, okay, cool. This is, this is good. Yep. Yeah. He's, uh, you know, he's, uh, I wasn't a big fan of him putting a, uh, um, what's it called? Uh, Haltech on that other car, on that uh, McFlurry car, but uh, R five. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, but the funny part about it is he called the car McFlurry, and it broke like immediately. Well, no, he even Ooh. said like he yeah he there was a big joke about that, and then he immediately posted. He's like, well, I guess it is the same as the McDonald's ice cream machine. Okay, okay, so he okay, so he oh, was like immediately. That joke. Oh, okay, okay, immediately. Okay, yeah. I was just like, uh, I was like, the moment I heard the name of it, I was like, that's. I even name. wrote that because he's like, we have the only reliable McFlurry, and I was like, bro, you're done. Yeah, you're yeah, done. yeah. Just like one yeah. of the guys I watch is uh, Taylor Ray, and he bought a newer m3 is that the guy that i had to help with the has he got like a corvette or something like a drift yes, something a okay yeah, drift yeah. car that he built that has smart wire yeah, and yeah, everything. yeah i had to help him with all that stuff yeah yeah okay yeah and then so he built a drift week car that's like a newer bmw and he started on it and he said look at he's like everybody talks shit about bmws and they're hard and he's like this one's been great literally next episode is him like breaking every bolt off in the subframe <laughs> and like and because uh, i said in his first video when he said it was great i was like dude you never i have never heard you defend a bmw and that's such a bad idea blah 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 <laughs> i was like you're asking for trouble by saying that i immediately said it in his comments and then the next like three videos are him on struggle street getting fuck all done yeah 
Oh, oh Taylor yeah, yeah. Ray's incredible. Like, yeah, the guy's great. I send him memes and dumb shit all the time. I, I don't, I, the only thing, my only interaction with him is, I guess he was the guy, well, Luke said, yeah, he's, yeah, I had to help him with a smart wire. I'm assuming that was the guy. I've helped a few of those drift people. Uh, I helped some girl, too. I don't remember her name. She does the drift things, too, I think. Or maybe huh. maybe, maybe she's with Taylor. I don't fucking know. I don't keep No, she doesn't. The one girl that I can think of immediately off the top of my head is Adam LZ's girlfriend. Like, her name's something with a C. Clor- Col- Colette? Oh, Colette. Yep, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Colette yeah that Davis, was the other one. I think, is her name. Yeah, I had to she help that She actually seems one. pretty good. I don't watch any of that, but people say she's good. Yeah, she the, the Taylor guy and then that girl uh call it um they were both really nice and like, you know, they were you know what I mean? Like they were easy to like they were they had like easy things to you know what I mean? Um I don't know, I don't know. I, I someone said she wears too much makeup. I don't even I've never seen her. I don't know. No clue. You know what I mean? The smart wire is difficult. I wish the software wasn't 1984 IBM's oriented. Yeah, that's a it's little hard to get a hold of. Once I messed with it enough, I understood the logic. But yeah. wow, difficult. You ever use ECU Masters PDU? Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of the uh, software for an ECU Master though. None of them are great. I wish, no. like as we always say, I wish Holly would make a standalone PDU with yep. like a CAN connection and then have an, a config you can load a tab. Yeah, shows it's... like a PDU. It's probably going to happen. It would be wonderful. I would uh, assume Grum- that they're going to get into that because everyone is. Right, for sure. Um, Grubworm has a Davis, I think. I'm assuming you mean uh, Davis traction control. Uh, yeah, I just wired the car. So, yeah. Um, Luke, I can help you with that. That's no problem. Uh, why don't I drive my own car? So oh, this I know one, the answer uh, to this, but people don't. Yeah. People don't. So I've had to answer this quite a few times. Um, well, because people are like, you're a scumbag. Someone else drives your... Same when I built 8s for 8. They're like, you didn't even drive the car. Yeah, so what? And I'm like, a guy with an NHRA license with a full methanol suit where ACO employees would let him race a garbage can did. Right. So that's so, what he did. <laughs> well, so here's why I didn't drive... I don't drive my own car. Most of the time, I don't drive my own car. Um, I've been four high four thirties at like a hundred and high one sixties in the eighth with my car driving it did perfectly fine. It's not that right. It's not, that's not the issue. The issue is, is, um, well for sick week, we, I don't have an NHRA license and I've got zero interest in getting one. Um, I've also got zero interest in going 200 plus miles an hour. Zero. I have no interest in it at all. Call me a bitch. Don't care doesn't matter to me. Um, I have zero ego about anything. And the real 100% reason why I don't drive my own car is because if you want to be successful in anything in life, right, in in anything, this is just me being kind of like preachy, right? Uh, And I'm not trying to be preachy, but anytime you want to be successful in anything in life, whether it be racing, running a business, your relationship, whatever it is, you need to learn how to delegate. Can't do it all. You cannot do everything yourself. So the most successful people in the world, no matter what they do, all figured out that they need help no matter what. Okay. So 
Well, um, I was going to bring up too. You have physical injuries that would make it. Tough. I also have some physical injuries. People that make... don't know about that. Yeah. Yeah. You, so you, my you... my uh, my whole like left side is pretty f- screwed. Right. It'd be so, dangerous like, for you to get in that I, seat with a car that fast with your injuries. If I had to react quickly and had to turn the wheel to the right in a in a rush, I'm in trouble. Right. So like I'm in trouble if I got to crank the wheel hard to the right. Like that's that's all there is to it. I don't that have anything. Happens like, fast in a four thirty car. Right, 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 right. So like, um, and I don't know if it would be in trouble. It's just in my mind. I feel like I'd be in trouble. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, so, but, but, the, but, honestly, that it's the, the the number one reason why I don't drive the car is because I'm smart enough to know that it's it's best to delegate responsibility. Um, if you tried to do everything yourself. Um, you can, what was the saying? Um, analysis paralysis. Well, no, 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 never half-ass two things. Always whole ass one thing, right? <laughs> yeah. And the big so, thing I would say is a driver having a driver. He just has to drive. He doesn't have to think about shit. Yep. You're doing and, tuning. You're doing, you're doing everything for him. All he needs to do is drive the thing. And that focus is needed to do that. And so you doing, you can see it when people get exhausted, they're pulling a transmission and then they jump in a car Yep. and they're not ready for it. Well, I'll tell you this. The other thing is, is that people think that a good driver is made up by somebody. And I, and, and I'm saying this because I work with a lot of people, with a lot of cars, and I'd listen to a lot of drivers because I tune a bunch of shit. Right. And, um, a lot of people think that a good driver is somebody who's really good on the light. And that's not the truth. I don't care how good you're on the light. I mean, you should care how good you're on the light, right? But like, as far as a tuning tuning aspect goes, I don't care if we win the race. I don't care if you went a, a three second light. If it ran what it was supposed to run, it did what it was supposed to do. My job is good. Like you just sucked at yours. You know what I mean? But a good driver is somebody who can come back from a pass and tell you, what happened? Yeah, that's the other thing too. Someone that knows what happened instead of shrugging. And I'll tell you this right now: I am the driver. I am the type of driver that'll say, "I don't know. I don't know what happened. Let's look at the data," because I'm very data focused, where not really seat of the pants feel focused. You see what I mean? Yeah, hundred percent. So, um, so yeah. Uh, hopefully that uh, that makes sense to. Uh, but I mean, I've been asked that question a lot. Like, well, why don't you drive your own car? Uh, yeah. Um, and I had one guy like fucking trying to like badmouth me because I wouldn't drive it. It's like, dude, who gives a shit? It's mine. You know. What Same I mean? thing came up uh, when people when I said what I was gonna do and I did it and I showed it. The only thing people could attack was that I didn't drive it. So they did. Yeah. Because they had nothing yeah. left. Right. Right. And I never That's said okay. I would. I never said I would drive it. And the same thing, uh, Jamie was like, you're having such bad luck with that, it'll probably kill you. You're not allowed to drive it. Yeah. And then I didn't listen to her, and I made a pass, and it yeeted a rod and set the engine bay on fire. Mm. Yep. Mm. <laughs> well, like I Shouldn't have done say, that, right? People think I'm kidding, but I always say, I say, like, Jamie's right. I yeah. She thinks way more into it than I do. And oh, they yeah. think uh, I'm like uh, a simp or something. And I'm like, no, she's always right and not a joke. Yeah. So I need to listen. And I didn't. And look what happened. 
Yeah. Uh, let's hit some of these other questions. 16 volt and AFIS 400s on a dominator with no external driver. No, don't do that. Next. Uh, so here's a question. Has FuelTech been a push for Holly to come out with anything new? FuelTech is really good at marketing. Um, and they have done a really good job of convincing people that they're trying to take over the market. They come up the reality, out of nowhere. The reality of it is fuel tech, their market share is absolutely minuscule. In fact, their market share is lower than Edelbrock ProFlow. That is incredible. Their market share, if you wanted to know anything about market share and what we mean by market share is like anybody who's going to buy an aftermarket EFI system percentage of you know usage holly is king dingling in this one right they take the cake they're they're on top of everything but can you guess who's number two no i guess matt honestly i'd have to think i'm not prepared to answer you that should know it's, it's mega squirt is it yeah that's incredible yeah i was yeah. gonna say that to not joking yeah yeah no mega squirt's number two FuelTech is way at the bottom. Holtec is is uh, is I don't remember if Holtec was three or four, but Holtec's very high because they have so they're so diverse. FuelTech has directed their marketing a hundred percent towards the upper echelon, radial versus the world, street outlaw people, right? And Correct. they're relying upon trickle down economics. And what they have done is they have trickled down T-shirt sales. They have huh. trickled down mouths. That's what they've done. So have they sold some fuel tech units? Of course. Are there a bunch of people running around with that shit on there? Sure. Go to a car show where there's a thousand cars in a parking lot. Like I, at a cars and I like what they're doing. And of course the, the advertisement stuff is cool. They're making cool videos. They're charismatic. The people they have on are personable, but all I see is people popping shit on fuel tech. Just yep. an observation. A lot of shit breaks. It could be that they're morons like PFI Speed and Boosted Boys, but they seem to hammer shit all the time. Mm -hmm. And I just, I'm like, man, I tune eight cars a month and I'm a jackass and they all run. Yeah. And they run for years. I've done a bunch of drag week cars and the guys go out and love it. Yep. And then if you ask, if you ask around like who will tune something, all of them will tune a Holly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So there's a trust there. Right, 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 right. They know um, what they're they know what you're gonna get, they know what they need to do. They're not wasting anyone's time, they're not charging you triple price because who the fuck knows what's going on with it. Well look at Joe, right? Like Joe Simpson. Like he's busy as shit all the time. He's got two dinos, right? All yeah, he does crushed. the majority of what he does is fucking is is uh is Holly. And yeah. there's a reason. You know what I mean? Um well, he said maybe not fuel tech directly, but progress from other ECU manufacturers too. I, I, to be honest with you, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I live in South Carolina. They're in Bowling Green, Kentucky. Got lots of friends that work there. Uh, talk to them guys all the time. Um, uh, I don't know if they've been pushed by a different uh, uh, ECU manufacturer or anything. I can tell you that. Um, and this is actually I'm gonna I'm gonna touch on this, and maybe I shouldn't, but it doesn't really matter because fuck it. Um, no rules. There's no rules here. Right. Uh, did y'all see the, um, cause he, he brought it up about like in other ECU manufacturers. Did y'all see that the, the dual relay and the quad relay, four way relay that Holly just came out with? I have one. Oh, you got one? A new one? Yeah. Well, I have the high current. You want me to show everybody? No, 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 no. The new, new one that just came out. 
I'm not. It sure. looks very much like a leash relay board. Maybe. Hold on. It's a, it's brand new. Brandy brand new. Yeah, like four days ago. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, this one, this one's the old one, but people might not know this exists. This is one of those things where Keith was like, I'm sending you this. And I'm like, that's dumb as hell. And then I used it, and I'm like, this is amazing. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. This is the old guy? Yep, that's the old one, yep. Okay. This is an incredible product, by the way, Keith. Um, So they came out with a new one, and it looks very much like a leash relay board. Um, Maybe you guys in the comments that saw the shit fest that started from there. You know what I mean? There was an absolute, uh, it was an absolute shit fest about it, right? So, and yeah, here we go. There's a bunch of people. There's a bunch of people chiming in. Leash copy. Leash electronics is awesome. I got nothing against leash electronics. I sell their stuff. I use their stuff all the time, right? So, um, here's uh, here's what I can say. Um, the, or I'm trying to find the comment where he said. Uh, uh, do, 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 do. I'm gonna look that thing up. Yeah, it's brand new. You find it. Um, he said, "Any other ECU manufacturers?" So this is what I was getting at. Every single good electronics company, no matter what it is, every single good company that's got anything that's competitive at all, does what's called market research, right? Which means Ford owns every single GMC and Dodge and 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 whatever truck has ever been made and they test them and they're looking at them and they're pulling them apart and they're looking how they're built, right? Every single manufacturer of anything is looking at what their competition's doing. They have to. Okay. So if you're looking at your, what your competition's doing, um, uh, you can obviously make a decision if you want to uh, try to do something similar to them or, you know, change it around a little bit, right. Or, or not even touch it at all. So that, um, I'm sure that, uh, and just like Holly as a manufacturer would have, they have every other ECU ever made. Like, you know what I mean? It's not like they're out of money. You know what I mean? So it's not like they can't afford to like, right, right, right. Yeah. They, they just, just bought, bought AEM comp- if people didn't know that. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So they own AEM now, but like, so like it's called market research, right? So they buy every single thing that like, yeah, uh, Hall Tech and Fuel Tech and, and, well, Summit. and Motec. Summit and buys every... everybody's stuff. Right. So, but well, but what Holly buys it so that they can do research on it, right? And just like, and Hall Tech is doing the same thing as well, and Fuel Tech's doing the same thing. They're all doing the same thing, right? So, um, has another EFI manufacturer driven Holly to do or make changes or whatever, um, or come out with anything new? Probably. I don't know. I really don't know. Um, but that relay thing. I posted so that was a link. Oh, of the relay? If you want to see if that's the right one, but it's a potted and it takes J fuses. Is that what you're talking that's about? That's it. Yep, yeah, that's it. Yep. Okay. So everybody lost their minds about this, right? So, oh my God, it looks so much like the leash relay. You just ripped it or they just ripped it off or whatever. Not me. I didn't do this, you know? Um, uh, I don't understand how anybody can look at this four-way relay block and think it looks exactly like a leash box. First off, you have to understand that it's a relay. It right? has to look a certain way to function. Right. So, um, uh, 
it is a relay. So when you're making a new relay, it can only be so cool. You know what I mean? Because it's yeah. a fucking relay. So let's chill out here. It's still a fucking relay. You know? So many get, like, so I saw so many people lose their shit. Like, oh, they're ripping off leash. It's like, dude, leash fucking potted a fucking relay. That's all he did. You know? I mean, that's all that happened here. You know? Nothing yeah. against Randy. I sell his product. I'm a dealer for his product. I use his product all the time. Um, honestly, uh, I'll probably be 50-50 on what I use for leashes, dual and quad four-way relay versus Hollies. Um, you know what I mean? It's just, yeah. it depends on what the application is, you know? Um, I hate using Staycons on, uh, on, on leashes uh, relay boards, but it is what it is. Right there. So now, Leash you know, boy. now we got to... You know, I mean, I use this shit all the time. I got tons of it, you know? Yeah. But, um, but it was crazy to see like people jumping on them. Like, man, what the, yeah. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't know. Uh, so, oh, here's a good one. So it, it's late. Uh, I can't get in trouble for this one. Well, it's not trouble. It's just, I don't want to start a bunch of shit. Do you mind elaborating on what happened with the old combo, the small block Ford? Well, yeah, I had the earlier. Well, I'll tell you exactly what broke. Um, I had the engine refreshed after about two and a half years of abuse. Um, I brought a new crank, new rods, new lifters, new springs, new uh, retainers, new intake valves, and... Uh, rings and all that kind of shit, right? And bearings and all that. I brought a engine that was completely disassembled and cleaned to the old engine builder, which I'm not going to name. Somebody can put it, you guys can put it together yourself if you want to. Um, I picked it up, got a very lofty bill for just slapping this thing back together, which was kind of strange, but whatever. Uh, put it in the car. We made a first test hit on 28 pounds of boost. Uh, everything seemed to be fine. We used to run this combo to 9,300 RPM and 54, 52 pounds of boost, somewhere around there. So 26 or 28 pounds of boost, whatever we were on is not a lot, right? Turn it up a little bit, up to about 35 pounds of boost, made it to the eighth, and it absolutely exploded. Um, the rings were not gapped. So that's what happened. Well, what happened was it blew the lid off of one of the pistons because the rings budded. Yep. Uh, So the one piston, the rings budded and blew the lid off of the piston. Um, And then uh, there was four other pistons where the rings were stuck in in the piston, like budded in the piston. The pistons were all cracked, but didn't actually explode. Um, and then the three pistons that I could get the rings out of measured between, uh, 12 and 18 thousandths. Yeah, a little tight. And, um, you think, man, well, man, they shipped the rings out with all different like sizes. No, the rings all measured out to be the right size. The bores were all different sizes. Oh. Um, and, uh, needless to say. Lots of issues all compounded. Yeah, so, the, uh, I mean, I don't know why the bores were all screwed up. They weren't, you know. It obviously had a two-year 
sheet of no issues. Right, right, right. And if the boards were screwed up, it's not like, I mean, I hope I don't strike anybody as being the type that's like, oh, man, screw it. We can't afford to put a different piston in it. Like, just do it. You know what I mean? I'll pay you, whatever. Um, so, uh, so, oh, rod side clearance wasn't set. There was, you know, there was a bunch of, there was a handful of things. So, um, but um, needless to say, uh you know, I talked with the old engine builder and, um, and I explained it and I didn't really care for what he had to say. Um, basically telling me that, you know, well, this is why we like to tear them apart in the house because, you know, I don't know if you know how to read ring gap. So I said, well, you're either saying I'm an idiot or I'm a liar. And that's what bothered me about the situation. So, um, I stopped dealing with them. And, um, and now I deal with, uh, par racing engines and they fixed my small block and then, um, built my big block and I couldn't be happier. So. And did they get it done in less than three years? Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. They were great. They were great. So they still are. In fact, I think I sold like six engines for them over the past six, like past uh, like 10 days or something. You know what I mean? I finally found a machinist. Luckily for me, he's like less than 30 minutes up the damn road. And he actually builds stuff that has oil pressure for more than three minutes. Mm. Yeah, incredible. Yeah. He built my my stroker motor. Oh, not bad. And you're happy with him? Oh, yeah. He's incredible. Yeah, and he turns around fast. He builds Duramaxes. He builds like one a day. Oh, really? He does K-Series. Uh, he does LS. He does a bunch of stuff. And I have That's tuned, really personally, like 20 motors the guy has put together. No pro- if anybody's in the Northeast PA or close to it, uh, Miller Engines. His name's Matt Miller. You can look him up. Okay, good. That's incredible. It's good. Once you, find, once you find a guy that's good, man, like don't let him go. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's incredible. Um, I tell everybody to use him. So this guy said Dominator's incredible, but I'm curious if the hardware is just out of date. Why would the hardware be out of date? It's still good. What's incredible is how far ahead they were or how bad everybody else is at catching up. Right. Because people right. Are, people are like, oh, new ECUs are coming out. And that's the same thing I wanted to ask you when it came out because it feels like more than 10 years. And I think I it's about to, 12 or something. I have to laugh and be like, it was that good then. They still mm-hmm. don't need to change it. Yep. Still. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's it's pretty wild. Uh, well, we th- some guy just said, "I wish Holly had a Nexus competitor," but we highlighted why Nexus has a little bit of flaws. Maybe they can fix, but having high current electrical devices in your ECU is a poor choice. Yeah, in my opinion, because that was the first thing I thought of when it came out. I'm like, "Wow, that's cool," but then I'm like. My brain went right back to EFI source Mike, and he's like, really bad idea. Way too much noise. He's like, even if nothing's touching or backfeeding voltage, there is mm-hmm. just RF interference in the case now from the pixies flying around that are high current, yep. and everything else in the board is low current. You don't want that. So th- this is funny, right? So Luke, Luke just Luke commented this. He said, every time I hear people pushing fuel check, I think of the story that I told that I told them about a car needing nitrous to get to the chip. So this is some crazy shit, right? 
So, you know, if you're into nitrous or not, maybe you'll appreciate this. I don't know. I like stacking power adders, so go ahead. Oh, well, you, you couldn't really stack anything else on top of this shit. Uh, so I get this uh, job comes in. It's like a 68 Camaro Pro Mod, like carbon body tube car, but it's, you know, cheated up. Going to run this 484 bore space, like shootout racing, right? So it, it comes in. With, and I don't give a shit because the guy was a fucking asshole, so I'll expose whatever the hell he had in it. You know what I mean? Like, and he dicked me around for a That's month. That's why we love you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he dicked me around for about a month, fucking didn't want to pay me and shit. Like, and he was like up my ass to like get him in the front of the line, yada, yada. It was a nightmare. So anyway, fuck him. Um, and uh, anyway, so he brings this engine and it's a 767 cubic inch. 484 bore space motor. So for reference, right, the typical four like 484 bore space is like the stock bore space of a big block Chevrolet. Man, okay? it seems huge, but yeah. Oh, it's fucking huge. Yeah, 767 is huge. Yeah. So the 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 low deck of a big block Chevrolet is 9.8 inches. The tall deck version is 10.2 inches, right? Okay. This is a 12.2 inch deck height block. Holy shit. Okay. Oh, man. So I don't remember exactly what it was, but I'm pretty sure it was, I think it was either five and seven eighths or six and three eighths stroke crank. Okay. <laughs> it was fucking retarded. Okay. So it seven a one foot deck. <laughs> oh, it's so stupid. It's Just like retarded. Right? For a second. Yeah, it's, it's wild. Right. So, um, but it's this is the quest of like trying to you know race in the gray, you know what I mean, the gray area. So this car comes to me to wire it, right? And then I'm supposed to tune this thing. Mm. So I have no info on the engine and whatnot. So I'm given the name of the engine, or like I knew who the engine builder was, but I'm given the name the engine because these are grudge racers. So like the guy who pays the bill can't be the guy who orders the engine because then like too many people will know his name. Yeah, I that's know, why I hate right? the grudge stuff. It's, it's yeah, yeah. too much daytime drama. I don't care. That's really what it is. That's just, really what it is. Just yeah, just come and floor your car. Just right. Stop it. So this dude, I talked to the engine builder, and the engine builder's like, "Well, uh, this thing was supposed to go on fuel tech," and I'm like, "Well, the customer came to me and wanted Holly in the car." He's like, "Oh, okay." He's like. Well, you know, there's three kits on there. He's like, but you only have to race on two, but that one kit's real small. I said, okay, what's that for? He's like, that's to put it up on the chip. <laughs> I guess I he doesn't like, know that the Holly has dedicated eight-stage nitrous control. Well, no, 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 he knew. I'm just saying, like, he, people don't know he, that. It's incredible. Oh, yeah. He was telling me that I needed to wire up this third kit so that we had enough power to get the motor oh, yeah, to get I understand. to the rev yeah, like a super. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, you're telling me a 767 cubic inch fucking hog can't get to the chip. And he's like, no, it'll never make it to the chip huh. with the, with the converter and, and, and uh, transmission that's behind that thing. Okay. Cause they sold him like this whole package. You know what I mean? He's like, it absolutely will not go. And I'm like, there's no fucking way that this thing needs to have a 20 jet and a fogger to get to the chip. Okay. That's a 20 jet in a fogger. Yeah. Is what, the, you know, so, so um, 20 is like a 40 shot. So 40 times eight. I'm bad with math. 
Yeah, it's about 320. Yeah, so a 320 shot is a small shot to light the turbo on a 700-inch motor. Exactly. Sounds right. So Sounds right. So I'm like, there's no way I'm not doing it. So I talked to a buddy of mine who's been, he's a diehard Holly EFI guy, and he's a smart, he's a very smart nitrous guy. And, but he's been uh, another friend of ours, uh, tunes and crew chiefs for a guy with a fuel tech car, a nitrous car. My buddy goes and helps and he gets paid to go, you know, work with them and whatnot on this pro mod. And I explained this to him and my buddy says, yeah, all the guys with fuel tech have to do that. I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, it's, I don't know. They're all doing it. He's like, I they don't have know like that. a bad anti-lag strategy or something. They have really bad fuel control. Huh? Apparently the problem is, is that you just cannot, like when it comes to like these big, big inch motors, they do a terrible job of fuel delivery because they do it all in raw, like pulse width. Um, so I was like, dude, I don't need this. Do I? He's like, just I don't saying know. that the newest hardware or software is finally going to do VE. Well, it'll do VE according to them, but who knows what they'll come up with. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, but anyway, so I wound up getting this car done. Uh, my buddy, like my buddy was here and I said, Hey, hop in this thing, fired it up. You know what I mean? So I said, grab the trans brake, you know what I mean? Like, let's like, let's make sure, you know, we're, we're good on fluid. Or I said, put it in, you know, in drive. Let me just check fluid level, all that kind of stuff. You know, we're all good. Uh, no dump valves on, no nothing. Base tune up that I just built to, you know, get the car started. I said, just go ahead and, you know, grab the trans brake and put it on the chip. He said, okay, go straight to the chip. I'm like, what the fuck? So I called the engine builder and I'm like, dude, y'all are out of your mind. You don't need that third kit. It goes right to the chip. He's like, um, how did it do that? I was like, what? He really didn't believe me. It was fucking wild. I'm like, he's like, all the ones that they do with hot with fuel tech, they needed that shit. I said, Jesus Christ. Right, 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 right. Yeah. So, um, um. What's the fastest you think you can go by throwing 50 in the entire VE table and 999 in the closed loop table? Oof. <laughs> Fuck, probably. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like an asshole. I was going to say, guys, the closed loop capability is absolutely incredible. If you have enough injector, it'll do it. Uh, I've had cars with like a 20 pounds of fuel pressure going 950 when I saw on the log. Uh, almost unbelievable things. And that's what's cool. That's why I leave the closed loop gigantic. Uh, Joe Simpson hates to do that, but we're different people. Uh, what I do is set up safeties for injector duty cycle if it gets too high. So I set up uh, on the outputs, I set up a thing called safety. And I do like if IDC is this high, if, you know, like a lot of if statements. And then I make the safety part of the boost cut. So it'll cut ignition if anything bad is happening. I, I, I made a video on that. I made a video on that safety setup. I don't Similar know if you cuts, it. yeah. Yeah, yeah, it works. It works really well. It works like really, really well. 
Um, Easy enough to do because there's a lot of things you could implement for mm -hmm. fuel stuff. People make complicated target air fuel safeties and I'm like, man, if you have your closed loop high, just set an injector duty cycle limit and call it a day. Mm -hmm. If you're running down the track and you're never over 60%, cut the bitch at 70 or something. Right, right, Super right. easy. Yep. Um, yeah, like uh, uh, William here is saying you can do fuel pressure delta. and uh, It doesn't matter. If injector duty is running away, you're done. The car's done. Just cut it yep. off. All yep. of those 70 things can be solved with IDC cut. Mm. Yeah, of course. He says you both tune the way you want. Yeah. Similarly, I wrote a, a bass tune-up for Taylor Ray to start his Corvette with the Dominator. Yeah. And it's funny, in the video where he goes to start it and it's popping and banging and won't start, he goes, Matt's never written me a tune that doesn't start, so I probably screwed something up. And he checked his <laughs> wiring and the coil... Uh, his stuff is all under the intake, and he swapped the ignition banks. Yeah. So he moved all that, and it fired and idled. Yep. So yep. And then I mean, it's really not hard, you know what I mean? No, he took it to uh, KSR, and Kevin's like, oh, everything Matt does is what I do. I just do it different. So he just changed it. Everyone wants to do what they're comfortable with. You don't want to go into someone's stuff. Uh, we all have certain ways we modify ignition and things like that, and we want it to do that so we know what's happening. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I agreed. Um, I'm trying to, oh, sorry, I was trying to catch up on some of these comments, but, like, I don't read them while they're coming in, so, like, um, I don't know what the fuck this is about, so I'm just going to skip it. You know what I mean? What's your uh, opinion on boiler plating? I don't know exactly what you mean by that. But I just I do a, a multiplier table. Literally the way Holly says it is what I do. You can download 60 of my Holly tunes and see the scaling, uh, spark, air, fuel, and the multiplier. And then uh, it's easy as hell. And then here's the cool thing. He says that doesn't work. Every single car I do pump in ethanol, you tune it within 1% and then you put a you flex it up to like 60% and you whack it again, it's in single digit correction. That means all the math is there. Nothing else you need to do. I've never had a car that wasn't spot on with the math. So that means the injector, the fuel, everything's perfect. Yep. So yeah, if you tune it on pump and then you whack it with flex and the all the conditions are the same, you're done. And it's all the default poly stuff they give you in the manual. So. Yep. Yeah, that's that's been my uh, that's been my experience as well. It always blows you know? people's mind. I mean, I do flex way more than you do. I'm just going to make that assumption. Oh, oh no, no, no! You do flex a thousand times, a thousand to one compared to what I do. Yeah, so uh, I have really nice uh, setups for that, and yeah, it's always funny when we dump in ten gallons of fuel on two gallons of pump, and you start the car and it. Starts, runs, idles, fine. It blows people's minds, and all you can do is smell the candy out of the exhaust. Everything's the same. Yep. And they're like, Psh. I'm like, yeah, isn't this fucking cool? Well, that, like, dude, people were losing their shit. Like, when we were on sick week, they were like, how does that thing run so good on methanol and then so good on pump gas? And I'm like, yeah, we leave a number 10 plug in it on pump gas. 
Yeah, I have, you know, like, I have BR7s what? and everything, and, and they just cold start with ethanol. Like, people are like, oh, plug's too cold, that's why it won't start. I'm like, hmm. I always have to question these people, because I'm just a guy. I'm not a pro. Right. I, I never well, claim I mean, to be... I know you, too, are like, I don't dyno-tune cars, I put startups yeah, in. Yeah, I mean, I just get them to start run idle, go to the chip, and, you make and you know, no send them other way. stipulations about any other part of it, then it, it moves. Right. Everything works, right. that I put in, and it moves. Right. Um, yeah, because that, that's all That's all that, like, I can literally hold myself uh, liable for, you know what I mean? Um, but, like, we run a number 10 plug in them on methanol, and, like, I can get them cold start, and then I watch other people, like, trying to cold start them on gasoline. I'm like, what are you doing? Um Johnny Tran asked if I saw a limit for my current setup and my convertible. Um, as far as power, uh, I mean, you know, I, I feel like if I push it too, too hard, I'm probably going to, I'm going to probably wind up breaking some parts, which I probably don't want to do. You know what I mean? So I'm i I'm a big proponent of, uh, keeping it living, you know? So, um, yeah, I don't really do much of anything with the E85 content. It's all, you know, I mean, my own car's got a flex fuel sensor on it on the on the uh, pump gas side of it, and I mean it's all set up, but I don't I don't run cat piss. I don't like the way it smells. And ninety three is everywhere. Oh yeah, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's pretty sweet. Why hey, do you keep guys, pressing the what, mute button? What'd you miss? What'd you miss? I was why do you saying, keep pressing the mute button? Dude, I don't know why. I just need to... Stop. Yeah. Everyone's... I try to mute for the keyboard. People are like, stop it. Yeah. Uh, the CAN bus board that Pete made has fuel temperature built in from the ethanol sensor so ethanol content sensor measures the continuity of the fluid and it outputs a frequency base from 50 to 150 hertz 150 is 100 percent alcohol zero is zero percent alcohol the other thing it does is it has a pwm output for fuel temperature so what he did you get a free fuel temp sensor if you use the canvas board, which is extremely helpful in my opinion, if you have like you can see fuel temperature. It's not people always talk about their fuel getting hot, but no one has a temperature sensor uh, unless they're you and you maybe have the coolant probe like in your fuel tank. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's that's it's a, that's that's pretty. That's actually pretty sweet. Like yeah, it's a freebie. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Um. Yes, I do run a deadhead fuel system on my pump gas setup. Um, uh, Evans talked about using a blow-off valve for turbo control. He said it's the same as the three-port. You just pulse it to knock off the excess. Yeah, so what, Biggin, what Biggin's using and what Pete's working with on Biggin's car is they're using the electronic wastegate on the uh, on the on the charge pipe. Yep. Yep, and they have no wastegates on the engine, like on the hot side. Yeah, they just let um, them spin max. Um, it's a struggle. 
I wonder about overspinning the turbo in a setup like that. Uh, you probably eventually will yeah. once you actually want to start making. You know what I mean? Someone just said that. Yeah, William just said, "How do you prevent overspeed?" You can't, because the more you're yeah, bleeding, really the more you're bleeding, it, right. the, the more it's spinning to catch up. Right, 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 right. Instead of bleeding it off on the backside, there's probably some benefit to it um, when you're like really are trying to get every ounce of power out of that thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. Um, but I, I think that the learning curve is pretty, uh, steep and I don't know if it's worth, um, worthwhile. Just like E-gate guys right now are like boost creeping and smashing their cut and smashing engines and yeah. Um, I would never run that E-gate shit. Yeah. Right now it's not there. Yeah. It's funny how good a fucking mechanical plunger is from 1960. It works really good. Incredible. Yep, it works really good. Um, it, yeah, yeah, learning curve sounds expensive, splitting blocks. It exactly. Is. It is. Look at the boosted boys. Do you think you can overgate a setup? I, in my opinion, no. I never uh, have. What you'll get is probably less boost than you're anticipating, but it'll work fine. Yeah, if you've got CO2 on it, it's fine. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, uh, you can absolutely undergate them. And I'll tell you this, if the combo is going on methanol and it's over 400 inches, it needs dual 60 plus millimeter gates. So much exhaust energy. So much, yep. uh, what's that called? But yeah. Volume. Volume, yeah. That's why E85 car, it's nice. Ethanol gives you more exhaust volume. Yep. Yeah. More then when fuel you go going in, more exhaust gas coming out. Yep. Um, yeah. Priority is extremely important. Both of them oh, are a factor, but priority is if you prioritize a setup that creeps, it'll go away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm. I'm. Um. Unless you just have too small a gates. Of course. Uh, I was. I was honestly tempted to put a third gate in mine. Johnny Trans just said the issue with E-gates is they don't fail open. I didn't know that. Correct. They'll fail close. That's a terrible idea. Yep. Why? Yep. Oh, dump uh, stuff. You're going to have to chime in on dumps like Squirrel oh, Tune. Jesus. I don't know shit. Oh, I know a thing or two. Um, um, so I keep dump valves pretty simple, right? Keep keep it simple, stupid. Um, I control converter charge pressure with a um, orifice in this fitting, uh, so that we never exceed X. If we exceed X, there's also a pop off valve with another bypass, so that it absolutely will never exceed the second threshold. Right. Danger so let's zone. say. So I like to try, try to control converter charge pressure on the 235 tire at right in the neighborhood of like 80 pounds, okay? My regulator, uh, oh, sorry. Oh, yeah, my I'm there too. Yeah, my <laughs> regulator is set to 110, okay? So the pop-off valve will open at 110 if we ever get to 110. 
Um, I don't want to be, I want to be at 80 pounds. Like that's the goal, right? On the 235s. So that's based off of the jet size that gets drilled in this bleed that goes back to the pan. Okay. Um, then in that circuit, we have two dump valves. So, um, yeah, that's what we do. Hmm. Uh, so you said, um, heard some people will regulate down to 60 PSI or so and dump down into single digits. Um, the, the 60 pounds and then falling down in the single digits, it'll go down in the single digits in the top of the gear. If you've got a good torque converter, um, cause that means the converter is full, right? And that's hmm. when the converter will start to couple. So, um, I probably need to do some more videos on this to answer some of these questions. That's complex people. stuff. Yeah, and you know, that's the bummer about making, like, videos about some of this stuff is because, like, I feel as if when you, like, the stuff that's, like, really basic and simple, you get, like, really good feedback from. You know what I mean? Yeah, but People then when it like, gets oh, to this good. stuff, it's situational is the big. Yeah, and then all it usually does is turn into, like, a whole bunch of fucking questions and bullshit. You know what I mean? Yeah, you gotta so... be there to deal with it, unfortunately. Well, the thing is, is that, like, if I make a video on, like, how to, like, I made one video on, like, how I use dump valves to get a car to go down a racetrack, right? And it turned into, can you look at my logs? Help me you fix know? why mine doesn't work since you made a video, yeah. Right, right, right. And, like, that's a shame because, like, all it does is just, uh, um, it just drives me away from wanting to do m more of them, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's creating work. It's enough work to make the video. Right. Uh, I do have a, uh, I do have a video on showing data from dump valves, but, um, not necessarily a hundred percent converter charge pressure control. You know what I mean? Uh, that's you. Oh no, actually that I would think that low pressure is an empty converter. Uh, no. It means we can exchange fluid very efficiently, hmm. which means that converter is locked up. So, because yeah. we're measuring it on the exhaust side. So, I'm done here, guys. Yeah, I'm whooped. Five I'm hours tired. and 30 minutes. I'm done. My brain it's every fucking working. time I'm on here. You know what I mean? My brain. Wait till Troy gets on here and we're all cackling till 7 a.m. Yeah, well, make sure that you let me know when that's going to happen. And, uh, <laughs> and, and uh, I will. Uh, Mm. I'll make sure that I'm, I'm uh, I eat right beforehand too, you know? Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for joining in everybody. Thanks for Devin yeah, for dropping knowledge bombs. I try. I'm going to take some ibuprofen or something. <laughs> yeah. My head's yeah, going. I'm going to go. I'm going to go in and go to sleep. I'm going to turn my alarm off in the morning. That sounds good. That sounds like I, I ain't waking up at four 30. So that's All not right. happening. All right. See you. See you later, everybody. Bye-bye. All right.